Mike, a second. This is from the um the Quran, Surah 3, 96 and 97. Certainly the first house appointed for men is the one at Baca. Blessed and a guidance for the nations. In it are clear signs. It is the place of Abraham. And whoever enters it is safe. And pilgrimage to the house is a duty which men owe to Allah. So now, are you saying that Abraham made a pilgrimage to a spot named Baca in his time period? I'm saying this. That that well, I'm saying... I'm saying, wait, but before we get into this, now we got to get into did Abraham even exists. No, we got I'm not saying that the Quran is not saying that, but what I'm saying is that we have to qualify the statement. Mm -hmm. All right. So what I'm saying is that Abraham did not come to Mecca first. I, the Quran is saying that he went to Becca, mm -hmm. right? And so my research shows that if we qualify whether he existed or not, then we can go to the area and see what was happening during that time and see whether. That place that we are focusing on right now was in existence during that particular time period and whether it was a place of focus or not. Okay. That, that needs to be established historically. So, Jer Jerusalem, as far as a temple, we know the temple wasn't built according to history or what you're trying to prove until like around nine in the, in the 10th century BC. So I'm trying to ask you. No, that's what I, that's why, that's why. But, but let me, let me say this because the people can't hear me. That's what the Bible so, I'm going by what the Quran says because you're yeah. you're a Muslim. Right. So I'm asking you if what is this Abraham they're talking about and what is this Baca? Because if Abraham didn't exist as you are saying, I didn't say he didn't exist. I said I question we have to establish whether he existed or not. All right. So can you prove which was part of the first question? Let's just deal with Abraham. Let's not worry about Baca right no, now. No, 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 because no, 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 Abraham no, 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 no. hold on, hold on, hold on. Because because, because together. All right, no problem. So you're saying to everybody that's a Muslim, and, and I know Brother Malik is probably in the chat laughing like, what? So, but I'm saying, I'm saying this to say to everybody, I already know about the Baca and the Mecca argument. I know about oh, all of that stuff. Because I just showed you something that you didn't know. What did he show me? Give me the mic. Hold on, before you tell me what I didn't know, which I already, which I already know I about. Just, I just proved it. I, I am saying to you, and I'm going to read it for the audience again. I'll read it, I'll read it for the audience. Certainly the first house appointed for men is the one at Baca. Blessed and the guidance for the nations. It is it, in it are clear signs. In what? In Baca. Let me I'm gonna just break it down like our pastor would break down the Bible. In it, referring to Baca, are clear signs, the place of Abraham. And whoever enters it is safe, and pilgrimage to the house is a duty which men owe to Allah. Okay. So every Muslim. What they take Baca as, as Mecca. Now, whether it means Mecca or not, because in this Quran, they're saying that Baca is Mecca also in this Quran that I'm reading, by the way. But, they said it right here, Baca is Mecca wait, and all that stuff. That's a footnote. I know that. I know that. I know that. I'm just right. saying, you in this Quran. No problem. You said they're saying that in this Quran. Okay. 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 Uh, all right, brother. You're raising right. your voice for no reason, no, man. No, you ain't got I'm the mic. Slow you down. But we're going to, this is, this is, this is how you defeat and try to get proper information. Now, if you look in verse 97, I'm going to say 97 as verse because I'm from the Bible era. In it are clear signs, the place of Abraham. He jumped up and said, it's a mistranslation. So everything that we go put on Ali Muhammad, he's going to say it's a mistranslation. No, I can't verify what he's saying because I don't speak Arabic. It's, it's not, it's, so he has an advantage not, now to say, you know what? But it's why is it that? 99.999% of Muslims say one thing and Ali Muhammad says another thing. I'm not saying that the brother can't be wrong. But again, if Becca is, is up there early, I want him to prove this Baca 
if you don't want to say it's Mecca and show me Abraham, come Abraham. Come on. All right. So now let's do this. Let's slow down because you asked him like 50 questions and okay. you, you're excited. You're excited. So the issue of the mistranslation is unimportant. The word that's used there is Makam Ibrahim and Makram doesn't mean a place. All right. So I'm not even going to deal with that because that's like getting off the subject. The subject is important and it's here. First of all, let me say to my audience, if you're a Muslim out there listening to me, I'm commenting on history. I'm not commenting on your belief in the principles of Islam. I'm commenting on history. But if you, if you believe that Mecca is the place that you should be making Hajj, if you believe that Mecca is the center of Islam, I offer you just one thing. Go in the Holy Quran and show me where Mecca is mentioned. That's all I'm saying calmly to you. If you can't do that, then that means that throughout the 6,000 plus ayat in the Quran, there's no mention of Mecca. And if there's no mention of Mecca, then you have a problem. It means possibly you've been deceived. And what I'm saying to over a billion Muslims, Christians, or Afrocentrics, I can go to, into each one of your doctrines and show you where you've been deceived at. And so that's not a problem. Deception runs big because we have people who have a lot of money who can do those particular things to deceive people. So off of that, Garfield was wrong. Garfield said that Abraham went to Mecca according to the Quran, and the Quran does not say that Abraham anywhere went to any Mecca. Garfield was wrong. Garfield does not study the Quran. That's why I'm here to help my brother. Garfield studies other things, which is good that he told you prior to the fourth century AD, there was no Mecca. I agree with that wholeheartedly, Gar uh, Garfield, because I've done extensive research on the fifth. I agree with you. But you saying that Abraham went to Mecca and that Muslims should believe it because it's in the Quran is wrong. Muslims believe it just like Christians believe that Jesus is going to come back for, uh, 2,000 years later, some kind of way and float down. They wait. They believe it. Let me finish. They believe it because it's a part of their religion to believe it. So if you got one Muslim against the other billion, I'll stand on the truth and I'll tell you that no one can defeat that part of the argument. That Mecca was not the center of anything according to the Holy Quran. All right. Second, when we come to this issue of who existed, I'll qualify it with an example. If I went to a, a comedic priest and I told him show me Osiris show me Osar show me where his grave is the priest depending on who they are might say oh Osar is an allegory some priests might say oh they found the grave of Osar and they will create this big argument and so now if Osar is a mythological figure the principles surrounding Osar are not divorced in comedic science. People still hold up Osiris and they get Osiris tats and they do all kinds of things. I'm qualifying my statement because when we look at history, we have to understand one, we weren't there, two, we're doing reconstructions. And when you're doing a reconstruction of history, which all of us are doing because it wasn't given us to us as oral tradition, we're doing the best we can with information that we have available. So that's what I'll do. When it comes to the subject of Abraham, which is an English word, <clears throat> I am saying to you that if we put the word in its original context, it's a great possibility that one, what's surrounding him is a mythos about a character who's going to teach a national principle of culture, which is monotheism. That's one. Two, it's very possible that there was a person in the past that was that particular figure that we are researching. It's very, it's very possible. 
because there are names that match. So let me bring out my primary resources again. For instance, I hear comedic people all the time talk about, yeah, I'm glad, you know, I know, you know, I'm coming with it all. I'm coming with it all. I'm coming with it all. Look, there are comedic people all the time who come and say on the Marian Patastele, or not even comedic people, Hebrews, will say that the word Israel was first mentioned on the Marian Patastele. And they use that to try to say that to cosign that Israel existed. And then there's arguments about those are all reconstructions. We don't know. To the Hebrews, I'm going to tell you where the word Israel was first mentioned and by whom? Because it is older than the Hebrew was first mentioned with the word Israel. Oh, Israel. The etymology of the word where it was first mentioned, where it was mentioned and how old it is and show that it, did, it, did, it didn't mean at that time how you're using it now. That's important. And it's going to be connected to this figure that I am making a claim that's possibly this figure that's been mentioned. Not only, see, the thing about it is they tell you that Abraham is only mentioned in the Bible and Quran. I got a book translated by E.A. Wallace Budge that mentions Abraham that's neither the Bible or the Quran. It is a Syriac or uh, Aramaic, if you want to use that term, I use Syriac for the sake of language for time periods. It's a Syriac text that mentions his, mentions his name. All right. That was translated by him. I'm, I'm going to get to that in a minute. But let me go to page 249 of this book. I want to show the crowd this book. Look at this book. For the Poku online. This is what I'm using. And I'm going to go to the primary documents. I'm going to go to this Abraham issue and this whole Israel issue. And I'm going to mention some things as a researcher. Not as someone trying to indoctrinate you with belief in the way that Hebrews believe in Israel. Because I don't. I just want to give you some sources. All right, so I'm going to go to page 249. And Sinet, I have a lot, I have a word underlined right here. I want you to read what this word is right here, bro. Can you see that word? I'm going to show you what it is. I want you to take the mic. Okay. So, to my online Hello? group, hold on for a minute. All right, y'all, go ahead. Next time. All right, so now. No, come on, just come on. I want to deal with some chronology and a few things. What word is that right there that you see? Is ra ra el il il is ra il. All right, so now this. Hold on, let the camera see it. Let the camera see it. You see all my writing here because this okay. is a study. All right, I see it. Is ra il. All right, so now I'm gonna read. Let me read the context of when this was written down. All right. All right, good. All right, so that okay. The second observation is even more unsettling. Until the reign of Ibrium, there are very many names composed with the word ill. But under Ibrium, Yah replaces ill as the divine component in personal names. The names on the left are pre-Ibrium. Those on the right date to his reign. Now, this king reigned 2,500, 2,600, 2,500 uh, BC. This is before the Akkadians came into that area. And everything so you see the word israel which they're saying that existed in texts these texts are called the eblite texts they even predate the pyramid texts and you have this word here israel now il is the deity god right, right of right. that particular group of people mm -hmm. israel means israel here means the head deity so this was actually allocated to idols the word Israel was first allocated to idols, and one of them was El, and a, a epithet for the uh, rulership or the uh, 
the crowning of El was Israel. This wasn't a group of people yet. This wasn't a religion yet. This had nothing to do with that. This had to do with a king that has a similar name to, to Abraham uh, in a place called Ibla, Ebla. Now, I'm mentioning that only, I'm coming back, I'm mentioning that only to do this. Next thing. You go to page 73. Check out what this, now check out what this, this says. All right, so during the reign of this particular king, there was another name that he had. I want you to look at this now, because this is in Ebli, oh, let me say, this is in, let me, let, me, let me say something first. Most of the people who study linguistics will say that after it, the invasion of Sargon, you had the Akkadian language come. And the Akkadian language became sort of like the mother of the Semitic languages. What they don't do is they don't go into the actual linguistics and see cross comparisons of where the modern where the modern where the, he needs okay. your the modern where the modern let's say the, the the language that we call in arabic which is you shouldn't even be calling arabic because that's not what the quran calls it so i'll say islamic language for the sake when you trace the islamic languages as far as uh uh common use of words you have three different areas where you find uh synchronicity of where the language come from you have high correspondent with gi'is which is a language in Eritrea. You have high correspondent with Coptic, which is a language that was native to the area when the Saracens were revolted against the Romans. And you have a high correspondence with the oldest Semitic language that we know, which is Eblaite, which predates Akkadian, which I can prove. And so if I said king in Akkadian, I would say Sarum, all right? If I said it in uh, Sumerian, which is a contemporary language, I would say in, like Inki, uh, which was one of the deities. If I said it in Eblaite, I would say Malik or Malikum. Now, if you say if you say king in so-called Arabic, what do you say? Do you say Sarum? No. Do you say In? No. You say Malik or Malikat or Malikum. So I'm showing you the derivative of the language first. Secondly, look at the name of this king, who was who was uh, possibly. Well, I wouldn't even say who he was. I'll just say. The two cities that I mentioned in the Eblite tablets. What's the name of this king? Which one? This one right here. What's his name? King of Kish's name was what? Mussolini. All right. So, all right. So now, the reason why I'm mentioning that is because also in the Holy Quran, 22nd Surah, 18th, I mean, 78th verse, you have this term associated with Ibrahim, which we, we say is uh, Muslim, right? Here, you have the Eblaite language mentioning a king under the name, which if you take the vowels, depending on how you use it, it has the same root characters as the word Muslim. So what I'm trying to say for you, I'm trying to say to you, I could find the word Muslim on text in 2500 BC, having the same meaning from the oldest Semitic languages. It's not to cosign everything that people believe in Islam. It's to show you that White people, how they have taught us religion is in epics. But these are lineages of people that kept their language and some of their traditions. And so when you look at the core of the information, I just blew heads off just now. I showed you Israel or Israel was a word for idol first. It was a word for idol. It doesn't mean... Are you going to put a time on this? No, okay. It doesn't mean... No, no. Information. Okay, okay, for, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. 
I'm gonna tell you what he's gonna do. I'm gonna tell you what he's gonna do. And this is this is this is this is a part of why. Let me finish. Let me finish. A, a part of what happens is when we deal with scholarship, when white people own institutions. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give him the mic. I ain't gonna say nothing. When white people own institutions, they shape how some black researchers research. So when some things are called pseudo, it's because one has never been heard before. Two, if scholarship hasn't peer reviewed it and given it a sanction, then they'll jump with the white boys, but then jump off. So they playing seesaw. If I can tell you that Mecca was never mentioned in the Quran and you never heard it before, and I can prove it, that means that thousands of books of scholarship don't mean shit. You see what I'm saying? And so what I do is I try to set a standard where we can investigate without any uh, bias. I agree. I agree. That's that's important. So now I'm not saying that Abraham existed. I'm saying there's a possibility etymologically that there's a name that's connected to a name that might be him. I'm also saying, secondly, that the term that we use in Islam, Muslim, derives from an older Semitic language that's rarely even talked about. And you can find it in hard text, which I showed you. Third, terms that are used in the Quran like uh, Bana Israel, when you look at it, have more meaning when you use these meanings than you when you use the pseudo Hebrew ways that they're using it. And so basically what I'm saying is that when we look at Abraham as a character or anything in the Holy Quran, and I'll end on this verse, look at what the Quran tells you. No, I'm going to end on this verse. This is the last thing I'm going to say. It's all right. Well, first of all, let me qualify. This is my interview, Garfield. We let you in. So, 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 so we're going to let you talk. So give me some dexterity, brother. I ain't been in the house of conscience. You was here all this time. Give me some dexterity to prove my point. So, so now this is what happens. I mentioned the thing about the comedic priest for a reason. When you grow up, you know what a sar means. You're not going to look for a grave. You're going to look for the principles around why they use the term. The very same thing can be used in, uh, Excuse me, three six. I'm using for three six. The very same thing used can be used in, in modern modern religions. Three six. I'm looking for three six. In modern religions, however, Afrocentric or Pan-African people, what they'll do is because they're not around people like me. Here we go. Right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Right here. You want me to read it? No, I'm going to read it. All right. Here it is. Who has uh, revealed the book to you? Some of its ayat are decisive, which means clear. They are the basis of the book. They are the fundamental basis of the book. And others are allegorical. So the Quran is telling you that it has allegory and it has decisive text. So just because people are spooky doesn't mean that you have to apply that to me because I know some stuff is allegory, some stuff is decisive. The stuff that possibly is allegory, that's kind of mythos, if it has some history, I'm going to investigate it. You see what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean that you should bring your cannon and try to shoot at people who are ignorant. My job is to educate the Islamic community and to show its African origins, which I can prove that it originated in Africa, its culture is African, and its text. Not what people are practicing necessarily. Its culture is African, and that the clearest example of his is innate indigenous Africanist is my teacher, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who brought a type of Islam that raised people. And that when you subtract that type of Islam, they wouldn't even be a Sanetta. They wouldn't even be a Ali Muhammad. They wouldn't be a Muhammad Ali. Wouldn't be a Garfield. So what I'm saying is that culture is fluid and it develops over time. So even if we are correcting some things that might be wrong in the past, it doesn't mean we have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Peace.
Peace. Leave that book right there, beloved. All right. It's um. I remember a couple months ago when the brother was friends with me on Facebook. He had a beautiful article about the Ebla and he found Israel. And I don't know if the brother knows the history of the Ebla tablets and the controversy about it. But let's. Um, he's my brother. He's a good researcher, so I don't do things in disrespectful way to the brother. And the reason why I shout out Sudo is because the information that you're coming with has been shot down, not only by scholars, but by anybody who has really researched the Ebla. First of all, we need to throw this book in the garbage. And the reason is, if you know the history of Giovanni Petanatu, because I have the original, the, the, the original Ebla tablets, and what happened is, this is the guy, Paulo, Paulo Matteo. You, you know who this guy is. This guy is the guy that was in charge of the 16,000 clay, over 16,000 clay tablets. What happened, ladies and gentlemen, is that every research in Syria or the Middle East, you always have Zionists who get involved. Mm -hmm. So what Paulo Matthau found out was this guy was the epigrapher. He could translate it. So what he did was he put out a book. Because if you look at his works, you'll see the LA Times did an article on this brother here. Um, Giovanni Petinato and said that he had rushed and made all these claims that he found Sodom and Gomorrah, he found Abraham, he found this, he found Israel. He made all these claims. So this guy now who hired him got mad because they never got an official report from the guy saying that Abraham was there and all this stuff. So the, I don't understand why he would bring Paulo Matteo's book when Paulo Matteo's book contradicts Giovanni, let me finish. Hold on, brother. Hold on, man. Hold on, brother. I know about the Ebola. I studied this very well. And I know once you brought Petinato, I knew you weren't well studied in Ebola. I knew you weren't studied. Because if you use this, which every single scholar threw out, you know why? Because he came back and contradicted and wrote an official article which contradicted his book. So if you are going to use Petinato, use all of Petinato. I'm not going to throw your book on the ground. You know why, Sarnetta? Because he wrote, after he wrote this, guess what he did? He came back and contradicted and said that the official report, because everybody who claims to be a scholar got to write a peer review article or a journal. When he wrote the journal, he ain't saying nothing what he said in his book. He contradicted his book and said that he made assumptions uncertain. And, 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 and brother, I'm saying this respectfully. If you want to deny what I'm saying, if I had internet, I would have shown you the journal. Hold on. Hold on, bro brother. Hold on. Hold on, brother. I'm, I'm breaking it down. I didn't interrupt you, bro. You're looking guilty right now like you don't want to admit that you're getting boxed up. But listen to what I'm saying, brother. If you study the Ebla tablets and the history, I'm going to read something for you carefully right now, son. And, and what it does, it proves... Look at this. The application of the Ebla text to specific places or people in the Bible occasioned controversy. Focus, focus on whether the tablets made references to and thus confirm the existence of Abraham, David, and Sodom and Gomorrah, among other biblical references. And I'm, I'm going to read something carefully, and I want you to understand this. If you Google the Ebla tablets, it's going to tell you it mentions Abraham. It's going to tell you it mentions David. It's going to tell you it mentions Sodom and Gomorrah. And it's because of this guy when he came out with his first report. So when his first report came out, all the Bible believers jumped up. We got proof for Abraham. The Muslims jump up. We got proof for Abraham. But when... He got involved and said, I can't read it. He hired a team of, of epigraphers who came up with the proper translations. And then he had to retract 
what he said originally. But he didn't know that because he, I agree with reading books. I applaud you for that. But you got to look at the history of what happened. But listen to this. Listen to this now. The sensationist, the existence of David and Solomon Gomorrah, among other biblical references. The sensationalist claims were made by Giovanni Pettinato and were coupled with delays in the publication of the complete text. And it soon became an unprecedented academic crisis. The political context of the modern Arab-Israeli conflict also added fire to the debate, turning it into a debate about the proof of Zionist claims to Palestine. However, much of the initial media excitement about supposed Eblaite connections with the Bible based on preliminary guesses and speculations by who? Petinatu and others is now widely deplored as generated by exceptional and unsubstantiated claims and great amounts of disinformation that leaked to the public. The present consensus is that Ebla's role in the biblical archaeology, strictly speaking, is minimal. Now, let me show, I wish I could show this to the crowd. A person claimed by some to occur both in Genesis and Ebla documents is Eber. Actually, the scholars don't even claim Abraham. They claim Eber from the, from the translation. And this is what the, where the problem is of Genesis 10 and 11. Connected to the ruler of Ebla, who went under the name of Ibri, with an apostrophe, U-M. But the latter has an extra final element, I-U-M, not occurring with the ancestor of the Hebrews. Though convention already has settled on Ibri, apostrophe U-M, the first sign is ambiguous and it could be read with a P equally well. So there is no consensus of what the word actually says. They were trying to link it, not even with Abraham. They were trying to link it with Eber. Ibri, 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 Apostrophe U-M, in addition, while the first consonant in the Hebrew name is Ayin, a sound not used in the English language and still not rendered in translation, it is not known which Semitic consonant begins Ibri. Since the script, being of Sumerian origin, does not have the means to express this and a number of other Semitic consonants. Thus, the correspondence between the two names is uncertain. Did you hear that? uncertain at two points and at one point they are different hardly a convincing case and the bible gives no hint that it's eber was king of ebla now now ladies and gentlemen let me say this right now let's say the word was ibrium or eber or whatever look at the timestamp that the brother gave he said around 2500 bc do you know that the flood didn't happen yet according to the biblical chronology or even the islamic chronology oh, no. the flood hold on the flood didn't even happen yet because because remember noah had shem ham and japheth and this didn't happen according to the chronology before 2500 bc so you're telling us now that we're supposed to believe this 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 king who was who was who was i know what you're gonna say there's no chronology and all that stuff da, 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 da. i'm gonna beat you in the head with that too in a minute but check this out family Check this out. I just proved that using petinato is no good. I also just proved, I also proved that Matteo hired a whole team of new epigraphers who never came up with the assumptions. I just read the consensus on this. And you might say, well, Garfield, why should we listen to the consensus? Because the consensus in this situation is 100%. The only person, the only person, the only person 
that believes that the Ebla tablet says Abraham is someone who is unlearned and who is not aware of the whole scholarship behind it. He's not going to admit that. But let me just let me just do one more thing just to show you how fair I am as a, as a person that does scholarship. Now, the idea of um, hold on one second here. Let me just say something about the Ebla. The Ebla tablets. He brought up Osiris earlier about Osiris and the principles behind Osiris. I, I concur with the brother. That's fine. With Abraham, it's a it's it's something that has to do with bloodline too, and the bloodline storyline is serious. Abraham went to Baca, right? And we know if Abraham was in 2500 BC and he went to Baca, which the brother said is in Jerusalem, that means his whole complete timeline is thrown off. Because if we, you see, we could make up things as we go to sound good. This is what I'm trying to say. If a story sounds familiar, we jump on it and say X, Y, and Z. I will concur with the brother as far as Abraham being an allegorical or not real. But if the Bible or the Quran is based off a real historical figure, because Abraham is looked at other than the prophet Muhammad and others, he's like third or fourth respected as a real individual in the prophecy as far as tradition as far as the prophet then you have um um you have you have a number of people you have bilal you have all these people who they who they claim are real people in that time period but in abraham time they consider him to be real so now for you to come and say abraham was in jerusalem in baca where Baca is located, is absurd at 2500 BC because Abraham, according to every single person I've ever heard talk on the topic, if he was real, would have existed around 1800 BCE. And of course, I mean, in the current era, we, I mean, we count the days and the years and whatever. I don't know if you want to get into a whole dating debate because I know you deal with the astronomy and the, and, and, and the stars and all that stuff. If you want to go there, I'll go there too. But we can track time periods based on different cultures and their chronology. The Assyrians, I don't even have to use Egypt. I could use the, I could use the Assyrians, the Hittites, and, and just break down the chronology of how people existed because they had correspondence and letters. So if you want to go there with a the dating system, I'm ready to go there too. I'm ready. I don't need no notes for that. I'm well rehearsed. But the bottom line is the brother used the Ebla tablets to say that Abraham existed. And I just pointed out that it, the, what the current consensus is and what the brother um, Matthew or whatever his name is. If you notice, he's using this book now. This book, this book, this book, if it was mine, I would throw it in the garbage. It is useless because the brother made, he made assumptions. And when you make assumptions, you make what? A fool out of yourself and all right, okay. But I say this to Ali Muhammad before we go on. Yes, Are you gonna, if you're gonna say 2500 BC, you're way off. You already lost the argument I'm gonna, right I'm there. Gonna, I'm gonna talk but, about but, what you just said. But the brother was on the, there's a guy in the Ebla tablets that was on the king's list. Was Abraham a king? That's the first thing you gotta ask. Was he alive during that time period? Hmm. Now, what does the scholar say? He agrees with somebody who nobody agrees with. All right, so thank you, Garfield, for your commentary. Uh, you you actually just took my statements and twisted them like a, a licorice piece of licorice. But let me let me let me get let me let me get clear. I never mentioned nothing about no David. I never mentioned nothing about no Solomon. Solomon. I never mentioned anything about Sodom and Gomorrah when it came to these texts. What Garfield doesn't understand is that I'm unbiased, and one of the proofs that I'm unbiased is I brought two different books that are against each other on the same subject so now this is no listen this is what we do as scholars this is a, yeah you know this is a part of methodology 
but you fell into the trap. Uh, uh, See, cause you, you're what your idea of me is not what I actually am. And now you're trying to come around to it. You can, you're going to get it in a minute. You thought I was a religious zealot. He overzealous. <laughs> not only is he overzealous, but in the first statement, I proved that by him going with the consensus of scholarship, it can put him in a ditch because he jumped in the ditch when he said the Quran said that Abraham was in Mecca. He jumped in a big ditch. And what I was trying to slow the brother down and say, okay, when we do a meticulous research, we got to be specific. So coming back to this whole Abraham and Ibrahim thing, so I can put my statements in the light that I said them, other than what he said. He brought out the fact that this guy, Gio, Giovanni uh, Petonato, was uh, ran off and said all the things about Abraham and all those particular things, and then later he was shut down. That's not, that's not why I brought the book. I brought the book because the book has actual clay tablets that highlight certain terms in language. And one of the things that I qualified as saying by saying is that this name, which is being pronounced Ibrium in the Eblaite language, is a great possibility that the name is synonymous with how we say it in, in the so-called Arabic, Ibrahim. And the reason why I mentioned it is because the linguistics of certain words that we use in so-called Arabic match Eblaite and don't, wait, let me finish my point. Don't, ma don't match Akkadian and they don't match Sumerian. And so I mentioned, I mentioned the term king in so-called Arabic as Malik or Malikum or Malikat being derived from an Eblaite language, showing that when we show these texts, the reason why I'm bringing it out is because if we can find a name connection, then we have a way to do research, to study the etymology of why these people use terms that they use. So one of the things that I did not do, I, I did not do is jump all over uh, Giovanni Pet Petonato's particular uh, uh, points. Anybody who reads books knows you can read a book and get a part of information out of it and not agree with the whole book. How many of you agree with certain parts of the pyramid text when they start talking some weird and strange things about swallowing your phallus and swallowing your semen? You're not going to actually. No, wait, wait, no. My point, I'm staying on it, but I have to make, I have to, I have to teach how I want to teach. My point is, if those things are metaphors and they mean something else, it doesn't mean that you're going to stop studying the pyramid text, the parts that would apply to you. You're going to take the good and uh, take the good, take, eat the meat and spit out the bones, as they say. And so my point in highlighting this is only to show that there was a king that existed with that name. I don't agree with either one of these authors wholeheartedly but i had to bring some some documents so my point is when we come to the history chronology and lineage of peoples it's a very very detailed subject and i don't like to in settings like this make that the only focus let me make another focus for you and show you how important this subject is with abraham in islam we have this thing called shahada right shahada is when you declare that there is no force, no power more important than the Supreme Being, the Creator. And that you will not give yourself over to uh, venerate or worship idols or other things that would uh, take a person away from that particular focus. Let me show you how important that is. Right now, outside on the street, you have brothers that have all kinds of idols. The drugs is an idol. The girl with the fat ass is an idol. The car is an idol. 
They get caught in all type of material things. We see that in the conscious community. Certain brothers and sisters get pulled out of, out of their mind away from their culture. One of the reasons why that figure, Ibrahim, whether you thought he was real or not, is important because when you look at monotheism as a, as a uh, scientific construct of the mind, where we can understand that the group or the ummah or the principle undergirding the, the, the creator, the power, the intelligence that rules creation can become a part of the thought process that leads to a, both a discipline and a focus, then we don't give ourselves over to things that could deviate us away from uh, our natural path, desires or things that could pull us away. We live in America right now where the number one problem is morality. That's the number one problem. It's the number one problem probably in the conscious community. You know, people stealing, people doing this, people lying. What monotheism does is it gives a code of conduct and it roots us in nature. In Islam, it's called the Al-Anam. The Al-Anam is the way that we study nature. It births itself from the people in the Thebaid who studied the Pesejet, the Ennead, and the Ogdiad as a traditional part of their culture. It comes up in Islam. And so what, the reason why Ibrahim becomes important is because of a social dynamic. Let's divorce itself away from arguing the history right now. We can come back to that. Let's look at the things that are dividing our community that don't allow for us to have the discipline and the things that we need to move forward as a people. Right at the head of that is what is at the seat of our culture. At the seat of our culture is we have people who take Afrocentric thought, Islamic thought, whatever. The preacher, he makes money, his idol. The ephah priest will initiate you for $2,500. This has become a problem in our community. And so what that teaching does that's in the Quran is it gives you a focus. It gives you a focus on the creator. It gives you a focus on nature. It gives you a focus on the things that are the bedrock of culture and how to distinguish what is natural and what is not. That part gets divorced in our discussions because many of us are not focusing on the things that 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 operate our families that will be the bedrock for how our children turn out and so when we look at the text which i say is an african text it brings up the most important qualifying principle of nature for african people and the most important qualifying principle of nature for indigenous people or people of African descent is looking at their culture and looking at the intelligence that birthed all things in nature and in the cosmos and focusing that authority as the authority of how we interact and setting a code of conduct so that that code of conduct can walk us through how to continue to build truth, trust, loyalty, and character through that code of conduct which is rooted in our creator and nature and so when we look at the quran in that sense and we look at the abrahamic history in that sense this is where we get power i'll give you an example there's a there's a there's a uh a verse in the quran where where abraham is talking to the his his community and they have a whole bunch of idols on the thing and abraham comes in and knocks down all the idols and leaves the main one and they said, why did you do this to our idols? And then he looked at him real smart. And he said, won't you ask him the last idol that's standing? So they looked at each other like, you know, this idol can't talk. So he basically showed you running game on the people. You got them believing that these statues or these objects of stone or these things have power and they don't. Well, what about people who uh, 
practice E5 and they say, well, I can uh, give give me give me uh fifteen hundred dollars. I'll do a reading for you and I'll solve your problem. Watch it. It's no wait wait wait. Watch it's it. our people who have been practicing things. The the, the, the preacher is not the the newest uh craze where they steal money from people. This has been going on in that community for quite some time. And so I mentioned in that example of Abraham to show you that okay, since you can do all these rituals, why don't you do a ritual against white supremacy? Right. Once you do a ritual against, once you once you do a ritual, uh, or some voodoo against the Rothschilds or the Duponts or all these other people, why is it that when it's time to deal with the real problems in our community, you're and I'm not denigrating the system, I'm talking about the people who use it. Why isn't it that you're calling on Eshu or Olokun or Olo Olodumare or, or Obatala or whatever can work in that zone? Why is it that you can't call on Allah when it's time for you to get something popping? You can only call on them on Friday and Juma. And so one of the things that the examples in this book do is they destroy mystery God worship. They destroy mystery God worship. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad followed up with that and he asked the question, who is that mystery God? There's not a mystery God. The son of man has searched for trillions of years and was able to find that mystery God. So he loses no time searching for that which does not exist. Mr. Me, you know what I'm saying? That's the teachings of the messenger. And so no one can tell me that that's not valuable for our people even if you don't want to put it under the islamic umbrella it's the precept and the principle that divorces our wait let me finish I'm, i'll give it to you that divorces our people away from spookisms and spirits and other things and puts them in a cultural dynamic that is safe secure and, and in reality and i think that when you read original islamic culture the text that they provide you with that indigenous sense of mind. And I think that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad brought that sense of mind back to our people. So many of the people who critique him don't see the value in how he socially impacted people with the teaching. They're looking for the Mecca and did this exist? And that's important too. But sometimes we are uh, seesaw heavy on one side and not heavy enough on the other side. And I like to keep that balance. So, so when we look at the stories of Ibrahim in the Quran, there are values and precepts that are of utter importance to a people right now who are suffering from all type of idol worship. You know what I mean? They can't stop masturbating. They can't stop uh, getting online looking at Pornhub. They can't stop, you know, it got all kind of vices which are idols. No, see, but look, see, there you go. Everybody's into their own thing. You know what that is? That's democracy. That's what democracy does to you. It makes you think everybody into your own thing is cool. That shit is not cool. And, I didn't say I didn't say you did. You can't force people, bro. No, you can't force people, but you can shed an example with them and you can share culture with them so they can see because their eyes are covered, brother. They're blind and they're being blinded by these things. So I think it's important to live culture and to teach it a certain way to make it practical. That's what I'm trying to say. What does that have to do with Abraham and Mecca and all that stuff? I don't know. He's trying to push religion. I don't know what Ali trying to do. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, let me say this real quickly. He mentioned earlier that Israel was mentioned in the Ebla tablets. Let me just end this conversation by saying that. In the book, in the book, right, that he has, what happened is the guy Petinatu was trying to, he found the term, the letters Y-A. And what he did, he said it was a theophoric word, and he would translate the Y-A and said it was E-L to mention Israel. This is right here. This is a this is a peer-reviewed article by Ebla and the Bible, a case study in comparative Semitics and literature. It's free online. Anybody could find it. What he does is, the last assertion, Petinata's evidence seems fairly good at first glance, since he shows that the alternation in the personal names such as Mikael and Mikaya 
Enanil and Enayah, Israel and Israel amply demonstrates that at Ebla, at least Yah had the same value as Il and points to a specific deity. That's what he was trying to prove. He never said Israel was actually there. He was trying to flip. And this is why I don't really get into these. Oh, the, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what he, I'm trying to break it down to the people so that they understand. See, but, but this book, hold on, hold on, hold on, brother. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second, brother. You made a hold on, hold on. No, I didn't make a gross error. Because, because although Petinata was careful not to claim any connection, listen to this family, with the biblical Yahweh, his reading easily leans in that direction for many like See, Ali Muhammad. No, no, hold on. No. Let me read it again. Let me read. Let me read it. No, you already got beat up. You already got beat up on the issue. But let me finish. Let me finish. Hold. Hold on. No, I never said that. Listen. Listen. The last statement. Although Petinatu was careful not to claim any connection with the biblical Yahweh, his reading easily leans in that direction for many. But you're saying. You're saying. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. In. Adducing evidence for the wider existence of the God Yah or Yo, Michel Dahoud points out that the existence of non-Israelites in the Bible who have names containing that theophoric element, such as the name Yobab, he explains the name as Yo is the door in order to operate Yo from Bab. That's a lot of gibberish that people are not going to understand. But the point that I'm making is that he never really said Israel is there. He was trying to hold on, beloved. Let me let me finish, beloved, because I have I have the article here, and I'm showing everybody that Mikael and Mikayah, because this is what he saw. He saw Mikayah and then equal the value of Yah Y A with L. So you saying Israel is deceptive to people who are watching because the term. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, 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 brothers and sisters. If Israel was actually in the Ebla tablets, the Zionists would have jumped on it a long time ago. But they threw out Petinatu's work as garbage. They threw it out. But this brother found the pseudo work and decided to bring it out in public, not knowing that it's pseudo and it has been thrown out. Petinato, brother, brother, hold on, 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 Ali, 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 hold on, brother, you're getting out of control. Where's your discipline? Where's your discipline? Where's your discipline? Where's your discipline, brother? No, I'm being a devil, brother. Calm down. I agree with the opinions and leanings of the author in this book, and what I have said three times is that I don't. What I am doing is bringing up words, specific words that are in text and say these are possibly etymologies and these these words can be found in the text I can i say can i say one thing can I, I agree with this particular author. okay 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 hold on 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 brother that now that you are knocking down this particular pseudo author you're knocking me down you're not going to do that bro. all right let's do this the word the word can you show me the I'm word show me the actual word israel it's not there that's what i'm trying to show the brother and you see you see now you're being arrogant brother i'm not really to call your name you know why you're being arrogant because your brother is teaching you something you didn't know no you're being arrogant the word israel it's not there hold on brother hold on the word that he showed me israel is not that's not there it's not there it's a yah it's y-a i have i have the i'm going to Ebla archives online hold on hold on hold on in sentence structure family family look at this you see where it says israel it says israel petinato did that 
right here. See where it says Israel? That's what's in the Ebla tablets. Petinatu made it Israel. He did that. No. And that's what I'm trying to tell the brother. You could go to anything you want. He did that. He did that. He did that. He did that. But hold on, hold on, family. Let me finish. But Ali, 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 Ali. I did the article, and my source was <laughs> nah. directly from the Ebla archives, which I'm about to go to right hold now. Hold up, family. So when I read that <laughs> article, it had nothing to do with this Pedernado. <laughs> what I'm trying to show you is that the actual text had that particular word. The problem is the text didn't that have it, it, the text didn't have the word. It never had. It never. It never had L family. Come on, man. It don't even make no sense to even continue this conversation because if you can't simply, you can't simply understand when somebody writes something, you're gonna say, okay, he. Now so much evidence for this. Text, brother. The the primary text. I deal with primary text. I'm not dealing with your little article on whatever you it is that you you're showing. I'm dealing with the primary text. If the primary text didn't say it, I wouldn't say it. Me put me get online. See, the thing about it is, this this gets this gets. I'm dealing with the primary text. So now, what Garfield is Garfield is being deceptive, as usual. I'm I'm starting to see this is a trend with my brother. My brother is getting deceptive. He's twisting my arguments or whatever. The primary documents are online at the Ebla Online Archives. When I wrote my first article online, I cited and screenshotted in sentence structure the use of this term. And I'm going to pull it up right now, live on side of the TV, so you can see it again. This is not, though, to prove anything about Israel. I'm trying to show you that. What I'm saying is that the etymology of the term that we currently use for Israel has a different meaning and existed earlier. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not showing pro-Hebrew, pro-nothing. He Maybe he's scared because I'm about to give the Hebrews some fuel or something to dig into his ass or something. What is he scared? Why are you afraid that I'm about to pull this up? My brother, you, you know what? What I'll do is this, family. This is this is why Garfield and the Dagger Squad, this is a topic I'm very good at. I've researched it, and I've even contacted um, Matteo, the guy who, the Italian guy. I am deep in this Ebla subject because what happened is the Hebrews always claim Abraham is in the Ebla tablets. So I'm not here to beat up on anybody's own personal goal or whatever they're trying to say. All the brother got to say is, all the brother got to say, all the brother got to say is that I am incorrect. And, and and basically, ladies and gentlemen, what first alleged God, alleged God, yeah, Petinata based his reading on one of several theoretical possible values of the sign whose most common value is NI. The value IA is used in some Sumerian, but so far it has not been found at Ebla apart from his alleged use in a divine name. Petinata still holds that example, Mikan must be read as Mikaya, but other qualified scholars do not. When variant writings of the same name occur, normally there are different writings for the same spoke sound. So Mikael and Mikani on this principle, which is based on a whole mass of undisputed evidence, should have the same pronunciation. So him saying, him saying ill, Mikael, is, is all made up by Petinato. Nobody else is saying it. He's using, he sees the Yah term and the Ni term and make it into L. So you saying Israel is incorrect, brother. Incorrect. Totally incorrect. I'm going to go to the Apple Online Archives. The preposition AA, like, occurs in Biblical Hebrew, but it does not occur at Ebla. So Mikael is not an early form of the name Mik Mik Michael. There's an extremely common name type 
of Ebla consists of noun ending in A, followed by the, the name of the God. Example, Enail, or presumable Mikael, is a name of this type. Mikael with a noun, Mika, of unknown meaning. The alleged occurrences of the cities of the plain can be seen to be baseless, without any appeal to complicated matters of ancient manuscript. What seems to be the clearest case is Sodom. There is a place written Sidamu in the Ebla tablet, so it has been alleged that the biblical Sodom occurs at Ebla, so proving its existence in the third millennium BC. However, leaving aside the difficult question of whether the S of the Hebrew Sodom is the same S as Ebla Sidamu. It is well known that this that in this part of the ancient Near East, several places can have the same name. So, so the Ebla Sidamo is only relevant if it can be shown that the place meant was done by the Dead Sea. Unfortunately, this cannot be done. From the context, it would seem that Sidamo was a small place not too far from Ebla in North Syria. If there really is a personal name, Be'ir Shah in the Ebla documents, Petinato was quoted by another scholar. He seems not to have put the matter in print himself. It has no value for confirming in the king of Gomorrah in Genesis 14. Personal names can persist for millennia. Samuel, for example, occurs at Ebla as Shomawi Il. It is still in use today. Hey, all I'm saying, family, ain't no Israel, no man. Ain't no Israel. Ain't no Israel. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I I think Garfield is uh, scared of y'all Hebrews. I don't know if I'm giving y'all some ammo or not. But <laughs> this guy is funny. I think Garfield is scared. But anyway, anyway family, listen, man. Um, if you if you look at who is involved with the persons who um, you look at Sargon of Akkad, Akkad, and his grandson Naram Singh. Um, they came after. They came after. No, 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 no. I, I know that. I know. Water? Yeah, yeah. We could get some water. I'm good. Uh, yes, sir. I'm good. I'm good, bro. All right. So as far as Ebla tablets saying Abraham, uh, where's where where is the where is it? It don't say no Israel either. I'm gonna wait for the brother to bring the information up. The, the issue is the argument. See, there's a scholastic argument that's still going on over the term Ibrahim itself. Presently, you mentioned you mentioned that. Okay. So now with that argument, how you deal with linguistics is it's the same way that you interpret the uh, the um, the Rosetta Stone. You use a contemporary language that's still being used that is connected to the ancient language. So, of course, they had Coptic speakers. All right. They had a transliteral text and they had people who, who were speaking a certain language that derived itself from uh, uh, genetically. And so with those Coptic speakers, they were able to reformulate how to uh, look at certain terms and words. And of course, they had the triliteral text. And so they began their translation on what we call the Rosetta Stone. And so I'm saying that that same type of thing happens when you're dealing with a language that is possibly connected to a language that is still presently spoken by people. And what I'm saying today is that when you look at the so-called Semitic languages and you look at the Kara script or Hijazi, which is being misnamed Arabic, what you can do is you can take the terms and reconstruct certain words with the principles of how the language is spoken today. And so what I'm saying, I'm saying that to say, if you look at your argument or their argument that you recited, that that particular, uh, uh, that particular ideogram or whatever you want to call it, from that era, whether it represented the ayn or whether it represent the P sound or whatever, you will look in the modern languages and see, okay, 
how do they use those particular terms to derive arrive at how to say this particular word and so that's what i was dealing with. i'm dealing with the etymology of the word before we even deal with the person because once we deal with the etymology then we can start looking at chronology and other things and say you know what Nah, this can't be him because it is 2500 BC. And was there a city in this particular location that was mentioned that's a part of the trade routes? Or yes, it was. And if this particular group of people had trade routes coming through, then that means that the information for this particular king might have transit transited through here. Let's look at the archaeological data. I'm dealing with processes and procedure. You trying to make me a Petavani, whatever this, this nigga follower. Like I'm like, bruh. Feel. you know i'm not stupid like why are you trying to make me stupid and so the issue was on the the focus that i have is first to be responsible and look at the name and come to a conclusion about the name quick question i'll give you about the mic all right so if if he wrote his first article and it was in 1976 right and his book was around 1980 something what recent scholarship do you have regarding ebla and that is where i'm talking about methodology because it sounds good bro and correct how is the s like i just read it how is the s in sidamu is it the same s as in the hebrew s is not so that's what they're trying to say there's no equivalent in the hebrew language that's how the folks are you're talking about alfonso no is the same you just said it what are you talking about making a mistake no, no, no. Well, I, you just said it okay i'm saying is sidamu the same s that's in the hebrew s in sodom it's not the same s all right look, so you first can't of all, first of all let, let me say something there's no such thing as a Hebrew language. Okay, if you want to go there, fine. There's no such thing as a Hebrew language. Okay. So I have to go there. I'm not saying you don't know that, but we can say it could be Aramaic, whatever. We have to figure out which language we're talking about. Because when you say Hebrew, you bring up a mythological language that never existed. Okay, listen, bro, I'm not wrong. So now, because Hebrew is actually a dialect. Okay. I'm saying you're saying that there's no dialect. But 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 but, but what? No there's no dialect. What I'm saying is that. By the time you get people calling something Hebrew, it's too late to even call it anything. It's too late. It's not. Um, there are no Hebrew, ancient Hebrew texts. Like, which, where are they? What ancient Hebrew texts do you? You're not getting no argument from. Okay, all right. So what I'm saying, I'm saying that to say, when you start dealing with interpreting linguistics using a current Semitic language, you have to use one that's real. <laughs> and so if I'm using okay, I'm using Arabic. That's a real language. I can go back and I can trace it on papyri and parchment and its use and how it was developed. I can follow that. If you say Aramaic, you can say, okay, yeah, we got this and that. When so I'm just qualifying that statement. So I'm saying that to say when you interpret how the words are supposed to sound, you have two things going on. And I'm about to pull this up to show you. You have one, you have linguists arguing over how something is pronounced now how it could possibly be pronounced then using what we have now then you have unfortunately this is the part that you're not mentioning political scholarship political scholarship is when you have groups of people who are paying for foundations and things to be done and there's something that could come out like the dead sea scrolls and they wait 51 years from the time that they found the documents till they bring them out to the public why was it why was it 51 years before these things were published yeah, so quick question and give out the mic why do you say can we could move from the ebla the, the crowd could draw the conclusion if they want to take my word or not it's getting boring it's boring let me ask you this you always say this and i never get to ask you this um 
Because we're not friends on Facebook no more. So, um, Why are we not friends on Facebook? Uh, you blocked me, bro. Oh, yeah, you did some crazy shit, man. You, 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 you was wilding out, bro. Uh, all right. Well, I, 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 we talk about it later. We talk We, we talk about it later. Wilding out a little bit. Okay. All right. But let's do this. Let's do this, brother. Um. The, why do you say the Dead Sea Scrolls is fake? And why, without being a conspiracy theorist, give us an explanation why? Because right, I'm not going to, I'm like, I'm like you in a sense. I'm, I'm like you. Fake. Okay. I'm the presentation of what they the, are is not Okay. Because I'm like, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Oh, and I want you to bring out that stuff. You say you got to bring out that I was okay. fake. No, you say you had something to bring out earlier. Oh, yeah, somebody did a video on you, man. Yeah, yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that. I know. They're oh, you talking about that video that Laurent did? Oh, that didn't even exist. Oh, yeah, I, I was like, no. That's the one I sent you. I was yeah. like, oh. But, 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 no, no, no. But we could deal with that if you want to, because I do. Oh, yeah, I act, yeah, but, 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 actually, the book that they claim don't exist actually exists. Oh, okay, so you because we're 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 because we're the dagger squad. I'm not I'm not giving them guys no shine, man. I'm I'm doing like that. I mean I looked at it. I was like, oh, it coming at you, but because I'm the biggest criticizer. I criticize information. So if you so hold on a second. By the way, anybody who watches the video, they actually telling themselves in the video. What they tell? They said that the quote is not there, and the guy never said it. When the people in the text says that the guy. Bonifacio the eighth actually said it. So they actually did he say it or did somebody say he said it? No, no, no. They say the um the people said it. It's a third third party conversation. Third party? They said that Bonifacio the eighth said it. But did, did Bonifacio the eighth do you have a primary text where he said that? There's no primary text for anybody in the ancient saying anything, brother. It's always somebody writing. So you're never going to get a primary oh, text I mean, saying. I mean so it's just like the Bible. Jesus ain't got no books. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just no, saying. No, no, no. You got it. So that argument. So that no, argument. Because there are statements that Pope's made. You got Papa Bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but you have people that, but you have people that documented and said that he said that. Okay. But it depends on who those people are. Those people. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to write about Ali Muhammad today, right? I'm a writer. Ali Muhammad said that you got to be careful of quoting people and quoting Bonifacio the Eighth. Are you contemporary with me, or are you not? I'm contemporary with you. I'm right here with you right now. Okay, so now that's the so argument. The, so you have to prove that whoever said it was contemporary and give that source. You see what I'm saying? Okay. That's a problem. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. But if you watch the video and read what the guy is saying, it's ridiculous. I was just gonna bring it up to you, bro. It wasn't a big deal. You know, it, it, it's like. All right, wait, wait. This is my last thing because you asked me about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. All right. So in my book the lost pages of islam one thing that i point out is that the rule of scholarship is that you must have provenance provenance says that archaeologist archaeologist or someone found a particular set of text papyri parchments scrolls epigraphical things and they did in the dig they write a primary report on that particular thing and they document uh that finding the dead sea scrolls don't have primary provenance it was found by a goat herder bruh and then that particular goat herder showed the spots and they started doing digging and did all kind of other things but they started sell they started uh, uh auctioning it off to for sale in the wall street journal for a couple of dollars then somebody from israel came and brought the text and then they started making a big issue out of it around the arab israeli war so there's political stuff around it so my contention is that the text were a part of the court of Harun al-Rashid mm -hmm. and that he brought uh, so-called so Jews. First of all, he had Buddhist scholars. Uh, I forget the name of the, uh, I forget his name. Anyway, they had a court. 
It's called, uh, what do they call it? They have a name for that. Anyway, they had this court in Baghdad where they were bringing a whole bunch of text. This, matter of fact, this is the first time that the Bible became um, uh, available for, for the common people. Because prior to that, you had it written on uh, uh, animal skins and it was just for gentry, you know, the, the, the noble, noble classes. When the Bible became accessible to people, it was made accessible by a pale Arab caliph. His name was Caliph al-Makmun. He brought the court and he translated a whole bunch of ancient texts according to what they said. They also, if you if you study closely, it's the origin of the Masoretic text. So those texts were were uh, scattered all over the areas that he were con he was conquering. One namely place was when he went into Jerusalem and he took down the name of Abdel-Malik. So my contention it is, is that that court is the origin of these particular texts and they're not ancient at all. And the, the test of it is the provenance. If you're not going to use provenance to for, for fines, Wait, then... Let me give it back to you. Are you saying, because we got to be clear, a lot of things Ali said, by the way, I agree with, but let me ask you this. You're saying the Dead Sea Scrolls is not old. Are you mean that it's they're not... not, they're not they, said it, they, said it, they said it's 200 BC. You disagree. I disagree with that. Uh, how do you come to that conclusion? All right. I come to the conclusion because of the provenance. The provenance says that, okay, who, who are the archaeologists that wrote the primary reports? When they when they were finding them now they later found other things that were associated with it but i'm talking about the original finding of the dead sea scroll were found by a goat herder dude a goat herder is not an archaeologist and so now what are you going to start doing you're going to start carbon dating all right you're going to look at the styles of the writings you're going to try to do all those things all right you know what the methodology there i kind of don't agree with because most of the findings that you have are fine by goat herders there's no provenance because if you look at um even i, I know you might not even agree with the misha steel or the tell but mm -hmm. the misha steel don't have no provenance there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that don't have no provenance so because it don't have a provenance should we then throw it out i don't disagree with you that there's some funny business with the dead sea scrolls there's some funny business oh, wow. there but um because of the whole holding it for 50 years and not revealing and all that stuff but I don't know if I'd go as far as what you're saying. Well, here's the rule. You have to set some type of rules because one of the things that we do know is that white people will make up stuff to coat their history. They have a whole history of rewriting history that way. And so if we're not going to deal with provenance and we can find something that says so-and-so found it, God damn it! I mean, what, what, where are the rules at? Like, we, we, we violate the rules. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't look at it and analyze it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to, lean my research on that type type of thing because then there's too many problems that start appearing so let me let sanetta go do what he got to do here we go um, let's get it in let's all right dr ali muhammad i ain't gonna even ask this yet let me ask you this why and you are a smart brother garfield is a smart brother y'all and y'all both say well you know i ain't dealing with ancient commit i'm dealing with this science but we can all agree that ancient Kemet was here way before Islam and Christianity, brother. Why would you use the the um? Why would you use the Arabic book? Why would you use um the Quran instead of going to the Egyptian book of the um coming forth by day and by night? Because you can find laws in ancient Kemet because the Hebrews don't know that they always say because our book deals with laws as though. The comedic science don't deal with laws. We have to put it in context. Islam is not Arabic. It's not, it's not for Arabs. It's African. That's the whole contention. So with that contention, if that is true, and we can go to Senegal and we can go find places where 
We had a non-invasive system that was kind of like a golden age of renaissance of what we had in Kemet. It's closer to us culturally so we can see how to live it. A lot of people who adopt Kemetic science for the scholastic points to highlight what we are dealing with, that's cool. You know, you're looking at the scholarship and all of it. But when we go, how did they actually live? How did the people live? It's so far removed from us, we don't know. That's why you have all kind of expressions of it. Okay, now and so now, so, okay, if Islam is African, show me Isa in antiquity. Show me Musa. Show me Miriam. Where are these people at in Africa? Because if it was African, we preserve our science. How come we can't find none of these bodies? Because we African, we preserve, especially somebody that's great, like Esau, like like um uh, Bilal. Have you have you ever seen the tomb of Bilal? Bilal wasn't Bilal didn't exist. Bow, damn! Come on, brother. Now you saying Bilal never existed. Now Wesley Muhammad will say something different. I, I can't. Argue. <laughs> you know what you're saying? If Wesley wants to say so, something existed. That's cool. All right. There's no proof that a Bilal existed. Oh, um. Man. All right, so now when we come to, all right, so let me, let me, let me, first of all, let me disqualify certain things because we, we're using certain ter terms. We're using them connotatively and denotatively. First of all, I don't agree with the denotative use of the word African. I agree with the colloquial use of it, right. the common use, the connotative use, because first of all, there were no Africans until white people made Africans. None of our people call themselves Africans. That's what we get confused at. But we know what we're talking about. But we know, yeah. right, that's the colloquial loop. Right. We know, so when we say African, we're talking about the original people mm -hmm. and how they preserve right. this and how they preserve that. So now, with that being said. The people, Miriam, right. right. So so now, so now, see, I got, see, okay, so when you deal with the word Miriam, here we go with a, a history issue again. I would argue that Maryam, the term Maryam as used is uh, a term that etymologically, linguistically leads back to Egypt. And they were talking about specific people and specific dynasties in Egypt. So I don't have the same arguments that these, these religious people have, bro. Uh -huh. Like, and so, and so what I'm saying is that, okay, is Islam African or original or indigenous in that sense? My point is that culturally, yes, it is. And if you go amongst Africans who, like if you go to Senegal, you go to Tuba, and you look at how the people live, bruh, you can't say that's not African. So Arabic is an African language? First of all, there's no such language as Arabic. It's a myth. The Arabs are AD people. They never made a language. When you look inside of this Quran, Prove to me there's a language that's called Arabic. Can I, can I just say one thing real quick? But, but brother, if, if you say that Arabic is a new is a new thing, right? If Arabic, Arabs, Arabs, and you said, and you said, all right, so if there are new people that were created, why are you following something new? Why not go back to what Egypt was? So let's go back. No, I'm asking a question, bro. And if you notice, I'm making you talk and rock because it's your show, but you know I got a little daggers I got to put in. So now look at the question he asked. He said, if Arabs are a AD people, a new people, uh -huh. why am I following something from a new people? My point, that's a good question. But I just told you that Islam has nothing to do with Arabs. You want me to read it for you? Yeah, yeah, you want me to read it for you? Yeah, Islam, like, Islam, Islam, no, Islam in the Quran 
are anti-Arab, brother. I keep saying this, and I wrote the book to prove it. Like, Reggie won't sit down with me. Shaka won't sit down with me. Y'all won't sit down with me and go over these verses so I can show you. Let me show you right now, real quick. Let me show you. So you can stop saying that, bro. Come on, come on. Hold on. Let, no. Nah, we want you to show. Well, yeah, you want me to show you. Let me hold the mic. While I'm pulling it up, let me show you. We, we, so when I started talking about Islam, y'all like the deer caught the headlights because y'all primary, y'all primary source are Arabs. Y'all primary sources and studying and looking at it is Arabs. I'm trying to show you what the what what um what is said in the book. What actually it says. So let me read it for you so you, that you don't get it, get confused. Look. Verse for verse, bro, I can go. African people were speaking the language that is called Arabic today. Arabic. Yeah, they were speaking it in the Thebet. So first of all, when you look at the 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 what what the language is, derivative languages, where, where it comes from, you have to look at where they were. They were in Egypt when all this stuff was happening. When all these revolts, this Islamic revolt. It's, it, I, I got the papyri right here, bro. I, I, I recorded this for a reason. In Egypt during an antiquity time. Because their ancestors were. These were the descendants of these people. They were the, the same lineage of people. No, people want to say, what time? What date? Give me date. See, but the thing about it is, see, when people think about Egyptians, all right, so when, when the Romans came in, the Greco, when, when let's say, when Ale Alexander the Great and all of the people, they came in and they tore down Egypt. Egypt disappeared because Egypt was a national government. What happened to the people? The people don't disappear. They were still there. Right. You know, they were colonized. It's just like us. We still who we are, who our ancestors were. We just happen to be in America, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're in America and we are who our ancestors were, it don't mean that the people disappeared. And so when we start standing up against white supremacy and bigging up our indigenous African culture and bringing all the stuff back, some people can look at us and say, y'all ain't African. Y'all ain't. Y'all American now, y'all. But we would say, hold up, son. Our mothers and fathers, this is in our genes. This is who we are. The same, I'm saying the same thing about Islam. I'm saying that the children of the Nile Valley stood back up in a revolt against Rome and Persia, and they created a system, and the system uh, can be uh, studied very, very closely and seen how African it is. But look at this verse. I'm going to show the people online so they can stop. Look, I'm on page 58 of my book. I'm starting in Surah 9, and I'm, I have the original right here where you can see the word Alif, Lam, Alif, Alif Ain, Rab, Ba, huh? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm giving them what the word is, right? Because in their translations, it'll say the dwe desert dwellers. Right. It won't translate the word Arab. And so look at what the verse says. The Arabs are the strongest in disbelief and hypocrisy and most disposed to not be truly aware of the laws of what Allah has revealed to his messenger. So this is Muhammad speaking, saying that the Arabs are the worst, the most disbelieved, the most terrible people, and most disposed not to know the laws of Allah. So why would if Muhammad, wait, I'm, I'm gonna keep reading. No, stop, I'm gonna keep reading because I'm gonna qualify. Remember Arabs, so if the term Arabs is kind of vague though. It's not vague. Because do, don't you, wouldn't you call the black folks original Arabs? No. There were no black. That's like calling the black man an American. See, that's what Wesley do. So I, that's what Lord Abba do. All right. So now I'm 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 a qualifier. I'm a qualifier. Are you American? Hell no. Now hold on. You are under an American government, right. so most people would try to call you that. True. Right. So when we had invaders come in, we took on the political identity of the invaders. It's the same thing. And so if they had people who were Arab vassals and we were in their areas. 
They started calling us certain things. They are no original black Arabs. They're not their indigenous names. You see what I'm saying? They got colonized by foreign people who impressed that name upon them. Right. So there are no original black Arabs. That's like saying it's an original black American. Like we got those names in we're not Amerigos Vespucci. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing. It's colonizers imposing their words. So my point, hold on. My point is that the Quran repeatedly, the next verse, it goes in. And then it says, uh, and those of you of the hypocrite Arabs, of the people of uh, Midian, like it just goes on and on and talk about how whoever it was in the community that started Islam and whoever it was that was Muhammad, who was, he was not an Arab. Okay, so this is confusing me, man. You say Bilal don't exist. He only exists in the Hadith, which are written later. So Muhammad, I mean, who was the first one to call the Muwedin, the, the, the Adan? Who was that? Who's calling the Adan? Not, not Bilal. It wasn't no Bilal. It was told that he was the first one to call the, the, the Adan. Written by pale Arab. So you're saying that that's not real? No, that's real. Oh, okay. Okay. Damn. There we go. There we go. Okay. So we got to knock Bilal out. Okay. Now, um, Dr. Ali Muhammad, discuss for our audience who were the black people in Saudi Arabia, their origins, their culture, and their religion. All right, so that's a broad, huge subject. And then when you start calling people black people, you also get into this thing where you can get quite confused when it deals with history, right. all right? Um, you know, I could say, I could say this, right? 250,000 years ago, there was an archaeologist who found bones in Mexico 250,000 years old. Which bones is this? Oh, no, I got them in my book, record. I'll bring them out in Mexico. She was uh -huh. fired. There's no two. I, I know you're talking about the health of Tatko. H U E Y T S. That's one. There's many. That's pseudo. That's, that's pseudo. first of all, that's not pseudo. We're going to deal with that tonight. All right, we can deal with that. That's, that, you, it's cool. Ain't no bones for 250,000. Nobody died. Hold that's ain't no bones, but found 250,000 in Mexico. It's a lie. Are you kidding me? It's older than that. That's some older than that. Let's go. But, but I'm going to finish my point. We'll go to that because we can come to this political identity and our indigenous reality. So what, what was I on? He threw me off. Black All right, yeah. So, so calling people black does not tell who they are in history. All right. Prior to ten thousand years ago, when you deal with genetic data, there were no only there were only black people on the planet. There were no pale races on the planet, according to the best genealogical data that we have. Seventy thousand, ten thousand years ago, everybody looked like this. They had hue. It was blue black though. Well, everybody wasn't blue black. I don't think, but I'm saying he had dark skinned people everywhere. So just because you have dark-skinned people in Saudi Arabia doesn't mean that that's your people. You follow me? Because you can go there today and see those same people there. We're from West Africa, or I would argue that some of our ancestors were already here in the Americas. So when we look at the people in West Africa and those people here, you can find similarities to us. You know what I mean? You can find similarities. You know what I mean? Even when we go to East Africa, some of us, all of us think we're Egyptians. Like Egypt is in East Africa. Wait, you gotta admit that we, our people, did migrate. Shaka showed that. I didn't say we did. Migrated from Kemet. Shaka trying to give an excuse for his over dogmatic Egyptian <laughs> stances. He just want to be Egyptian, which is cool. That's my brother. Shout out to Shaka almost. Uh -huh. All right, but I didn't say we did migrate all over Africa. But I'm just saying that when you go to Africa, the people are different. That's what this whole thing using this term Africa is also a problem because when you go to Africa, 
There are people in Ghana who fought each other. They have a whole history of fighting each other. There are people who like what the specific tribes you're talking about. I'm talking about the Akan and the uh uh the the uh wait. I don't want to mispronounce their name. It's the Akan and the Fontas, or I forget the terms. Okay. They fought each other. And the, the, their differences were exacerbated by the uh, by the Portuguese, just like in, in the Oyo Kingdom. The Oyo Kingdom was fighting certain other kingdoms. And so when the Portuguese came, they were selling their own, I mean, people who look like them, but they weren't, they weren't considered the same. This whole sameness and we need to have this pan-African ideology came post-slavery because we, we we had a common enemy that you know invaded us. So what I'm saying is that when we look at black, who was black, we gotta put that into perspective because just because somebody was black in India doesn't mean they're your direct ancestors. You see what I'm saying? Your direct ancestors were right there in West Africa or here in America. Where do the um where do the Moors say the origin of man started? They say not Morocco, but more, where? Which one of the Moors? Which one? Well, Lord Abba, for one. Lord Abba think, is one. I think Lord Abba. I think Lord Abba. I think Lord Abba follows what Prophet Noble Jew Ali would say, or maybe some scientific data. Matter of fact, I saw something. Yes. I saw a clip where Abba was arguing about this latest find in Morocco. Right. On, That's what he on, was saying. On Homo right. sapiens. Right. Now, so, would you say that life began in Africa? Doctor, would, would you say that? No. Huh? No. What? So where where was where? All right, according to you, brother, yeah, yeah, no. where does life begin? All right, so first of all, <laughs> be careful, Ali, man. Uh, life I'm talking about is human, human life. All right, so let me show you the trick. So look at what Sarnetta said. Check this out. Uh -oh. Sarnetta said, "Where did human life begin?" So now, when you use the term "human" inside of anthropological studies, you do understand that you include all the hominid family. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, no. Well, so now I got to say, Sarnetta, what Sarnetta means is homo sapiens. Right. All right. But when you start digging into that, all right, it's going to change. One, one time it's over here in Ethiopia. Now it's in Morocco. It changes based on whatever, what happens when they find some bones in South America, which I'm already arguing that they possibly found. Then it's going to be South America. We don't know on this orb where the first human beings developed. We don't know. We're going to keep studying. Now, we do have something called the African bottleneck. The African bottleneck deals with the population dwindling down to a certain amount of people and localizing themselves in a certain region in Africa. Now, that could only happen based on environmental circumstances, which means something could have been happening environmentally in the rest of the world where you had a bottle, a, a genetic bottleneck or migrations to certain points for safety. And then you have a redistribution of the population. The theorists in geneticists, genetics say the population dwindled down to a few thousand people after, you know, possibly this happened and that happened. They, they, they don't, they speculate on how the bottleneck happened. But I think that Africa became the cradle after a bottleneck. When we deal with where homo sapien life originated, we don't know. I'll give you a classic example. This is why evolution kicks y'all in y'all ass. Right now, based on the latest find in hominin culture, the oldest hominins are now from Europe. I've been telling y'all over and over and over again, the common link between the primate family and the humans are humans themselves.
And in indigenous histories, this is what they teach. They teach through environmental catastrophes that we did had a devolving and they record this in various civilizations that is the origin of the hominid family. That the hominid family is not something that we as humans evolved from. That the human family, as we know it, Homo sapiens, precedes these hominids. Now they're telling you that life for hominids originated in Europe. So y'all arguing about all kinds of all kinds of things. And that's scientific data right now. The hominid family, the latest find that is accepted and peer-reviewed, says that that particular human life originated in Europe. So my problem with the whole evolution concept is that it is standing on political legs. That's what it's standing on. Evolution is partial science and partial politics. And that's a problem. And this goes right back to our building our own institutions because what happens is, is it accredited? Is it peer reviewed? How long y'all gonna be saying that, man? Another 40 years with no institutions to do your own peer review work? And so this is why I wrote over 20 books. I wrote the books to build a basis, even if there's something wrong in them, to have in our online institutions in our schools so that we, in our, at least in honor in our community, um, and everybody knows me. I've been running schools since what? 2006. I started as the principal of Muhammad's Islamic Academy and I kept it going. And so what we are doing with Aboriginal University Online is based on taking that particular information. But my point is, what? Now y'all going to say Morocco is the is the home place of Homo sapiens? You see what I'm saying? Hi. When they found the uh, the the AOO genetics, oh. it was found in South Carolina. And then when we went back to the Congo, they found it. So now it stretched humanity back to 338,000 years. Oh, there's aunt would say that's archaic DNA that he has. Man, it's, it's people walking around, modern human beings walking around with it. Let me say, let me say this real quick. Say it again. Let me respond. Let me respond. When I start dealing with DNA, bro, I'm gonna blow your mind. Let me let me deal with this right now. First and foremost, the problem with the A double zero, man. You, you listen, listen, listen. We gotta stop this. We gotta stop it. We got we gotta we gotta stop this. You notice he's jumping and getting emotional. That's usually my part. I'm the one that get emotional in here, not you, brother. Yeah, you're compassionate, but when you when you're being called out, you can't but nobody's trying to control you. I'm gonna speak my piece, but you're getting emotional. But listen to me now carefully. You brought up A double zero, man. This is the problem that we have. A double zero wasn't traced to Congo, by the way. Let me correct him. It was traced to the Cameroon. And what Michael Hammer did is they had a brother. I'm going to show you how these brothers, are. They, they don't understand how deep the Dagger Squad goes. Matthew Farka is the person that actually went into Cameroon and got the 2,000 samples and gave it to the white boys. Say, who did he give it right? to? Name his name. Michael Hammer and them at oh, that Michael. institute. Now, hold on, hold, on, hey, hey, hold, on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Now, ladies and gentlemen that's watching. Why is he so emotional today, man? This is what Garfield does to these guys, man. So now the A double zero, what they found out is when they went back, they found a strain of the A double zero in Cameroon. So what the brother Matthew Forker did, he reached out to me and said, Garfield, I need to get my own specimen. And I, I went to Amira squad. I went to tell the part of team of science at the time. I said, yo, there's this brother that dealing with real science on the ground. Let's get involved. Everybody was too busy to get involved, but I kept my contact with the brother. Now I bring that up to say that the brother went back 
ladies and gentlemen, and found the specimens that match Perry in South Carolina. Now, I'm asking you this, everybody out there. There are like eight people in America that got eight double zero. But this brother wants to say that it's from here, which is just oh, no. beyond pseudo. Let me finish. Let me finish, beloved. Beloved, no, brother. You talk for two hours, man. You talk for two hours, brother. You brought, you brought, no, you talk for. He what he believed. He always attacking somebody else. Okay, 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 okay. That's fine. I'm about to do the that, 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 All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, A double zero, A double, A double zero was found. There was a L. Is he right though? Is he right? Look, 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 look at this. 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 He can't say. He can't say. Hold on. He cannot say out of his mouth. Garfield is right. You know why he can't? Because it's political to him. Because he's claiming Aboriginal. If you're gonna claim, if you're gonna claim you're Muslim first of all, and then jump from being Muslim to say that you're Aboriginal and you're from here, you gotta show and prove. So now when we when 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 we, when we bring a hold on hold on hold up. You claiming that he doesn't want to say that black folks originate in Africa. I don't know why it can't come out. We got to come out of Africa. Hold on, 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 hold it's crazy there, family. Family, 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 family. If you noticed something a while ago, when a point, when he agrees with a point, he says, oh, this is what the consensus says. All of a sudden now he's down with the consensus. You see, I told you I got an Ali Muhammad file for all the craziness that Ali Muhammad has said over the years, whether it's the Ica Stones, the, the, the Steelays, and all that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're going to get into that soon. Don't worry about it. The issue now with the A double zero is, Outside of Perry Strain and all the folks claiming they're from here and not Africa originally, did A double zero pop up? When did your DNA test show A double zero? Why doesn't Ali Muhammad, when we say brother, take a simple DNA test? You know what he does? He runs and give a whole history where DNA comes from and don't want to address it because 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 anyhow. Ali Muhammad's one of his wives a brother have, and I'm not getting personal, but if any of any of his wives ever came to him and said, you know what, I cheated on you, and what? You gonna say, what are you gonna do to check your kids? You gonna run to a DNA test and say, hey, are these kids mine? You gonna be swabbing your kids' mouth to check it. So we love DNA when it favors us, but we not, and I'm not getting personal when I say that, by the way, I'm just giving an example, all right? So now, DNA is good for the brother when it could help him out, but when it's not good, oh, A double zero was found here. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me explain something basic before he comes on here and try to talk these Brooklyn magic words and try to sound extra intelligent. This is what we're gonna do, family. Hold on, brother. It's your day today, and that's why I'm kind of laid back and make you talk. But I gotta get you on this A double zero because there's people, because there's people, because there's, because there's people. You're not gonna break my concentration, brother. I'm zoned in. Cause this is one of my, this is one of the, the, the things in your file that we gotta get out of people's system. Stop saying A double zero originated here. It is not scientific correct. And I'm going to prove it right now just with basic information. They found eight people signed it. I think Erica Badu is one of them. Hold on, brother. They found eight. Oh, my God. Can I finish, brother? Because everything, everything, everything is a conspiracy. So listen, when you have clusters, let me break it down to the brother. Because you're, you're, listen, when Michael Hammer, 
Say it again. Michael Hammer. Say it again. Michael Hammer. Keep that name. You see, he wants to turn it into a white man conspiracy now, so it's wrong. Every Listen, the brother that owns 23andMe Kittles, he's a part of African ancestry. He's a black brother just like me and you. Uh -oh. And the point of the matter is we can't use color with science. There's no color in science. Is that you're going to accept it or you're not going to accept it? Of course, Petrie. Look at Petrie. I'm going to give you an example. Yes, he is. Petrie. Petrie was a devil when Petrie used to talk about white folks is the one that created Egypt. But he changed when Jax Morgan pointed out to him that this was Africans. He changed the white man because who was funding him at the University of College of London was people who were white folks who wanted to deal with racism and white supremacy. So Petrie had to change because of science. But let me finish. The A double zero. No, because you like A double zero. You're trying to break my concentration. It ain't going to work, brother. A double zero, brother. Eight people were found here to have it, right? I'm going to ask Ali Muhammad, why don't everybody who is claiming that they're Native American have A double zero then? Why don't you have it? Why don't you have that? Why aren't you a part of the Hapler group if it was here? So what happened when they went to Africa? They found thousands of people. Matthew Fork, a black man, who was the first to get a, a, a PhD in science that he got. is the first black man ever to get in Cameroon. And all the work that he did, I should listen to Ali Muhammad. I got messages right now to show y'all between me and Matthew Fork communicating about A00. The brother found the L1149, which Perry got. He found the L1120 that Perry got. So we, Perry is the guy in South Carolina who they tested, who is who his family tested. Hold on, brother. Let me finish, brother. Let me finish. Because you spoke for half an hour a while ago. Let me get it in. A double zero family is rooted in Cameroon. Now, what Ank is talking about is that when they traced it to 338 years, there was an intermingling with what's called in science archaic humans. That's what they call it. So you don't want to accept it. You don't want to accept that. So even if it's a trick, let's say it's a trick. The point is, even if the black man went back 338,000 years, brother, A00 was rooted in Cameroon, and you could see the migration pattern of it when they came over because Perry wasn't touched that much. That's why he got the A00 and nobody else ain't got it because he came from Africa. Why you can't say that, bro? Let me, let me, let me make my point. Now, notice, 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 Garfield has a hard time understanding distinguishing between vetting information to see whether it's right or wrong or leaning on something too hard. Now he mentioned the science scientist Michael Hammer. He like what now what did Garfield just do to me? He said you used a pseudo author. So I'm gonna turn it on him. So now Sanetta, this is what I need you to do. I need you to grab oh, my computer. Oh, 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 oh. I need you to grab my computer. Grab the computer and look at the name of this scientist right here. Michael Hammer. Now, you want to know who Michael Hammer was or is? Didn't I just? You want, well, no, 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 no. Don't try to hide now. You see his name right there, right? Mm -hmm. You see his name. What's that? Kohenim. Mm -hmm. This is trying to find Jewish genes. Now, let me let me qualify the statement. If you do it, oh, no, 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 Carfield. Let me speak. Let me speak. Let me speak. Now I'm about to bust your head. Look. So now, what I said to my people, and this is important, this is vital, so I want my people to focus. Science is political. The politics and science force scientists to bend to the will of particular people to hide, cover the real truth about history and about a number of things. Michael Hammer, 
was the lead scientist on the Cohenum study for Jewish genes. Now, let me explain something to you, brother. No, wait, wait, no, let me finish. Let me finish. It, it has everything to do with it. It has everything to do with it. What does this have to do with anything? Well, the people who own family tree DNA are Jews. They hired Michael Hammer to do a pseudo study to try to authenticate that there's such thing as a Jewish gene. When we look at genetics, genetics is genetics. It's people in certain geographies who existed. And if they existed at that particular time, they might have a name and we can identify them and we can say, okay, those right there are the people of the Sudan. They're the Maasai, pe Maasai people. These right here are the uh, uh, Afar people. These right here are the uh, Fulani that are in Senegal or the Wolof or whatever. We can identify people and we can use genetics to trace people. Why is Michael Hammer trying to find a gene on a people who are a religious group, not a genetic group? Now, Michael Hammer was forced to do the study and publish this fake pseudo uh, whatever you want to call it report in conspiracy to try to prove that these people who are now calling themselves Jewish people are in fact not European but in fact uh, Middle Eastern to try to to try to uh, solidify their claim to their Zionist state and their right to be in the Middle East. This is what happens to scientists. Now, coming back to this A-double-O and this whole uh, Aboriginal and Moorish um, Muslim thing. So let me, let me qualify that, that thing first. Garfield doesn't even know what the term Aboriginal means. He proved it by his statement. He proved it by his statement. Aboriginal deals with the inhabitants, the autochthons of a specific place. The place I'm talking about first and foremost is the earth. The original people of this planet can be, if they accept in an English label, in a generic way, label as aboriginal people. That includes the people in Africa, that includes the people throughout the islands, that includes the people in the Americas, Aboriginal people are the autochthons of a land. They usually have some type of tradition, oral tradition, and then we can go further and document who the people are of a particular land by eyewitness testimony. If we're dealing with colonial eras when people were traveling on ship, then we can go further and deal with genetics. We can deal with epigraphy. We can deal with a number of things to prove who is Aboriginal. And then we have a term indigenous that is political. And so now Garfield is not a patient person when it comes to asking a question about what someone means when they use a term. And I'm using this in the sense of law, in the sense of a political term, indigenous and aboriginal. When we go into the scientific term, depending on what we're doing, we can apply the name. So when it comes to me being a Muslim, all right, when it comes to me, uh using islam islam is an ideology bruh it's an ideology 
It is an ideology in the past that rose amongst a group of Africans. That's all it is. When I start dealing with my political status and who I am, what I'm saying to you is that it is my stance that the oldest people on this landmass, whether you're looking at it archaeologically, genetically, uh, epigraphically, orally, or whatever, are the people you are misnaming Africans. Those are the oldest people on this landmass. And you're misnaming the people Africans. All of us are misnaming the people Africans. We call ourselves Africans, and it's a misnomer. To call us Africans is a misnomer. In a general sense, we understand what you mean, but in a historical sense, the term originated on a coinage from white people. So what I'm trying to say is when you get when you start dealing with law, you have to separate your ideology. You're more, you're more into ideological framework. You don't understand the legal or lawful implications of using terms. And so when I use the term aboriginal, I'm using it in this lawful legal context to classify myself. That's a part of understanding uh, the history. Now, the, on the AOO mm -hmm. and these eight people who were fine, found, let's ask Garfield the serious question. How many people did they test in America as opposed to how many people they test in the, tested in the Cameroon? The reason why they didn't test as many people in America as they tested in the Cameroon is the same reason why our folk believe life started in Africa. Because white people told us and gave us this concept of evolution from these various forms of hominids that must have took place in Africa. So then they focused us on the ideology that we are derive ourselves from these particular types of primate or this primate family. And I disagree with it. And so does every damn near every indigenous text on the planet. Okay. And so when we come, let me finish. When we come to science and we start dealing with genetics and we start, I did this with Ark when he was in here. I took him to the, uh, the human genome site that deals with cross-testing. You said that the AOO is only 338,000 years because of admixture with some type of early hominid. And show how stupid it sounds. Most sub-Saharan Africans do not have Neanderthal DNA. If they got Neanderthal DNA, it was via admixture with Eurasian groups at some particular point, right? So based on his theory of evolution that he's following, you following evolution to the T, brother, because you're talking about admixture. So I, I already know what you're following. Based on his theory, well, based on his theory, based on, based on his theory, based on his theory, since Neanderthals have been dated older than Homo sapiens, right? That would mean that the groups who have the primary admixture with Neanderthals will actually be older than the Africans. What he's basically saying is the white man is the original man. What the fuck is going on in the House of Consciousness today, bro? Oh, yo, oh, oh, don't huh? say House of Consciousness, man. Huh? Nah, bro. Don't how, how now is the white man the original man? This is the Armin Ross squad. No, I ain't finished yet. I ain't finished. This is the Armin. I said what's going on in the house, meaning like not the house of consciousness teaches it, but what's going on? So I want all our viewers to look and, and pay attention. The Armin Ross squad is now saying that the white man is the original man. 
Let me go further with the point to, to bring it home. Let me go further with the point to bring it home. Do you know that in evolutionary biology, they teach that dark skin is an adaptation that came from a pale, hairy Neanderthal? Meaning that these pale people predate the original people with melanin and that melanin is a mutation from pale skin. So you can't, you can't accept one part of it and not accept all of it. And so what I'm saying to the Amon Ra squad is, if you don't have your own written thesis on evolution, you follow white people. And you're basically saying that all of these white people, and even the Asians with the Denisovan DNA, they're all older than the pure African or the pure Aboriginal. I'm saying that is the biggest crock of bullshit that anybody could ever create. And that to follow it is, is stupid. And secondly, like I said, they only go to Africa to test because now they've made Africa the cradle of humanity for their own deceptive purposes. And so now, how many people here in the Americas have been tested for AOO genetics? We would have to go through and do a selective study just like they did in Cameroon, where we screen a certain amount of people to do it. Until you've done that, you're talking a bunch of bullshit. Right. You're the one that's pseudo. No, no I ain't finished. You. You're the one that's pseudo. So now what he's doing is he's raising straw man arguments. He's raising straw man arguments. Straw man arguments. And then saying, we're all the American aboriginals with a double O blood. Bruh, first of all, let me qualify my point on the antiquity of the Americas. Uh, 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 more pseudo yeah, it could be you can it, it could be pseudo all you want. Matter of fact, he mentioned he mentioned the Virgi Virginia Steen McIntyre. Let me pull that report real quick. Virginia Steen McIntyre was fired oh, from her job. Can we do that after I no, no, we're not doing this. No, my interview. Bro. I'm a boss. Let me let me let me where's my book? Let's deal with that, bro. Let's deal, deal with what the A double O? All right, let's do it. Finish. Greetings, greetings. This is Kwashiba L, the idea doula here, shouting out Sonnetto TV. I have no words for how much I would love to honor and praise this brother. His work is always impeccable. He always gives that devil advocate side. He gives the left, the right. He goes in there. He has a range of amazing people on his show. I love his Ross Mariah Bay, Bay video. Amazing work. Um, just continue to do what you're doing, empowering the youth, empowering the women, empowering all of our melanated brothers and sisters so we can find our way. Ashe. Sonetta, bless up, puppy. How you doing? Yeah, shout out to Black News 102 and Sonetta TV. Give thanks. Sonetta TV number one. Hi, we're here in Harlem, New York. Shout out to Sonetta TV. Way to keep the information flowing. Yo, shout out to Sonetta TV, Black News 102. Greetings of peace from a sacred woman who graduated today. Shout out to Sonetta TV straight back from Toronto, Canada. We here. Black News 102, baby. You know where it's at. Shout out to Sonetta TV. Thank you, brother. We love you, Sonetta. I shade. This is Jazz Shoots, and I want to shout out Sonetta TV. 
one of the best media platforms, black owned, black run, for bias, best in the world. Bendiciones a la televisión de Sanera. Ya tú sabes dónde está la noticia negra poderosa de 102 de Nueva York. Listen, let me show this to Sanera real quickly. No, nah, no, nah, show it to the people. Show it to the people. Move your move your move your move your laptop a little bit. Move your laptop. Yeah, move your laptop. Move it back. Yeah, let's move it back. Oh yeah. All right. Family. If you notice, he never addressed what Matthew Forker did. Matthew Forker doesn't work for the white man. He was African. Hold on, man. Why you get what what's wrong with Hold on, brother? Brother, calm down. Okay. Okay, all right, because he went home. That's where he's from. Look at Matthew Forker. This is a real scientist. I actually reached out to Ali Muhammad and talked to him about Matthew Forker. And he said, you know what? We need our own labs to test whatever documents the brother have or information. But listen, this is Matthew Forker, independent of Michael Hammer. Let's look further. Matthew Forker is a black guy. See, he's a black man. He's the one in Cameroon. Now, look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just get myself comfortable. Look at this. He went through the whole neighborhood and looked for the folks looking to swab them, to match them to whatever he finds. He has his own conclusions and so forth. Not working with the white men anymore. He came to me for help. So I did a post on my timeline oh, so to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So AOO, this is on my timeline in 2016. More direct research. Check my dude, Forka Lepe Matthew Fomin. Doing some great work in Cameroon from all of us for uh, from all of us here in the United States. We say thank you. The 11 MBO samples mentioned in our 213 2013 paper with Mendez and Hammer were only a few of the ones Matthew had collected in 2001 to 2006. But they were picked out of the Center for Genetic Anthropology Database because they were the largest number of A00 from any one ethnic group. What th that reflected is the relative ease with which Matthew can obtain large number of samples from his own people, the Nkongo MBO. But it doesn't reflect at all where the highest concentration of A00 is found. We can now clearly see that with 40% of A00, the Bangwa people represent the epicenter of A00 in this region and very possibly in the world. As I shared in the la last lab note, lab note because he's doing field research, we found that so far there are two main subgroups of A00 defined by different YSMP mutations, which naturally divide along ethnic lines. A00A among the Bangwa and A00B among the MBO. We also found the one Bangwa sample, which didn't belong to either group. We're very much looking forward to see things this his full Y chromosome sequence to see what kind of branch he belongs to. Now look at this. These are some of the results from way before that they have of the you see the, the A00 in which group they found it the most Bangwa they found it in the Bangwa group so 40% of the people that they tested now let's go to the research facebook page that anybody can go to and this this should be supported by you brother I support that this is A00 Cameroon Research Project. Everybody like this page right here. Look at the current findings, the current findings. Look at all these people in the Bangwa who, who has A00. We need to applaud Matthew Forker for doing the research, not throw it in the garbage and talk about Michael Hammer. I'm not, I'm not interested in no white man. I'm interested in the work that he did on his own that matched it. He can't speak against the work without the white man right. because he came, he is the one that found the samples between 2000 
2001 and 2006. Yes, Michael Hammer, whatever he did, he tried to sway your heart by saying, oh, he's trying to find the Jewish gene. He's trying to appeal to your emotions. But Garfield is intelligent here. Stay on the subject. We're talking about A00 and research. We're not talking about Michael Hammer. This is after Michael Hammer, because after 2006, he didn't do no more samples for Michael Hammer. He did his own research, independently had his GoFundMe yeah. and did it. Hold on a second, brother. That's not the point. It is the point. That's not the point. Because you made are, point. You, you are, made you, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you, hold on a second. Have you ever taken a DNA and found a double zero in your system? No. So how could you claim it's I'm indigenous to here? I'm not, I'm I know not, you are. I know you are not. But hold on. No, let me finish, brother. Let me, me finish. Let me finish. No. No, oh. ask, is it a rhetorical question or is it a real question? Listen, 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 family. You made your point. Listen, family. You made your point. We can be emotional all you want. I'm not worried about Michael Hammer and his conspiracies to try to prove the Cohen gene with the Hebrews. I don't support that. I don't point. care. But hold on a second. You use Petinato as a source. Right, but you was you were believing in your Petinato as a source. Oh, yeah, I use him as a source to extract So 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 you just pick and choose what you want to believe and then talk about the, um, the consensus when you feel it i'm not picking and choosing nothing i'm saying we got no i'm not talking about michael hammer research i'm talking about matthew forker no i'm talking Matthew. so why are you bringing up michael hammer no the point is a double zero was found here in america why with a strong database they were able to find eight people the point of the matter is everybody who's claiming hold on brother hold on so what i gotta memorize them by heart all right so let me ask you a question so now so now Perry lived in the 1800s. All right, so now, for those who don't understand genetics, I mean, let me just break this down to how stupid I this sounds. The point of contention, the point of contention is that A00 had to have its origin in Africa and no other place. That's what he's contending. And that only eight people in America have A00. That is retarded. Let me tell you why it's retarded. We're talking about haplogroups. Sanetta, every son that you have will have your haplogroup. So if you have 10 sons, that's 10 people. And if those 10 sons have two sons each, that's 20 people plus the 10, that's 30, that's 31. Then if those other 20 sons both have two sons, that's 40. You moving up into 50 in just three generations. Not just counting you, not counting your father and his brothers. So I'm saying it's stupid to say, sit here in front of people who know something and say only eight people have a double zero because every son, brother, Every, first of all, every brother of Perry would have had the same thing. How many brothers did he have? Every son, 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 and son, son would have it. Those people haven't even been tested. We're talking right now probably over... No, 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 wait, let me finish my point. It is true. It's true that when you... First, no, first of all, they tested relatives of his. Right. Right, so now what? So now the relatives are living in 2,000-something, bruh. We, we 200 and something year. No, wait, wait, no. No, wait. No, wait. We 200 years removed from him. They're testing his relatives. You know how many other people are related to him that have a double zero? Ain't no goddamn eight. That's moving into the hundreds, even the thousands when you're dealing with the with the uh, the amount of people who have descended from that particular time period. So for a person who's supposed to even know something about. No, wait, no, wait. For a person, for a person, for a person who's supposed to know something about research. Oh. And genealogy. Oh. If I took my grandfather from 1821 and I calculate my great, 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 great grandfather. Do you know how many men that is composed of from 1820 all the way to 2017? And plus I have two sons. I could count into the hundreds or thousands, depending on how many sons they had. And he had to have sons subsequently from that time because we dealing with people who are related to him.
And so those people who were related to him were tested. My point and my contention is Garfield, they went to Africa and they tested and they didn't test it. So you need to be quiet about America and focus on your African study. Your African study proves the point that those particular people have the AOO. And my contention is until there's more research done, until there's more tests done on AOO, we don't know how many people have the AOO. And to conclude, in order to be Aboriginal, or to have autochthon lineage in the Americas, you don't need to have AOO genetics. What are you talking about? So Garfield cannot distinguish between the legal claim of being Aboriginal and a genetic haplogroup. If Sarnetta, does that mean now if Sarnetta doesn't have AOO, that he's not African? Like it, it, it starts to get retarded. And so what I'm saying is we have to know the difference between measuring a haplogroup and identifying a people. There's two different things. And when you start identifying a people, then you might have seven different haplogroups inside of that particular identifying of a people. You see what I'm saying? And that's what Garfield is min he's missing. He's missing the fact that he lied and said that there are only eight people who have AOO. That's retarded based on the cursory data that we have. And secondly, and secondly, Garfield still doesn't know what it means to be Aboriginal. And so what I'm saying is, I my contention, which is easily proven, is that our people are the oldest people on this land. It's easily proven easily proven and that prior to slavery people who had our genetics were on this land easily proven easily proven and so the the, the real meaning behind it is we can call ourselves african all day that's not going to change our socio-political reality that's not going to change our socio-political reality i'll give you an example you go get your, your dna test and they say you wall off these africans in the, in, in in new york ain't gonna let you in their family they're not going to let you in their family. We are new people and we need a new process, the procedure of identification and the genetics and stuff does help. But he's he's mixing apples with oranges and he doesn't understand what he's saying. We big up Matthew for doing the research that he did. It was excellent. He proved the great point. He uh, highlighted what is real in Cameroon. Nigga, I don't live in Cameroon. I live in the hells of North America. No, that's a problem because you see what I'm saying? No, it's cool. It's cool. But my point is, my point is, my point is, listen. You admit it, bro. Did I ever say it was? Show me. No, I'm saying that it exists here and you don't have no data to controvert. How did it originate here? Because our people have been on this part of the planet for millions of years. So show me the people, the vast amount of people that got AW0 in America. Get them tested, bro. How many people have gotten tested in America? Okay, so let's stop. He solved this problem. You see, the he saw the problems. Pushing a fraud on the people about this indigenous garbage, and you can't. Oh, oh I'm, I'm not. I'm not African. No, bro. listen. You're I'm African. I'm not African or American. You are born in Africa. Yeah. We call, you we sound like, bruh. You sound like the Pope, bruh. I got a. I got Perry's origin. His people, where he came from. The reason why no. Zero is not a lot family it's, it's, is because he didn't have a lot of male male in his family. He didn't have a lot of males. That's well, the problem. That's so you say, yes, yeah, that's why there's only eight, my brother. Bro. My brother, that's I'm teaching you. I have it right here, How brother. Black folks, black, black folks, black folks, black folks, black folks. Listen to what happened. He Ain't had he, he, haplogroup. Is, what is haplogroup? What is this A double zero going through? Bro. What is it going through the male? Or, is it going through the male or the female? Is it going to the male or the female? If you went back, this is the problem. No, 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 no. Eight in, in America, no, not in existence, brother, because it's from one lineage. How many males did he have? It got to go through the male. 
You like to find out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Family, 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 family. Family, listen, listen, listen to this. Hold on, hold on, brother. Look at this. The the site is familytreedna.com, public capital group A. It goes into Albert Perry. You know what? Fuck what Garfield and Ali Muhammad said. Go and see it for your goddamn self. Because this ain't about emotion. This is about truth. We teaching the people. And what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to... My brother, no. There's eight people that they found today. Today, what we live in. You see, now you don't even know what you're talking about. You see, what happened is when you have girl children, when you only have one boys, and that boy passed on, and he had another boy, the problem is not tracing the, tracing his haplogroup. The problem is who is alive today that is related to Perry, who is a male. That's the issue. And if Perry had any brothers. Exactly. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I agree with that. That's I agree. I agree. But they did. My brother, my brother, my brother, they went to Perry's family. It's right. My brother. Garfield has not tested. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, fuck, fuck what Ali said. Fuck what Garfield said. Go do, go do your own research. It's right there. They document that who his son is, where it came from and everything. Now, let's move on, brother. Let's move on. We're not going to agree. Can we agree to disagree? 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 Go the ahead. point the point is Garfield in the sense it's two points Garfield did not prove shit Garfield Garfield proved this Garfield proved this he proved that he can't even count ancestors over a 200 period 200 year period he showed that he showed that look the number eight what does the number eight what did I mean by the number eight you said that there are only eight people that have have a double o in America that's America, what you said in America today. Right. That's what you said. What does that have to do with his his? So his, my point to you is this is my point to you. Do uh, his okay, male lineage. You know what? You know what? Not to say I win or you win. Let's do it this I'm way. I'm not let trying try to win. Try. I'm trying to make let common me teach, sense. Let me teach the people that's following you this. Let me teach these people the peace and love to Ali Muhammad, man. That's my big brother, no matter what. But listen to what I'm saying, family. This is Garfield is lost. Why am I lost? <laughs> All right, I'm not even gonna pay attention what? to that. Listen, yeah, he's listen, lost. Yeah, he got, that's right, bro. Garfield is completely <laughs> lost, bro. All right, he's let's, completely let's, lost. Let's do, it, let's do it this way. You're born 1821, right? Right. You have a child, a male child, mm -hmm. right? Now your male child is born 1840. He yep. lives until 1900, right? That's 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 one. Hey, that's 60 years. years. You gotta go when he has children. Let's say he has. He has. Let's one go when child. he has child. 1860. He has, he has child. a child. 1860. That's the male lineage. Right. That's he, 1860. He, he has a child. 1860. You got three now. All right. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. We got three. We got, we got three. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. You, you're not getting what I'm saying. Maybe my Jamaican accent is in the way. No. This is what I'm saying to you. Right. I'm 1820. saying. 1820. 1820, right? Perry has a child, right? Perry now has a child. He has a child. Let's say the child is from 820 to 880. 60 years. Let's say the child lives at 60 years. He now has another child. That's too far, bro. You got to deal with it. Right. If so Perry eight, had a child, if Perry had a child in 1820, right? What you saying? Right. If he had a child in 1820, that subsequent person is going to have a child probably before 1850. About 1850. Let's go 30 years, right? All right. 1850. Now, now no, that's, brother. I'm good. Now we got. Now, now we got. No, no, two. No, you, you see, that's why you're counting the numbers wrong. I'm saying to you, beloved, listen to me. Carefully. No, it comes to living descendants. I'm All right. So the living, the living descendants is available. Who is this? Who is a? Who is a lady? But she, she passed on because there's no males that passed on anymore that she has in the family. So she tested her son, her, her great grandfather, which is Perry. But she also tested his relatives. There's no male no more. There's no woman. 
No, you don't know if there's males. That's what she. That's that. that's what they tested and said. That's why I showed. Headline. My point is this. this is but a, that's the point. It has to go through the male. It's going through the male lineage. It's point. not going through the woman, bro. I already know that. You're I what? What you're I doing is you're trying to say that more people had it. I'm not. That's not my argument. My argument is today. My argument. Hold on. So you're gonna tell Perry's grandmother, granddaughter. That she should test people when it's not about the female, it's about the male lineage. Okay, no, you, you're missing the point. You're missing the point, bro. You're missing the point. It's about the male lineage, it bro. It's about the male lineage. Oh, uh, here's the point. If we're going to test, right? That's the Hebrew in us talking about lineage, right? If we want to test, mm -hmm. we want to test, mm -hmm. we have to do the research to say, did, did Perry have any brothers? They did. They did all of that. That's why I gotta ask you. How are you speaking about Perry and AW Zero? Didn't read the article. You gotta. Article. All right. So what? Oh, so what did she say then? What did she say about about living relatives that are male? All right. So look. If you this read is it. it. Is it, ladies and gentlemen? You gotta understand something. When you don't know about something and you talk about it, I did my research. You see, at this point, I didn't know nothing about DNA. But one mistake that Ali Muhammad made, and let me get my brother Unk in here real quick, is that. He kept talking about lineage and he didn't realize that a double zero is a paternal lineage. That was, that's basic. That's basic information. So the whole time he's debating me about this, he didn't realize that it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a male lineage. It ain't got nothing to do with no woman. He's like, why don't test a woman? You can't test a woman for them male lineage DNA. It don't make no sense for paternal DNA. Come on, Ali Muhammad. <laughs> Come on, yo, he got beat up so bad in this discussion, man. It was just crazy. Anybody who wants a link, by the way, I'm gonna play like five more minutes. Of this. Bro, I get it. Go back and to I, this, this is first of all, you don't know the story in whole, but you jumping on it. You, no, 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 no. First of all, said, hold on. You said A double zero originated here. Prove that. Okay, look, this That's is what I'm trying to say. You can't you can't prove it originated in Africa. Yes, I can. By you the can't. scientists, by the scientists. Listen, this is what I'm trying to say. This no, is what I'm saying. And by the way, you know how they could test that. It didn't originate here. The strain of A double zero, they did they did so much testing. They had the SMPs and the STR, the short-term range, it could tell that he migrated and came over here. That's what the information led them to believe. Led them to. That's the information I hear. All right. But anyway, um, you could tell he ain't researched A double zero, by the way. This is what I'm trying to say. Garfield called me a fraud. First of all, Garfield called me a fraud. And so let's go back on the indigenous thing because this is attached to it. My point to Sarnetta is that you don't need a double O to be indigenous, bruh. No, you're missing the no, point. So now, right. so that's that's important. Right. You are correct. Now, when we come to the a double O itself as an isolated incident, my point to you, brother, was that you are miscalculating genealogy and living descendants. What I'm saying is, if Perry had a son that they recorded, right? And that son had three sons, but they traced one. No, if that son had three sons, because we don't know. Mm -hmm. If that son had three sons, and we're dealing with the living descendants from one of those particular people. When we deal with calculating who is who, we have a whole group of people who could be tested who are lost. My point is we don't know who has a double O in America until they're tested. So in America, this discussion is moot. It's a moot discussion. I, we don't know. I, I, technically. Right, hold on. I'm gonna wait till Uncle on because I wanted I wanted to touch on this. This is something he said is very, very important to the conversation. Very, very important. I, I gotta wait till my brother get in here, man. Cause I wanted to touch on this. Hold on, let me see if I could get Uncle on the phone. Cause I want I want I want I want to say to a lot of people with the A double zero, it is very important that you understand 
that A double zero has been around for a minute. For a minute. Yeah, you got the link? Come on in, man, because I want to touch on this real quick. All right. Yeah, I wanna I wanna touch on um that before um what you call it. In the meantime, um I did put Dr. York in the um I'm gonna come back to Ali Muhammad. Let me just get my brother Unk in here, but let me just play this in the meantime. How do we know Dr. York is guilty? Let's take a listen. The Wabians or what's left of them are trying to get their leader, uh Dwight York, aka Malachi York, out of jail. Uh, now, for those who don't know, uh, Nawabians are a black supremacist cult who, uh, from the 1970s, roughly, who started out as Muslims, converted to Jews, converted to Christians, and pretended they were Native Americans. They also pretended they were aliens. Uh, they pretended they were Egyptologists. It's, a, it's one of the weirdest cults in American history, probably. And uh, what's interesting about this is that he was convicted of... Um, multiple counts of child rape and it's currently serving 135 years in federal prison so let me play uh, a clip of his current lawyer uh, discussing their attempts at getting him out of jail for instance my client malachi york was sentenced to 135 years in a federal prison with no possibility of parole for non-violent offenses he had no significant criminal history prior to being arrested. And when he got into the justice system and he was on trial, there was no physical evidence, no DNA evidence, and he was sentenced to an unthinkable amount of time in prison. Now, this is what I want to talk about because everything this lawyer has just said is a lie. Now, concerning the quote-unquote nonviolent offenses, one of the things that these guys like to do is that they like to uh, play fast and loose with the facts. Uh, one of the things they like to ignore is that there was a state case and there was a federal case. In the federal case, which is uh, the one where he got 135 years, yes, in theory, you could argue that these were nonviolent offenses because if you look at the charges, it was transporting minors, which might be uh, nonviolent. Uh, Except if you ignore the that he was transporting the minors for unlawful sexual activity, namely child rape, uh, and the other charges were uh, structuring money to evade reporting requirements, which is when you send less than ten thousand dollars, so uh, the money isn't reported. Uh, meanwhile, a case that the Nuwabians like to ignore is the state case. Uh, in which York pled guilty to 77 counts of aggravated child molestation and other things. And for that one, he's serving 50 years in prison. So let's keep in mind, the, these you, you serve uh, federal and state uh, jail time at the same time. So it's 50, he does 50 years for the state stuff and 135 years at the same time for the federal stuff. So let's assume that these guys get their way and President Obama forgives him for the federal charges. He still has to do jail time for the state charges. And those state charges, quote unquote, aggravated child molestation are not nonviolent offenses. Now, the key thing that I wanna focus on this uh, video is, how do we know that he actually raped those children? 
Now, first, some caveats. Uh, because this case involves uh, child victims, uh, the Nuwabians do have one advantage. That is the uh, Child Victims and Child Witnesses uh, Rights Act, which means that all these documents and all these criminal uh, procedures are under seal. Uh, the amount of information that can be obtained publicly about this case is limited to what is not uh, sealed, which is limited, and what is what was reported in the news. And this is something that Nuwabians have been using for propaganda purposes uh, because they, they can get away with arguing, oh, well, it's all sealed because it was a conspiracy. No, it's not a conspiracy. It's that uh, the victims were minors and nine years old, uh, that kind of, that under 18. And therefore, their, their information has, uh, by federal law, has to be protected. That being said, uh, I've copied this diagram, which is, is actually from a geology uh, textbook, uh, to introduce a concept that I'm going to be using in this video. And that, that is convergence of evidence. That is, if we have multiple pieces of evidence that we can obtain uh, publicly, and they all point to one direction, we can reach a very... A uh, strong conclusion of uh, what the truth is. And in this case, we have multiple pieces of independently ver verifiable information that points to the fact that Dwight York was guilty of child molestation, child rape. Uh, the first data point is the easiest one to discuss because it's the most obvious one. Number one, York admitted to these crimes. He entered guilty pleas stating that he raped multiple children in state and federal court. And although Nuwabians like to ignore this fact, uh, York was not the only one that was accused of these things. Uh, three of his wives, uh, let, let me emphasize that, three of his wives, plural, uh, were also charged uh, with uh, child molestation. Uh, the only one whose uh, court uh, result I was able to find is Kathy Johnson, who entered a guilty plea uh, to the child molestation charges uh, she, that she knew about it and did not report it, report it to the authorities. So not only did uh, York admit to it, but his main wife admitted to doing these things. Now, the other thing about the guilty plea, which addresses the issue of physical evidence, is the timing of the guilty plea, as has been pointed out by NwapianFacts.com, uh, which I went ahead and verified. Uh, Malachi York did not enter the guilty plea until after, uh, what was this? This was July 29th, when he was he was ordered to take uh, STD tests for herpes, viruses, simplex one and two. All right, let me um finish with, let me play one more minute of Dr. York and then we get back to Ali Mom. When the results for those tests came back positive, he entered guilty pleas in January 23rd. Now, at least in the federal case, uh, he did actually uh, withdraw that guilty plea, just to point that out. But he did not uh, withdraw that plea until nine months later. And now let's keep in mind that he was uh, found guilty by a jury of his peers, even though he withdrew the guilty plea. Now, there's two things that needs to be discussed about the uh, herpes test. Uh, as uh, Richard Moultrie, which was federal federal prosecutor, pointed out, uh, the victims also had herpes. 
So although this is not 100% evidence that he did rape those children, we have a very strong coincidence here in that uh, the alleged rapist had uh, herpes and the victims also had herpes. Now, one of the things that uh, Nuwabians like to point out is that uh, Dwight York did not have chlamydia, while some of the victims did have chlamydia. All right, I heard enough of that crazy shit. Dr. York is sick, and uh, let me get my brother um, Unk in here. Um, Unk, what's up, man? How you sound? Let me hear how you sound. Yeah, can you hear me? Perfect, bro. Oh, man. You must have bought a new computer, man. No, nah, no. Nah, I'm, I'm just in the house right now. You know, I, so I got like an hour. All right, cool, cool. Now, yeah. I want to rewind a little bit, and I want to hear something that Ali Muhammad said, and I want you to comment on it, and I'm going to say okay. something about it real quick. All right. All right. Let me hear something. Right? And that son had three sons, but they traced one. No, if that son had three sons, because we don't know. Mm -hmm. If that son had three sons, and we dealing with the living descendants from one of those particular people. When we deal with calculating who is who, we have a whole group of people who could be tested who are lost. My point is we don't know who has a double O in America until they're tested. So in America, this discussion is moot. It's a moot discussion. We don't know. All right, all right, let me ask you this. Do you agree that whenever folks no, I think that, but, but to qualify why I made the statement, no, but, I'm, but to qualify why I made the statement, because you said, well, you, you said the AOO had to originate in Americas. To qualify why I made the statement without proving it, it is my contention that American civilizations are way older than what they're giving credit for, okay. and that there is a political plot to hide, okay. uh, uh, not disclose, to cover up who the original people of North, Central, and South America are. There's a concerted plot, and I wrote a whole book on it. To document the plot. That's my point. And so because you are not skilled in American anthropology and you haven't done the research, you should stay in Africa where you did your little research and then you can comment on that. But when you start commenting on something that you haven't done any research on, you should wait, look at what Ali wrote, Amin Rasquad can critique it and look at it, and then they can make the contention. But to get up on the people and say Ali is teaching indigenous and that's fraud, bruh, who is the original man? Who is the original woman? We're the original people to every part of the planet Earth, the planet Earth that we're on. And legally speaking, lawfully speaking, we have a right to claim our indigenous heritage based on international law after colonization. The problem is we up here looking at all these damn old ass texts with no present meaning. What's the present meaning of everything that we're studying? And so that's why I said if what we'll has no present meaning, it's a bunch of. All right. I made him run long enough. But but let me ask you this. Um. What 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 is it that about the A double zero that a lot of people are just not understanding? Because maybe I'm I, I'm thinking I'm better than people because I'm aware of the situation better. Maybe I'm not looking at it proper way. But what is it people are not getting that A double zero is actually from Africa? What is it that you're not getting? Well, uh, you got to actually go to the Journal of Nature. Mm -hmm. and, and when the story first came out, they actually thought it extended uh, how old Homo sapiens sapiens was. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that article was published, uh, the scientists started critiquing the data. And what they and, and you can actually read the email correspondence back and forth between the scientists because that's what they do. So I suggest y'all go ahead and spend your two hundred dollars or one hundred and fifty dollars and get the journals. Right? You might can catch it on sale for like sixty dollars. You need to do it immediately. 
So what they did was they got email correspondents back, going over the numbers, going over the fines, figuring out. And what they came up to after critique, after scientists weighed in, they realized that it wasn't homo sapiens sapien. It was really archaic human. So that's where they all go wrong at, right? And so the only statement that he made right, well, of course you would have to get a DNA test to see if you carry that A double zero. Well, of course, right? The, the, the main, where they found out that the Hubble group started out at, that's in Cameroon, Africa. So if you go to Cameroon, right, you can see a lot of those indigenous people have that A double zero marker in their DNA. So they don't know what archaic human it was, but they do know that based off the amount of people that they found in Cameroon, right, that that's predominantly the area where these extinct uh, 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 homo from the homogeneous family, archaic uh, ancestor of humans was. So they don't understand that because they do not read and they do not take their time. He has an agenda. His agenda is to prove that A00 started out in America first. That's dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like we know, like it's A, B, C, D. Like that's how you do it. A, B. So A, right? One, A does not start in North America because that's not where the homogeneous family started out at, no matter what y'all say. And B, he's leaving out woods, deserts, no trails, and all the shit in between to get to North America. Everybody just leave that out. You know what I'm saying, Garfield? <laughs> they make it seem like you pop up and you fly to America, and that's how they got there. There's no trails. There's no, it's untamed land, man. Like, they don't get there, bro. Like, you might be able to take five steps, two steps, and got to cut down some trees. Like, what? Go ahead, Garfield. Just go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it's disingenuous on, on, on even his part, where he would try to say that, um, you know, the guy, Matthew Forker. And, and one of the things, I got to go back in my notes, what I realized, though, with all of this. And, and ladies and gentlemen, look at Matthew Forker in Cameroon with the sister helping him out. She's probably a, a, another physician or someone that's taking samples from men to, to find out about this haplogroup. And what happened is there was a documentary on PBS. And the brother used to inbox me like, damn, Garfield, I didn't even watch the documentary. I'm a part of this documentary that's going all over the world. And they're showing my work. You see, in 2001 to 2006, I don't know if you're aware of this, Unc, they already had A00. They already had it. Michael Hammer and them already had that information. But what happened, family, is that they never did a broad test to match it up with any other haplogroup or whatever. They had it, but they had it shelled. They never actually said, we're going to make sure we test it with everywhere in the world or whatever. Now, when they found Paris DNA, that's when in 2012, that's when they did a broad search and found out that some of those specimens that they had, they already had A00, but it wasn't called A00 until Paris. All right, because A00 went back so far, it had to be the original go back, but it had archaic human in it, which is not a bad thing, by the way. All right, it had archaic DNA, meaning that before Homo sapiens DNA, they had it there. But 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 listen though, if they already had it, the samples, and they match. This is how they made a Cameroon connection. For those who don't know, is that the A double zero that they found? They found the same A double zero in the specimens that might that Matthew Forker found. 
2001 and 2006 for Michael Hammer. He went back now and found his own specimens that he did. He have over 2,000 specimens that he gave Michael Hammond, University of College of London. So now when we have that already, the A00 is already found, but they didn't call it that, and they didn't do, they didn't actually check all the specimens is because of what happened with Perry, which was a good thing. But the issue here is the importance of DNA is how did A00 get to Africa? If it's from here, um, how would how did it get to Africa if it if it really was from America? crazy man go ahead on i mean you made the point man like so this is what the problem is garfield like we do what we do but the truth is scientists aren't debating this man i i just want everybody listening that the only community is having this conversation is the pseudo conscious community with and the pseudo leaders right or the layman we, we we debating high. I mean that there's a lot of conversation and debate over this in the conscious community and in, in the new age community because that's what it is. But in the scientific world, this is not up for debate, bro. And people get mad when we bring the contrite the articles. You know I'm saying like, man, y'all can go back to the video. You should play that video one day, Garfield. When me and Ali Muhammad is getting it in and he trying so hard, right? That he actually brings a falsified degree to prove that he know more than me on that subject, bro. That was the great moment in time right there. You know what I'm saying? I can't hear you. I can't hear you, Alfred. I was saying the video, actually, the video is actually right here on my screen right now. I'm trying to find the clip where he did it. So we yeah. can laugh. <laughs> yeah, play that. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. It's now. funny. I was I'm like, what? Oh, so where you got that from? Yeah, I said, yo, you get because I already know. Like, why are you bringing this out on me? I've never said I was a scientist, right? That's why. I, that's why I bring my sources, and I won't bring you. For the most part, I try not to bring newspaper newspapers that are at, like New York Times stuff like that that is actually talking about a particular article because they're simply me and CK was just talking about this because what the newspaper article is doing, they're simply giving you a brief synopsis of the real study. I like to go to the real study, right? I like to figure out what university did this person come from? What, what, uh, how many articles have they published? Are they credible? Is the university they go to credible? I go through all that before I start talking, right? But there's a beautiful thing occurring right in front of our eyes, Garfield. Now, the Aborigine African-American community, elbows, are actually trying to bring sources. And that's a beautiful thing. You see, hey, can, I, can I play this before we get into that? Because I want to get into that deep. That's I mean, my statement. It's just a beautiful thing, Garfield, because because mm -hmm. we had some people come back and apologize, right? We had uh, two people make admission that that shit was crazy, based off of us being read the source. But go ahead, up. Where, where you gonna get it when I when I'm saying what I'm saying? And then he was like, "What? I'm a I'm a biologist." I was like, "What? Go." <laughs> Oh man, yo, let me let me play this real quick, man. Family, this is a funny one of the funniest videos in the history of, of Sarnetta. That's not listen to me. I'm saying the A double zero is the checkmate shit because it proves my point that at no time, right, as of 2016, do they have Homo sapiens sapien uh tools at 300,000 years ago, Homo sapiens sapien bones at 300,000 years ago. Nowhere. What he's talking about, right, is a remnant left over in our DNA. 
See, that's what he's mixing up there, no, no, Brother Reggie. No, no. I am telling you that when he looks at, this is why you need to go to a goddamn biological class because you're mad. If you're sitting there telling me that the brother, that, let me talk, let me talk. I don't want to yell. Hold on. Am I, am I yelling? Hold on. Am I yelling? I don't want to yell. I said I'm going to yell. I'm just going to talk. I, the mic. I am saying that the whole group A double zero, right? That was found in the DNA, right? And that brother, okay, is remnants from archaic species i just named them right this is checkmate y'all go to the journal of science as a matter of fact i'm gonna give you that article journal of science i'll post it out for them right and go beat the pseudos up see this is the problem with the pseudos truth and falsehood is strangely mixed one minute is moo one minute is del a double zero which is clearly in africa next minute the, the, the out of africa hold on that. hold on the ancient africa look look hold on, wait wait you know what he said you know, you know the point he made he said right that the outer African theory has not been proven. That's why it's a damn theory. Because look, a theory, right, is based off of the coming together of facts. Am I not right and wrong in that? I'm gonna say it again. A theory organizes facts. Strawman name is not on it. Strawman name is on it. The subject that he's talking about has the reason. All right. I, I, this is just one of them. All right. So now, look at my name. Now, somebody let me get that. All right. Let me look. Look at this family. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, ah, hey, hold hey, Garfield, let's make this point real fast, though, right? Uh -huh. Um, you know, when it comes to these degrees and stuff, we they, they actually have templates, so yeah. I can see them misspelling his name, but they would not mis misspell the template that they give everybody that degree. You get that? Yep, and there's no there's no degree of Bachelor of Science. It would say it would it would that bachelor of science would have been written somewhere else it would say what you got the degree in you got the degree of 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 technology a bachelor of science in um in technology or something you don't know you don't get a degree of bachelor of science this is nuts he made this up he made this up i'm not saying he didn't graduate from temple but he got he graduated because of jim so he's trying to sound intelligent in the community now and put this in front of the community like, yeah, I got a Bachelor of Science. I could do this. And that's where he went wrong. Look at what Ong says to him. Where you got that from? Hey, hold on. I'm going to leave this. Watch the video. 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 All right. So now that's that's the division one. Then I'm not letting you touch nothing. Can I see it? No. Give me the mic. 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 Oh man, let's get to let's get to go ahead and comment on that, man. Then let's get to the um the, the Aboriginal and this source. <laughs> oh man, I think you're muted, bro. I think you're muted. Yeah. Hold on, rewind that. <laughs> Look, remember that screenshot you had right there? <laughs> Houston, right you know yeah. we text him back and forth because right. you know like like brother brother he said super duper right yeah. when it comes down to the dna and all that so he was texting me he was like yo um that degree ain't it i was like oh man he, so we was already on the case and so the point is whenever people try to do verification for what they got 
and, and try to use sources, the pseudo always dies at its source. Plain and simple. Now, you know, since then, you know, me and Ali Muhammad, we kind of work things out. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we, you know, we gave him a little pat. Okay, bro. Okay. So, you know what I mean? I don't want to restart that again. But the reality is, man, all of y'all are in trouble, right? Y'all in trouble. I mean, y'all absolutely in trouble. The elbows are in trouble. Go ahead. Start. Go ahead. <laughs> Roll that back again. Rewind. Hold on. Funny. Let me split this right here. A theory, right, is based off of the coming together of facts. Am I not right and wrong in that? I'm going to say it again. A theory organizes facts. So I mean, he's talking about the reason. All right. I, I, this is just one of them. All right. So now, look at my name. Now, let me get that. All right. Let me hold that. I'm going to leave this. Now, get out. Watch the video. 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 All right. So now, that's that's a, that's a division. Then I'm not letting you touch nothing. Can I see it? No. Give me the mic. Give me the mic. Give me the mic. Give me the mic. Hold on. Before I go catch my bus. I only read for 25 minutes, right? Acting like he had a reference, and all he had was his book. Was well, of course, he's gonna read from his book. I have, I here have from the journal of Nature, right? The article's title. No, 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 I gotta get out of here. I gotta catch my bus. Hey, hey, shout out to brother Ishmael Law, Dr. Oyamayat, uh, uh, the mad job. Casual, you know what I'm saying? Son Jetty, Timo Cyrus, and go and go Z. Yo, you good, son. Yo, Timo Cyrus don't need to be here. You good. You're crazy with that shit. I love him though, right? Huh? I love you though, right? So we got Masi. We we man, we got Haru, right? We got who else? We got we got Bunchy Carter, right? We got the business manager, Kim. Yeah, I'm saying I'm a raw squad up. Black African power, y'all know what it is. And you know, Dr. Oyama Yacht got that work for you. So you need to prepare for that. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you would not let me look at it. Oh, no, 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 no. Watch the video. So we watched the video, and we seen that he misspelled the template. I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. When they're giving out degrees, they have a template, and all they do is insert your name into it. I'm going to say this again. With degrees and stuff, they have a template. Like, they wouldn't just rewrite over the get the whole thing every time, right? They have a template. For whatever degree you're going for is a template for that particular graduating class and they simply insert the 200 people or 300 people 100 people whoever's graduating in that so i could actually see his name being misspelled but i could not see the template being misspelled because that will mean everybody's shit was misspelled like come on son anyway this proves that y'all aboriginal do not have so so really what we're going to prepare for now we we're calling out the Aboriginal community, we want to have a debate. Y'all go ahead and get four to five people on your side, right? Get them up, right? We're going to have a debate. Maybe we'll do it in Atlanta. Get a, get, get a nice place, right? And have a very clear, concise debates on these topics. Uh, I guess the first topic, Garfield, would be what? Uh, that 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 human being started in Africa first, not, not in North America. That'll be the first topic we'll deal with that. Maybe the second topic would be that... Um, the Sub-Saharan African, yeah, you know I'm saying, was not the first to arrive in America. That'll be true. And what else you think it should be? Because we calling y'all out. And Con Calloway, you do not got to be a part of that. I wish you would, because you do a great job of flim-flamming from the 1600s coming this way, right? We got truth for story for that, and we got Garfield for that. See, we got that. So we got truth for story. We got Garfield. We got me, 
Um, who else we want? Maybe Doc Doc because she actually had a cartoon she did. Yeah, had a little yeah. lesson, yeah. right? And I think that'll be fine. Yeah, you know I'm saying the finish the us four, maybe adding a saw, yeah. You know I'm saying for extra measures. Yeah, you know I'm saying, uh, well, maybe no heat. I don't know. I'm just saying, man, listen, bro. Let's get it in. It won't be no disrespect. So don't run, don't hide. I don't want to hear about the money, 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 and all that shit. We're not filling up Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what the typical money is on a situation like that. Stop it. Don't I don't want to hear that. Pay me 20000 Now nah, you're running with that, bro. It's not going to be Madison Square Garden because I'm tall. Y'all talk, 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 talk. So that's what we're doing. We're calling y'all out. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, Where Everybody got to show their sources. <laughs> hey, do you think as a prerequisite, they should have, they should get a DNA test done? Man, they ain't going to do it. The baby get that money from that debate. You got to come with your DNA. <laughs> hey, Black Caesar, right? Black Caesar. Hey, what's up, Black Caesar? Aboriginal TV. Let me get a link right now. Come on yeah. in. Man. Let's yeah. have a call. Let's yeah, where you at, Black Caesar? Yeah. What tribe you from, Unc? Um? Hey, look, check this out, Garfield. Wait, you don't know what tribe you from, Unc? Um? Get out of here, man. My shit update every year. I showed it on Sonata TV how my thing updates every year as they get more available data on the situation. Hey, Black Caesar, man. I didn't hear that apology, though. The, 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 the apology he was supposed to be giving me, right, got overwhelmed by him trying to make me, you know what I'm saying, what's your tribe? That's not important to you. Really, dude? Come on, man. Hey, true story. You better be careful telling people you used to live in Atlanta in the 90s. They're going to think you're the Nawabian, bro. You know, I used to joke and say you're a Nawab. Oh, man. Come on, say you Nawabian, bro. Leave that alone. I wouldn't even mention oh. I was in Georgia. Georgia. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hey, let me um let me say this real quickly to the family. Last night, we did a show and, and um, saw a letter about um, DNA. And I think we succeeded, bro. I think yeah. we did a good job. Almost 10,000, I think it's 8,000 views already or 6,000 or whatever. Yeah. I think that show, it's probably, we're probably going to get between 15 and 20,000 eventually. But I think that show is a beginning of the a changing of the mindset of the community regarding DNA. And I think if Sarnetta allowed mm -hmm. me to go on and talk about how everybody's DNA, they already had it from birth and so forth. That would let people realize, listen, man, they already got your DNA. You know, our brother had put in the chat that this lady had done her DNA and they used her DNA to convict somebody in her family because they found, you know what I'm saying? Those things are going to happen. I'm, I'm just going to say that. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, let me get my brother in here. Hey, Garfield. Hey, Garfield. Let me get this brother in here. He's coming in. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Bro. All right. Let me so yeah, that that um that test showed that 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 actually Sonetta has uh Native American in his ancestry, and he just he just outdone everybody on that one. He just proved right that 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 he has Native American in his DNA. That's what he did. So I'm at this point, right? I don't want to hear that. It just proved that Brother Sonetta one has ancestry in America, original ancestry, and two also has african dna 75 70 78 right that proof positive right there right he also he also made a phone call to a person that did not know that phone call was coming he called his cousin and he said do you he pulled up the screen he said cuz he said oh what's up man man who the guy didn't even know who he was it's like what's up i'm your cousin man so he, that's did it live? he did it live 
Did it lock you was down? I don't know what you was doing. Wow. Yeah, he called him up. It's come like, who is this? He's like, it's Saul Nunn. I'm your cousin, man. He said, oh, what's up, Saul? You know that? I got to get your number. Yeah, we're going to check number. Saul Nunn said, I got my screen. I took my DNA. He said, yeah, so what you got? He said, who is William such and such? He was like, who? He said, man, that's Uncle Billy. He said, but they don't say, y'all know Willie is a Billy. Willie right? is William is a Bill. Okay. Right. So he was like, what? So I was like, oh man, I didn't know that was Uncle. I never called him William. I called him Uncle Billy. So right there, how in the hell does Sarnetta, because his test results showed his family that had taken the DNA test, obviously, and they connect them together. So man, listen, man, the truth is we are never supposed to debate with pseudos because it makes them almost like they're legitimate, like they have something to counter science. Pseudoisms is not a counter science. Go ahead, what you got on that though? Uh, hey, bro, um, BC Native, how are you, man? Native Heritage, who is this? Is this is this um is this Aboriginal TV or is this um Black Caesar? Black Caesar, living in the flesh. Black Caesar, the girls pleaser. Uh, you want to make Black Caesar Native American, man? Oh man, you got to change your name, beloved. All right, let me ask you this, bro. Let's have a, let's have a serious conversation. All right. Um, you agree with Unc yesterday. You call in and apologize and acknowledge to Unc that he was right about the article with Dave Calloway. Um, are you, let me ask you this, are you scared to say public that Dane Calloway is wrong? Are you scared to say that? On which issue? No, 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 I'm, on any issue. If he's wrong, are you scared to say in public Dane Calloway is wrong? On which issue? Any issue. I'm not saying I got, it. I got it. I got the issue on actually uh, 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 making public an article that actually uses DNA and actually uses DNA markers, non allele, to verify the Native American population and actually verifying the land bridge. It debunks everything that y'all teach. Why would he put that on his website to try to prove his point that y'all natives? Is he wrong on that issue, bro? That's what I want to know. I agree with you on that. I believe it's kind of contradictive of what he's trying to accomplish. No, it's not. No, 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 are you say? I want you to say it. Are you say? Oh, he gone. Oh man. <laughs> he he might have fell out by mistake. Hey, by the way, man, this show is about um history, economic science. That's what we talk in the morning. I don't do a lot of economics because I don't want to be repetitive. But of course, if anybody out there, we got almost three hundred people watching, man. I gotta say this. If your credit is not good, if you don't want Garfield to do it, I'm gonna charge your ass. But I'll give you. A, I'm gonna tell you straight up. I'm charging you, not no regular price, some serious price, because I get the job done. So now, if you want to get your credit clean or you want to boost your score, you're trying to get a house, hit up your brother Garfield. One eight hundred five one eight two eight one seven. Somebody put the number in the chat. I could put it on the screen so people could see it real quick. One eight hundred five one eight two eight one seven. Or you could hit me up at Dagger Squad, the number one at gmail.com. All right. Somebody said Ank laugh is hilarious. All right. Come on in, brother. We thought you ran. The point I'm trying to make to you, brother, brother Black Caesar, is um, um, can you fix herpes? Laugh or love. Let me take this off the screen, by the way. This was a brother in the audience. His wife messed with Dr. York on the land, and he Dr. York gave his wife herpes. So that's why I put it on the screen because we was playing the Dr. York. So but let me let me take it off the screen, man. Somebody put the phone number up, please. Or the email, I'll put it on so people who watch the video could see the phone number. 
Yeah, I'm about to take everybody's admin, man. I tell you, man, if I got to do this in the morning, man, I tell you, I'm about to fire every one of these moderators. When y'all are signing this channel, y'all work harder. I'm going to fire y'all on Sarnetta's channel, too. I'm going to tell him to cut y'all off, too. Because y'all admin better on Sarnetta than here. Yeah, it's not funny. I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean to laugh or nothing. But the, the fact of the matter is, um, Dr. York was just a, a, a nasty dude. That was just the worst. All right. It's a pedophile, yo. It's a pedophile. Yeah, it's a pedophile, which is the main issue, by the way. Yeah. All right. All right, so go ahead, um, go ahead, um, BC Heritage. Go ahead, man. So we on YouTube, by the way. No, you was asking a specific question, Garfield. Um, a BC Native Heritage. Are you saying that Dane Calloway was wrong about the information that he gave in the article? Absolutely. Okay. No, I, I need to hear it from your mouth. Go ahead. What are you saying now? I just said it. Absolutely. What are you hey. saying? I want to hear it out of your mouth, brother. I just said it. You just said what? <laughs> Yo, what are, what are you looking for today, man? I was, you, see, you see what I'm talking about? Um, you see, yeah, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If Um come on here right let's now not, on this screen. Now, let's, not, let's not drag this out. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Listen, listen, listen to me. Let's not come on here right now and me that something within the Nuwapian teachings is correct. He said the planet Riz, Dr. York was correct, and he started teaching that. I'm going to say, um, you need to get off my damn live stream right now, because me and you are about to start fighting. All right? You wrong, bro. Unk, you are pseudo for saying that. So now, I want to hear out of your mouth, Dane Calloway is wrong on this issue. And I can't hear it. I see you wishy-washy like, oh, I can't talk about it. Ooh. Come on, man. What is wrong? I already stated that the brother was wrong information that he does what not agree with. Alright, which brother are you talking about? Can you say his name for the record? Come on, man. Come on, man. You've been using his name in your live stream. You've been using Dane's name for the last four or five days in your live stream. Man, come oh, on, man. man. Bro, can you say Dane Calloway was wrong? Listen, 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 listen. listen. Let me say this for the record. Let me say this for the record. Oh, shut up. I'm not one of hold on. Let me say this, Garfield. I'm not one of Sarnetta um Alhambra ballroom babies, like some of you are. Okay, you get a thrill for this. Okay, some people are doing this sincerely to help people. Okay, <laughs> okay Unk is a certified a humble ballroom baby. Okay, there are many others that come from Sarnetto's platform that are a humble ballroom babies. Okay, is that me? Is that me, yo? Is that me? Can I ask a question, brother? <laughs> Can we get back to what I'm saying? Are you saying that? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to play the games that y'all usually play. I thought you was, I thought you was going to talk about DNA today. Oh, I was looking forward to you to. I'm not doing this, man. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not hey, Garfield, he said it. He said. It. He said it. He said. Ah, uh, he ain't say nothing. I don't know. He said. No, I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. 
All right. Anybody else wants a link, man? I'm not bringing that dude back on. He got to come out and say what he got to say as a man. Don't tell me about Alhambra Ballroom and all this craziness. We ain't got time for you that. Know, well, the truth is, a scientific mind, right? If 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 Con Calloway had a scientific mind, he would not have a problem from the people that actually study with him saying, brother, you can't use this article because it proves everything that Uncle them are talking about. The article is using evolution, is using DNA, is using mutation. Let me show y'all something. When mutations occur, right, it causes the organism to change, bro. So if anything about mutations is verifying evolution. So, so the fact that he does not have a scientific mind, the people follow him should be able to say, man, the article is based off of the, a mutation. A mutation causes evolution on an autosomal level right so dang brother you're you're in error by using that because you just proved them niggas right uncle use that to the day you quit i will not get off of that so no y'all better not have a debate that's going to be my first slide s-l-i-d-a i'm a you know what you know what feel you know how babe ruth called this shot right there uh you know how great football players say yo i'm gonna score on this down well that's gonna be my first slide mm -hmm. uc davis <laughs> article on <laughs> dna that will be my first slide so y'all already know what it is okay whether Con, i know somebody gonna step up con Callaway ain't gonna step up All right but i'm gonna let y'all know my first slide will be that and why do y'all use that as a matter of fact all the articles y'all use like the last one on idaho who is that guy Garfield that does this stream Sitting up there crazy as hell. What is his name, Garfield? What is the guy's name? He's on. Hold on. This guy is on. CK sent it to me. The poet sent it to me. The guy's name is. Hold on. Shout out to Unbiased Sports, too. I know you in here. Shout out to you, brother. Yeah, you know I'm saying, yo, you came a long goddamn way, yo. I can honestly say I can sit down and listen to you, yo. And that's big. Go, go to his channel. Uh, Unbiased Sports, I think that's the name of the channel. Put it in the chat room, bro. Uh, he does some very good videos, five-minute videos talking about um, uh, ele the element charts and all that. Y'all got to start there, yo. So he's doing a real good job of breaking that down. I need something like that. I need something like that. Oh, he got – is this one – is it? Is it the one that – oh, okay. He got like 11,000 subscribers. Is this him? Yeah, that's him. I think this is him right here. Yeah, but don't don't look at the videos when he bashing me, cause he went through a stage in his life when he bashed me. <laughs> he probably bash me too. <laughs> yeah, you probably on that too. But that, but you know what? I think that actually shows his growth. That's why I tell him don't take him down, cause that kind of shows his growth. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know, so I, I think that's important. Uh, here go right here. Um, shoot, shoot. Hold on, let me get that. I think it's this one right here. You. Oh, oh he used to be a part of the Nation of Islam, though. He yeah, he was a Hebrew Israelite too. Oh man, he was everything. Like most of us, that that actually qualifies him, yo. So yeah, the name of the channel is Supreme Chief Holiday. That was the guy who was on Supreme Chief Holiday's channel. The video was called "The Cure Is in the Cold: How to Critique a Scientific Article's Using Critical Thinking." I think we're gonna do a show on that tonight. But you know, he he him too. He dies at his sources, right? He actually thinks that. Watch this, Garfield. Me and CK gonna get into it in depthly 
This guy actually thinks that, damn, he really thinks that the article entitled um, North America Oldest Human Artifact Found in Idaho. He actually think that debunks the land bridge. Oh, man. He actually verifies a damn land bridge. See how they do it, bro? So hold on, a second, hold on a second. Let me stop the, the stream on Facebook. If y'all want to join the um the stream here on YouTube, go to the Dagger Squad live, the Dagger Squad YouTube channel. And by the way, let me say this. By the way, we got three hundred people watching. I see y'all watching because Garfi versus Ali Muhammad, right? But what about Monica teaching y'all about government contracts tonight? What about cleaning up your credit? What about getting life insurance? What about getting into something that could help your life right now? Mm. Everybody who's watching. Y'all need to sign up. I don't sell life insurance. There's a couple of people out there that do it. I got Sister Dawn. I got my brother Mario in Georgia. If you don't have, you if you're broke, let's just say this. You're living paycheck to paycheck. What is something you can now leave for your children? You're in your 40s. You're in your 50s. If you die right now, instead of leaving them a bill, why don't you leave them a will? And the bottom line is, family, if you get life insurance, that's the first line of defense psychologically against systematic white supremacy. I'm telling y'all, over 500 people are killed in Chicago every year, right? If all of them had a million dollar insurance, I guarantee you, you would never see another dead person in Georgia. In our Chicago. A no insurance company, which made the most money off the slave trade, by the way, and this is why I say the reparations movement, y'all need to go at everybody. Chase, Nike, whoever whoever made money off the slave trade, y'all holding them. You're not going after the right people because the insurance company made the most money. So at the end of the day, that's why AIG is a part of it. So if you have 500 people who had a million dollar insurance, life insurance policy, I guarantee you, you would see no crime, no killing in Chicago anymore. I'm telling you. It's a psychological warfare. Ain't no what they don't want to pay our money. And people are say, well, they're gonna change the rules so that we can't listen. Get out of here with your defeatist attitude. It's called psychological warfare. I always say two things I want black people to do: get life insurance and get a hacker. Because when you get a hacker, whenever the police shoot one of us, Unc, if we could find out where he lives, not to go there to kill him, but psychologically, when you pulling that trigger to kill a black man, be like, yo, they're gonna know where me and my family live. That's the last thing somebody white wanna do. Who kill a black person? You don't want these Negroes to know where you live. All right. But again, turn on um tonight at 6 p.m. on the Brother Garfield Live YouTube channel. You're gonna see my sister Monica. She's on the screen. That sister in that nice purple bluish dress right there. And um, she is definitely um Definitely going to be dropping some knowledge tonight. I might come through African Emporium if he's available. Might come through also and teach about stocks. How, how many of y'all in the community learning about stocks? We got that every week, family. Stocks, credit, trade lines, opening your own business, setting up abandoned towns, building business credit, having your own business. How many people learning that on a weekly basis? This sister is dropping facts, man. And we need to jump on that immediately. All right? Um... Let me end the show on Facebook so y'all could just join right over here. Let me just end it right here. Hey, brother Paul Guthrie, how are you, my brother? See Paul Guthrie in the building. Wesley Muhammad's still running, huh? Like <laughs> running for president now. <laughs> no, that's Ali Muhammad. We're talking about Wesley. I'm talking about Paul, um, Paul Guthrie. He was in my chat a while ago on Facebook. And, of course, we had Paul Guthrie here on my channel right before. All right, so now... um.
what's the brother's name? Aboriginal TV. I'm willing to bring you on so that you could teach us about the land bridge. Brother Truth, are you outside, bro? Because you know you got to give us our daily commentary, man, of the hood. So everybody looking forward to that, bro. You got to <laughs> Where you at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm yo, you really want to know? I'm live and I'm going to share it with you, yo. I got the worst weed dealer ever, yo. This nigga ain't <laughs> never up early, man. Yo, you stupid, yo. You stupid. Yo, I'm sharing. I'm hurting, right? This is terrible. But can I say something to live to Unk right now? I'm kind of glad he's on here. You don't mind. Unk, I honestly want to say thank you for one thing. Mm -hmm. And years ago, when I started looking and finding these Negroes talking on YouTube, I came across you and you were talking about the skin mask. And that's one of the few things, not one of the few things, I don't know a lot. That's one of the things I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. And it really, I mean, it changed my whole way of looking at a lot of stuff when it deals with scientific racism and what have you. But to speed it up to today, mm -hmm. yesterday, the other nut, what's his name, Caremio or whatever, <laughs> They, they're great. Yo, I swear we all need to learn from their production value. This kid had the music playing while he was showing the pictures. I mean, the production value is impeccable. We got 300 some people watching, but all style, no substance. He shows there's a concept called the four continents. And this is important because this is how they this is how they're trying to suck up people in. There's a concept called the four continents and artwork was dealt with with their main known world. Right. And it has America, Asia, oh, yeah. Europe, and Africa, right? Oh, hey, truth. And, and, hold on. You know what I wanted to ask you real quick? Uh-huh. I was going to tell you, you need to get all that from them. And, and, and we know, so we know exactly what it is. You, you know how you can go with all your data banks you got? Uh, let me, let me, let me make it even realer for you. I'm going to make it even realer for you. So this four continents concept, watch this, um, deals with this. And in these pictures, you're going to see that the skin tone, this is where I'm coming, in the pictures is similar between America and Africa. Yeah. Why? If you look at the skin map, it explains it about these zones and what have you. Mm -hmm. So these people are mystified by this thing. If you go to the New Black Knowledge Channel for three years, I have been going down to Philadelphia City Hall mm -hmm. and showing people that the whole damn building is made up of the four continents and showing people this. And the last video did, I was just in, in Philly on Sunday. I'm standing there talking to two Europeans, teaching them the same damn thing. And now he comes about and shows this. Now I've been saying this to people for three years and showing them with the evidence in the real world, the whole look up the Philadelphia city hall. And you see that the whole concept of the building is the four continents. That's all, man. So these hey, guys are all frauds, man. So truth, we yes. gonna we definitely gonna do that. If they don't want to take the debate, we'll just do a um uh like a conference on that. And I think that'll get a lot of people out, man. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we'll do that in um in Atlanta, right? We'll do it there, and that's gonna kind of uh calipote our documentary we're gonna do. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. um so so I mean we got them we want them right now. They're trying to use sources and pictures and shit. I mean, it's a they fell for it. I just wanted them to know, though, truth. They fell for it. They can't do business <laughs> like we do business and think they're gonna win. It's gonna be impossible. You dodge your source. I, I mean, this is the point where I'm asking to put the APB out for my son because my son is fooling all the people. Your real That's son? My son. 
No, Dane Callaway is my uh, <laughs> my research son. That's my son. There ain't nobody else that you know could pull out somebody's primary facet of me, okay, when it comes to this history stuff, okay? So he's like the bastard child who needs some more guidance because he's off track trying to swindle the people paying $5,000 for free documents, okay? Garfield knows right. All these documents I can show you in a matter of two minutes, and they're all for free. Yeah, I watched that. That should have had me crying in my seat. I watched it. <laughs> That shit was funny. You know, you know what you know what dude gotta do? He gotta he gotta do Con Callaway showing the document saying I paid five thousand dollars, and then you next with showing hey Wait, hold on, hold on, my brother, hold on, my brother. While he is live at CK, everything he said in that video I was given to CK and Khalil as while he was saying it, and Khalil was posting it in the chat. Okay, here's the document here that's for free. Ask CK and Khalil, they're in the chat right now, they'll tell you. While Dane Calloway was talking, I was doing this. Here you go. Here's what he's talking about. Here's the Oneida this. Here's the this. He couldn't even know Tuscan. Oneida is one of the biggest Indian tribes. He told me, I never heard of them. Come on, y'all. Mm -hmm. The Tuscarora was a big tribe. Oh, I never heard of them. I can't even pronounce it. But you're supposed to be a Native American. It's all f like fake. Every single document is free on either on the Library of Congress or the National Archives. And he's telling fools I paid five thousand dollars for him. No, we need to see that though. We need to see we we seen the video when when he was acting like they paid. I, I need we need to see because you know we it's literally we like dealing with uh people intellectual level being on the third and second grade, and that's just because it is just the level of information. That's that that's okay. Con Callaway spent five thousand dollars on this document. Boom. The next frame you say, now nah, you can get this free right here. Bam. You know what I'm saying? There is no way to pay $5,000 for that. Why would you pay $5,000 for a document from the 1600s unless you get the original copy? Ain't no damn way in the world you're going to get original Indian treaty for $5,000, so you're paying $5,000 for a digital copy? Come on, son. LOC.gov. Everybody do it right now in the search box. Type Indian, Native American, African, slave, whatever you want. And you'll see all of your old documents for free. I'm blowing his whole game up. I done told people LOC.gov for the last three years. People do a live online. Tell me I'm lying. You don't see all of Indian treaties for free. Man. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> to ask the people am i lying go to loc.gov right now in the damn search box and type in right, 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 thank you do it live right i'm taking the money i told him if you don't stop talking about harriet tubman that i was taking the money away and he mentioned harriet tubman out of his mouth again oh, you lying, man. yo why you lying bro you don't Look at, look at this, loc.gov, Library of Congress. Where you want me to go, brother? Uh, just go to the search box and type uh, Native American, type Indian. You know how to do this. Uh, <laughs> Let me get it on my computer, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody needs to right have now. this. Native Free. American, look at it, look at this family. Native American, hold on, let me blow this screen up. So loc.com? loc.gov, but no, someone in his videos, he goes, I went to the Library of Congress and found, nigga, you went to loc.gov, which stands for Library of Congress. <laughs> and searched and found the documents. Okay, the we're here. We're here. 
Oh man, look at this right here. Oh. No, he not man. Con Callaway wouldn't con you. Garfield, you can Garfield narrow it down in the search box. Pull down uh, the left thing. Go to uh, manuscripts or whatever. Right where you type in Indian. See that box right there? It's All manuscript right. right there. Oh man. Okay, and go down the way. What you want to go? Now, to? if you once you click go, would you type in the search box, Garfield? What word? Um, I just put Native American. Just put Indian. Put Indian. Uh, it's oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Look at that, y'all. Look at that. The, the secret <laughs> document from 1744. Look at that. <laughs> yo. Yo, yo. yo. His career, yo. That is, no. I told, no, listen clearly. I told no. him I would not end his career if he kept Harriet Tubman and my answers <laughs> out of his mouth. The but he refuses to do it. I said, I don't mind if you do the jokes. Do the jokes. If people uh, gonna fall for it, then jokes them. Uh, but if you uh, gonna disrespect uh, my ancestors in the process, I'm gonna destroy your whole uh, thing. Man, Harriet came back to bite them. Look, See? Garfield. Show the people, Garfield. What is that? All them old. I found the secret diamonds. <laughs> send, send me hundred dollars so I can get it, y'all. We gotta do it together. Send, send truth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred dollars a piece. You know it. This is a good one right here. 1804 Thomas Jefferson. This is a nice one. Bro. I'm not right. a Thomas Jefferson's right. secret letter. Oh, man. Can I say this real fast, brother? Go ahead, beloved. Can you please hit Garfield's cash app? Right? He will be <laughs> contributing the monies to MBK and Brother Unc because we got these manuscripts. Yes, like thank you, $5,000, you. and we need the monies for it. Can you please do that? Thank you, ladies look, and gentlemen. Look, America now has one of the dang killing our shit. One of the Dane Calloway um vaults. The other one will be the National Archives. And do you really want me to keep going? Because I have 20 more. Oh, we really want you to keep going. We really for do. free. For free, I will give it to the world. Uh, they're not free, man. What are you talking about, man? We need that money. Hit his cash app. You just you stop <laughs> another man hustling, man. You a hater, man. I listen, brother. I you told him. I said it on online. Everything. I will let the jokes keep going. Hey, how can we get you the just... pictures right here? How can we get you the pictures? Let's go to let's go to the images, and then when you click on the thing, it, it gives you the link, and you see the four pictures lined up. You see the four letters lined up. I'm not hating on the jokes. I'm hating on the fact that he put my ancestors as a part of the jokes. I don't see the image. What are you talking about, man? Uhuru, you like that, right? I'm taking it all the way. Please tell him to stop talking about Harriet telling my ancestors, and I'll be quiet. Hey, Please. you know what I forgot to play, man? The part when um Ali Muhammad was talking about the Inca um the Inca stones. <laughs> oh man, please throw that in there. Oh, I got I gotta play that part real quick. <laughs> I gotta play that part so the people can see. Yo, yo, let me tell y'all something, man. We had the most pseudo conversation in the history of the world, man. Oh man, when he talk about the Inca it's a bunch of mumbo jump. Well, Isaac, let me get the Inca stones in here. I showed it on the video. That was the end of the debate right there, man. When I showed them stones. Hey, yo, how I put the pictures in here? Yo, I'm trying to find the pictures. What I got to do? Don't have the manuscript, everything. Books, and I carry data, and I look at what is posted as primary documentation, and I take that primary documentation, and I vet it against indigenous records, unlike most of these other people. So there should be no more discussion on the Eka Stones. The Butter Knife Squad is done. <laughs> hey, oh, man, man, my brother is emotional, and that's what pseudos do. What do you say? 
Let's take a look at this real quickly, family. I'm at, I, I put it down to look at. Look, 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 look at this. Look at this, family. Look at this. This is how the stones were actually made. The person confessed. Yeah. The stones. They confessed, family. This is how the stones were made. They went down there and filmed it. These are the, the, the people who are related to the indigenous people. They're showing you how they do it. It is a scam in Peru. And you can make money. You see, they're showing them. They're showing her. Look at that. They are saying that these stones are fake. What more do we need to know? Who are going to listen to this guy? Is he from Peru? Has he seen it? This is a videotape showing how they rate the stones, and these people all over the world are showing these videos. Look at this, family. It's fake. She shows how it was created. That's her. This is how it was created. This is an underground industry in Peru. They sell these stones to tourists and lie to them. Right. This is fake, family. Fake. Daggers. Ain't no butter knives here. Butter knives, squad. And you can't claim Aboriginal and name Muhammad. Yep. I'm going on that. All right. No, no. Don't worry about it. I got you. But look at it, family. Go to, go to the Peru. Go to the Ica stone on YouTube. You can't name And they show what do we need to know? Freeze that, Godfrey. Freeze. Freeze. This is a video showing how they rake the stones and these people all over the world are showing these videos. Look at this, family. It's fake. She shows how it was created. That's her. This is how it was created. This is an underground industry in Peru. They sell these stones to tourists and lie to them. This is fake, family. Fake. Daggers. Ain't no butter knives here. Nice and you can't claim Aboriginal name Muhammad. Yep, I can. Let me go on that. All right. No, no, don't worry about it. I got you seen it. This is a videotape showing how they rate the stones, and these people all over the world are family. Where Teudi Maya? Teudi Maya got to chop this up, man. You can't claim Aboriginal and name Muhammad. <laughs> That's the back of the head. It's video. It's What's up, bro? I just want to clear up one thing real quick. Harriet Tubman's name is Araminta Ross. For all the people, idiots in the chat, that they don't think I know the woman's real name. Her name is Araminta. Good Lord. You see, this is the nonsense I've been talking about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Damn. I got the pictures. This is how it was created. This is an underground industry in Peru. They family, the Ica Stone, for all those Aboriginals that was listening to Ali Pseudo Muhammad all these years, the lady showed her picture. This is her family from in the 60s. She was making these stones. The stones are old, by the way, but she's the one that designed on the stones and draw these things. They get the tourists to come down. It's a hustle. In Peru, they sell tourists this and say, yo, this is ancient, man, from dinosaurs. And then they draw pictures of dinosaurs and say, you see, that's 65 million years ago to try to say it's ancient. It's a scam. They sell these stones to tourists and lie to them. This is fake, family. Fake. Daggers. Ain't no butter knives here. <laughs> and you can't claim Aboriginal and name Muhammad. Yep, I can't. Let me go on that. All right. No, no, don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> go to Incas. Go to the Peru. Go to the Ica stones on YouTube. How they were made, and they show them. Look at that. Daggers. That's the lady from the sixties who made them. Oshala. That's her right there. She made the stones. 
she confessed on this that she made the stones and gave them to Cabrera. So why is this brother in North America arguing for stones that he don't know nothing about? There we go. Nothing about. So family, we can always argue, family. Hold on, let me put this on. Let me on real quick. Ah, you're done, bro. You're done. Let me view the audience. Let me show you the African Muslims. Listen, family. Listen, family. Listen, family. Listen, family. Nobody did anything. And if you look at all his sources, he just talked about a geologist, right? This is the brother that teaches us that Mu exists. We need to talk about this. There's no such thing as Mu, and there's no indigenous record. He found a picture with the name Mutal, which is pronounced Utal, and have different names and saying, "Oh, we're talking about Mu." This is what it said. This is why you block. This is why you block me on Facebook. That's why you block. That's why he blocked me on Facebook. Oh, man. Now, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, no, because. <laughs> All right, so let's look at this family. Let's look at this. You close that YouTube right here. I don't need to get into that YouTube because that already, that already. Muhammad is not an indigenous word. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's pseudo, bro. It's pseudo. You will think that because you research, you have the same problem like Lord Abba. Funny that I just played a video and show how the Eco Stones was made. The woman confessed that she made them, so that's done. Eco Stone. He could talk about Eco Stones all he want. The woman, the, the woman is from the indigenous people. Now we are gonna get to this move. Where is this move that you agree with? You can't show me no records of nobody. Show me your records. No, we didn't deal with move. Nobody never came at Ali Muhammad the way I did. Nobody confronted this dude like that. Mu is not. Where's the continent called Mu? You show me the continent. I just highlighted. No. I'm done with him, man. I don't need to show no more. This dude is nuts. But we need to chop that up anyway. But anyway, family. What's up? What's up? What's up, family? Where's Aboriginal? I need Aboriginal. Um. Hold on, Unk. Where Unk at? Mm. All right, let me mute that. Truth story, what's up? You had something to say, brother? Yeah, just give me a second. I'm in a bodega. Can't you hear the background? Yeah, yo, yo, tell me if you see a cat in here, man. Ask if his name is Garfield. The cat. You go cat? Yeah. Ask nah. if his name is Garfield. Let me know if you really in the hood. If you ain't got no cat in here, man, no, he don't got no cats in here, man. They don't do that no more. Oh, but they don't got cats in here. He don't got no cats. He don't got none of them, uh, what you call it, them pig feet. They be having a nice glass jar on the counter. All that stuff is gone. This is New Brooklyn. We don't do that around here. We got like Fiji water and uh, what's that? Kale chips now in the bodega now. It's over. It's a new day, my brother. It's a new day. Yo, Garfield, please tell him to stop before I, I show every sauce. Please. Well, okay. Oh. Huh. If so, take it, but I don't think so. All right, take it, take it. It's okay. It's okay. Every sauce. Oh, from yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I remember. Today is Wednesday, so we know it's Urban Empowerment Show. All y'all people in here, whether you are Native American, whether you are African American, whether you claim you're Hebrew, Muslim, whatever, tonight is Urban Economic Empowerment Show. You need to be, jump on and be a part of that show tonight. Sister Mo gonna be dropping knowledge. 
I'm going to try to make it if she allows me to be on because she banned me from the show too. So I'm going to try to be on and do what I do what I got to do. All right? They, uh, they said that I just looked up while I was talking to you. Hey, uh, Harriet Tubman. True, true. Come on. Yes. Come on. Really? Come really, on. Garfield? I just looked it up to what? Try to impress you two? Yo, Harriet Tubman was native, man. Just get, get him her, man. They could have her, man. Y'all could have her. Go ahead. Have no, her. they can't. No, they can't. They, they, can have, they can have sitting bull and Pocahontas. They can't have Harriet Tubman. You crazy? Hey, Black, I'm not taking your calls. Stop calling in. I'm not, you're not mad enough to say Jane Calloway is a fraud. Well, I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Yo, thank you back at his party this morning, man. Shout out to um, Kenneth. They say Ali wanted to rub a golf. You took him off his square. <laughs> now, nah, it wasn't a city um dialect situation but at the end of the day he was mad as hell man he was mad as hell and saw another told him in his face i gotta tell you this ali we off camera golfy beat you up golfy took you out today man <laughs> oh man that was fun though that was fun yeah monica is on every wednesday on the brother golfy live channel all right brother um let me see if i could hear you loud and clear brother let me see you can hear me yo yeah you good all right, cool. Yeah, you probably go ahead when I get on my phone, though. Oh, yeah. I think your phone, you got to you gotta take the other one off. No, I got two phones on. Hold on, let me take that off. No, it is blue. Oh, somebody else got something else. Hold on, I think I got you in here twice. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, don't kick it out. That's on my phone. No, I can't do that because it's going to be an echo unless you mute it. All right, I did move it. It is moving. I get what you're saying. Hold on. I got hold on. All right, there you go. Welcome to old people struggle with technology. Episode. I ain't struggling with damn technology. That's the cheap ass thing. I'll, I'll be yelling into your laptop, man. Stop playing. Ain't no mic on. I'll stop it after you said it. By the way, man, I'm going to come on here, man. Because I think true story want to. Last night, Reggie. Now Reggie's going to beat him. He's gonna beat up Reggie, or Reggie gonna beat him up. I don't Who, know. Me? That. I'm gonna get true story and versus the pastor, man. That's gonna be the best to be. I'm putting it on right here. Versus he the pastor. He's gonna teach you about your Christian roots, buddy. Well, I'll get into the roots part. Please tell me these roots are my Christian roots. I'm from West Africa. Please tell me where it was there. And don't try to tell me. African, bro. You Ethiopian. Who? I'm yeah. African, yes, but I'm West African more specifically. It's a whole damn continent. You don't no, see the Russians claiming the Italians. You know, you know, you you know you're related to Haile Selassie. Stop it, bro. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. I ain't got no, none yeah. of that Arab. I mean, I got some East I'm Indian. Two percent. I don't know I got there. Huh? I'm gonna tell everybody the truth. Truth story and is really from Haile Selassie's lineage. And he got all this secret information about America because he's a he's a part of the um the Garda. The order of the garden so, so you wrong i'm a part of i don't show the people all of my tattoos and that big ass adinkra symbols all over my body who is east what ethiopian where you ethiopian man you front me because when you got here mm -hmm. when you got here um what i ain't got one of them captain phillips heads you crazy library of congress got you <laughs> <laughs> 
hell out of here. Brother. I'm real specific. Y'all claiming I'm claiming West Africa, period. I know them all my people, but I'm gonna narrow it down a little bit, okay? I'm 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 claiming them tree karmas over there. Those my people. Now you can go to North Africa and Mauritania. Granted, yeah, that's all Africa, Ethiopia, and even South. Yeah, that's all y'all. I'm the Negroes over there in West Africa. The ones with the three um, empires. Those are my people. Remember those three empires? Name another country that had. Name another place or continent that had those three empires. I'll wait. I don't know. Name another place that had them three empires. You're going to have to go over to the Ming Dynasty or one of them things. Gala, Ghana, Mali, and Songhai. Empires. Empires. All in West Africa. Empires. Any questions? West Africans. All right, cool. All right, let me, um, hold on, who this? No. All right, let me get um, back in here. Um, you're back on. No, 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 Rio, don't get me wrong. I ain't no roster hate or nothing. Uh, maybe you're talking to somebody in the chat. Don't get me wrong now. I'm just not Ethiopian. I know we all African. I'm just not Ethiopian. I'm not East African. I'm West African. Hey, Yahweh oh, War Machine. man. Come on here. Let me get Yahweh War Machine up in here. Hey, truth. Hey, truth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They think that they think that all Africans are the same people. That's just stupid as hell. Well, this the is different I, nations like yeah, Europe. I agree, brother. This is what I'm saying. I agree with all the same people by virtue of us being Africans. Absolutely, I agree with that part. But those are different peoples. There, we need to start treating them as different peoples and stop trying to group everybody on the continent into one thing. Because it never was like that, it never will be. As we speak, We're South not. Africans are fighting with Nigerians over stuff. As hey, we speak, hey, Godfield, they act, I mean, my my fault. Um, truth, they act like they had DNA evidence back then. They they thought your ass was a foreigner, you the enemy. And here's the other thing about the records. Here's the other thing about the records, which makes this argument even crazier. Where's your records of this and this, that, and the third? You're asking a people who had centuries of surviving of oral tradition. So the records are passed down from mouth to ear, from grandmother to daughter, and so forth and so on. There were no records. You're looking for written records from people who were not illiterate people. It's just silly. And and, and as far as oral tradition counts, wait, hold on. Hold on, here's the, here's the kicker, Uncle. As far as oral tradition and counting as a source and that they look toward, when you look at the general history of Africa or the general history of everywhere, they count in oral histories, but they then have to try to back them up with all the other fields of science. But oral history is counted as something that is real. They look, they examine the, um, the Sundiata story and found out most of it is historically accurate. And that Sundiata like story has... Right, and the Sunniata story has been passed down for centuries. And it wasn't written until recently. Mm-hmm. Hey, truth, the Bible is a goddamn uh, what's the common story, dude. Yeah. World tradition, the whole fucking Bible. Right, so we think we think all these ancient people were sitting around literate when maybe 2 3% of the population was literate. So it wasn't everybody reading the Torah, the Bible, or anything else. Oh, shit, you want to keep it all the way 100? Wasn't nobody reading the damn um, the glyphs? That wasn't for everybody. That's a certain class of people. Hey, um, I got who I got in the chat. I got Gideon. Yeah, Gideon. What's good? I, 
What's good, fellas? How y'all doing? I'm Peace. good. Who's Pied Piper? Who's that? It's the one and only godson out here representing for the. No, you're not gonna be on my channel. Oh, man. Man. For you and your <laughs> foolishness. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead bro. I told you I wasn't gonna bring you on, but come back on now. Are you ready to, to, to talk about Dane Calloway in full effect? Or are you gonna, you gonna be dilly dally? You obviously love the show, so you come on today. So you obviously like us. So what makes you what tribe are you a part of, my brother? That's what I wanted to ask Unc. I'm asking you. I didn't ask Unc. I'm asking you that. It's obvious that I'm still in my quest and journey of trying to find out that information. So if I'm asking you, I'm looking for answers. And being that Unc was at home, I was hoping that he would show the document that he was talking about yesterday. And since you said that you took DNA test, maybe you can start showing DNA test with the information that's rendered that we all can learn from. Because if they all say West Africa and we all take DNA tests, then we can okay. anticipate that it's going to be the same information as yours. Okay. I can't hear him, Garfield. You can't hear him? No. I can hear him. Damn, oh, you got the messed up connection today. Nah, that ain't it. Well, I'm back in my car, yo. It is what it is. <laughs> so, till he get on, Garfield, I, I would like to uh, conversate with these brothers if it's all good. All right. This is what I'm going to do. I'm gonna pull right, you, right. I'm gonna pull you down, not you, Gideon. Let me talk to you. What's up, Gideon? What's in your mind? What's good? Uh, now nah, I'm just listening to these brothers, and uh, I I agree with a couple of things they said. Uh, my thing is when brothers go to uh the so-called African or Arab, you know, whatever you want to label it as. Like I said in the chat, if you say you're West African, first of all. You're kind of telling me that you haven't dove deep enough into your history. Uh, to say to say that all we have basically in West Africa is oral tradition, that kind of would be almost an understatement. So the thing that I've learned through my research in West Africa, and which none of these brothers bring up which would be kind of indicative to show that you are searching, you would notice that all the histories of West Africa, you're going to have to go to Arabian sources for that. And I don't hear none of these brothers speak about Arabian sources or the need to extrapolate information from those sources. Wait, they hold just on, wait, say, hold, hold on, brother. Let me, let me get to that. So, I do mention the corpus of West um, of um, Arabic sources because because you're right, and so I do list them and I do talk about them. But you are negating the fact that we also have a history which is validated once again by the story of Sundiata, the story of Osei Tutu, and the story of other things which don't come from those Arabic sources, which actually come from the people of those regions. Kind, kind. Now you do know. Uh... Israelites have oral traditions as well. So 
in West Africa. So my question to you is, what, wait, um, wait, wait, hold on. What, Let's go slow. What oral traditions do Israelites have in West Africa? Are you familiar with Dinga Sisi? No, give me, give me, who is, who is that? Dinga, Dinga Sisi is mm -hmm. the founder of the Ghanaian Empire. Whether you want to call it Kayamanagana, you want to call it Wagadalu or Oga no, Wagadalu. No, 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 hold on, hold on, let's go slow. We're talking about Wagadu. Right. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. And so, and he the and so to the founder of the Ghana Empire mentions Israelites. I did. Well, the oral tradition what states what that he's an Israelite. What oral tradition? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. With the oral tradition states that what oral tradition states that the founder of Ghana is an Israelite? All right. Let me uh. Rudolph, are you going pull to it up? Are you using Rudolph? I, no, I think this uh source comes from uh. Lev, Lev, Lev Zion okay. from the uh, 10 Lost Tribes of Africa. Nehemiah Leviathan, right? Right. And he states the oral traditions in the area. Uh, let me just pull pull this up real fast. Well, so we're, because well, wait, wait, hold on, Garfield. We're looking for Israelites and not coming from the East. Not coming from the East, we're looking for Israelites. Okay. Now, Dinga Sisi had a son. Okay. His name was Dayamin El Yaman. Uh, okay. Would you okay. happen to know what that name means? That name means Daya is just a surname. Dayamin El Yaman, Min El Yaman means from above Yemen. So he has a name that's called Dayamin El Yaman. So when you okay, look at so, that Daya, yeah, could you could you could, could you provide that because we're talking about the founder of Ghana's son now has a name that says from above Yemen. Was Yemen right. a place during the time of the founder of Ghana's son? Because we go back founder. Actually, we don't have the founder of Ghana. We go to those Arabic sources and we find out that they say there was twenty generations before they got to this one. So you're going back to 20 generations. Where does that, I guess, second generation state this thing that you're talking about since there was no written tradition? Where, wait, you would have to rephrase that. Okay, so we have, you bet it yourself, we have the Arabic sources, which tell us about this history of Ghana and these, what, 20 or so, um, uh, what do you call it? The rulers. kings, I guess. Yes, right. king, kings before. So you're going back to the second one. Where is the tradition that goes there? We're, we're so un, unclear about the first one. Well, if I'm not mistaken, the 20 rulers were before they came to Yemen. Now, they, uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not so sure they, about. So what they say is, this is a great conversation. What they say is the 20 rulers were those rulers of Wagadu in that region. It says nothing about them going to Yemen. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. I would have to go over the material to get the uh, specifics of it. Quick okay, question. Right. Quick question, family. Quick question. So you're saying that the people of Yemen brought the Hebrew reasons to that area? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes or no? In one of one of the waves, yes. Okay. One of those waves okay. came from. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I just need a yes or no. Now, for point of clarity, mm -hmm. the Yemen people worship why they claimed while they think that they were Hebrews or Israelites. They worship the god by the name of Ashtar, right? Now, this is a fact. Now, the people in Yemen have an oral tradition 
that said that two men came from Israel and converted them. That's their oral tradition in Yemen. And, okay, and where where would you get that from? Because like I say, oral traditions are like assholes. You know, like everybody got one. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. Well, hold on, brother. For the Yemen people specifically, I could pull it up right now from Shermo um book. I could bring it up right now for on the screen in two minutes. What I'm saying to you is the people in Yemen who Rudolf Winter is hinting that they come, that they're Jews or whatever, I am saying that those people say they are converts. Hey, even, even if it's true, they are converts themselves. Hey, Garfield. No, uh, wait, now, whatever. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Garfield, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to get out Garfield for a second. Garfield, you're too deep for your own good. Now, watch this. What was the religion of ancient Ghana? Um, the indigenous the, the, the state. How about this? How about this? No one really knows. No one really knows. That's the answer. So to say with Israelite, Muslim, or anything else is false. No one really knows what the religion of ancient Ghana was. What about, How about that? Well, well, my brother, what if? Hold on, hold on, hold on. True story, but what about the NDB writing? The NDB, um, the, the writing, the communication system that was translated. And, and, Zibi, and, and Zibidi and Zibidi is not ancient God. Where the God, I don't know if it's um is in the Songhai or whatever communication, Songhai Empire, my bad. You, that, you're talking about the one, yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's two empires later. That's Zibidi, I'm sorry. That's Zibidi, my bad. Right, that's my, that's my point. Nobody knows really what it was. How about that? See, my thing is, brother, and I can agree with that as well, because even when you go to Israel, they had certain times and certain epics in Israel's history where we didn't worship the one true God, where we worship lesser gods. So I, I'm not going to disagree with that. But one thing, you know, I want people to understand from my understanding and what I'm saying is I'm not saying everybody that's in America that's black is an Israelite. Mm -hmm. I will say they have Israelite blood in their body because Ow. that that place in West Africa mm -hmm. housed Whoa, a lot of migrations what? from the what? East. What? Hold on, hold on. Okay, so yeah, right. But the East is a direction, right? It doesn't stay. Which is why I say it was. Which is which is why I say there were several different people groups in that area. Right. So yeah. I can I can agree with you. Why the original But we're talking about. We're talking about a direction. East is a direction, and we and the people are making it a location. It's a direction. Anything east, what is east of West Africa and all that? If we're saying all these people came around from the Nile Valley complex, right? East of West Africa is the Nile Valley complex. Even if it's from northern parts of there, it's still the Nile Valley complex. Right. So right. if they're I saying that they're coming from the east, why? No, because I heard this before, not you, but why when people say the east, are they automatically talking about the Middle East? Well, see, me, myself, I would extend that Middle East to the Nile Valley complex, as you just termed it. Why? why you know, because why? Because it all depend. It all was under the hegemony or the cultural or the economic or the militaristic or rather just in close proximity of the Nile. So I labeled the, the Levant, that whole region, I wouldn't disagree with, with calling it the Nile Valley complex. Um, one thing oh, one thing I wanted to ask, though. Maybe 1500 uh, BC, you could say that. You could say that 1500 BC when, when Egypt controlled the area. 
I would say that that, right. that would make more sense. But as a, as a place, they're independent of Egypt, uh, independent of Africa. Yeah, right, yeah. I, go ahead. Now you go. Now nah, I'm speaking more or less, uh, kind of just like logistically speaking, you know, because uh, I don't I don't really agree with the term Middle East, you know. Uh, hey, but my thing. Hey, true story. Thing, Hold on a second, brother. True story. Yes. Uh-huh. Would you agree with me that every single tradition that we have in Africa, we notice that there is a main deity or God that is called upon? Would you agree that Oludomare, is in the Yoruba tradition? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I believe it's in the Yoruba tradition. Now, in all your studies in, 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 in Ghana and Akan Saninki, we know today we have Kenyame as one of the main deities, right? Am I yes. Or would yes. you agree in the Igbo that Toku, and they have over 42 different names for the God in Igbo, would you yes. agree that it, that is okay? Now, yes. in those three religions, the Igbo, you have Toku, Yoruba, you have Olorun, uh, you in um in the in Ghana you have in Yama amongst our kind. Would you agree with me that none of these people who claim that they are Israelites in today in those cultures that they do they still worship the main gods of those cultures? And if they don't, how did this Yahweh thing get injected? I think this is the, the conversation we have with the brother. Because we're not gonna agree that they're Hebrew. We're not gonna so agree the Israelites. But we need to show the brother that this stuff came in. They didn't know nothing about no Yahweh or no worship before this was infected into the culture. Right. So, so what you? Oh, have, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm Who's sorry. saying that? Uh, I didn't say anything. I didn't say nothing. He asked me a question. I didn't Gideon, say nothing. Gideon said, Gideon said that. Gideon said that. He's about to come to you through. One of us like, whoa, 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 whoa. Two? What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, this is this is what, what I, I want to ask. say nothing. Right. Um... The thing, the thing about West Africa that, you know, uh, we can say, you know, like I said, there are certain sects and certain tribes and certain people groups that have traditions that varies from one another. True. So my thing is, when we look at West Africa, I heard you make a, uh, a statement that you come from the tree climbers, and I know you wasn't being... Uh, disparaging when you said it i didn't take mm -hmm. it as that but mm -hmm. that's 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 the uh that's the that's what we see when we see west africa because what there, we gotta understand go. come on, come on. There we what go. we gotta yeah, go what on. we gotta understand that west africa was destroyed by the arabs and when we look at yeah okay okay what, and, and so when we look at these people that's in west africa we're looking at people that develop their culture, their lives from hundreds of years of being in a refugee status. Okay, hold that's on, why hold on, when hold we on, see on, these slow, people in law, slow down. They were in refugee right. status because they did not seek refuge in another country. They're still in their traditional country. 
And along with that, before we go any further, we have to realize all of the Abrahamic faiths did take a grip on West Africa. Those traditions that Garfield still speaks of are practiced. So what the West African did is they are Abrahamics by day and their own religions by night. They, didn't, they did not give up in Yame. They still got in Yame there. They still got Ola Damari there. Um, and they still got, I'm sorry, and all these other people are still there, all these other gods. They're still in the culture. They ain't going. Right. Chukwu is still, I, matter of fact, there's football and soccer players right now with the last name Chukwu. Showing you is still in in the culture. Uh, right, right. I have, a, I have a brother I used to work with. Hold on, Gideon. Hold on one second. You talked about Kaya Maga and Ghana earlier, right? And, and, and I'm looking at right. some of my notes from Rudolph. Rudolph wouldn't have claimed that the Black Hebrew kings of Ghana that they started it, right? The Saninki people right. is who started the kingdom. That's where Wagadu is, which would be like Northwest Africa, right? These right Saninki, hold on a second. They made a pact with a giant snake called Bida and sacrificed him. And they had something called, they, they venerated snakes. Nothing in the right. sense is, is Jewish, nothing at all. So we right. we could draw the conclusion, and let me finish one more thing. We could draw the conclusion and it has nothing to do with Jewish tradition. The next thing I want to bring about is the Zad dynasty. He's claiming that the Zad dynasty had black Hebrew kings, that Zad al-Ayuman that you talked about, right? Um, Tariq al-Sadan is the one that makes mention of the ruler. He didn't mention he was a Jew, etc. Um, Rudolf Windsor is the one that did that. So what yeah, we have, we had the so you have to look at the Songhai Kingdom. You have to look at the Saninki people, and you have to look at the rest of the Ghana Kingdom. So once you look at how they worship, because remember, the early Songhai kings offered animal blood to the Ganji, which is spirits in human form. Why would Hebrew Israelites be worshiping this way if they had their own religious belief system? Because remember, right. they kept their culture, they kept their such and such. And another important dagger is if the Jews kept their ways and culture and laws and influenced Africans, why we don't have no writings in Hebrew or any history books in Africa where these people kept this stuff on? Where is their language? That's the most important thing. Their language. Right. They hey, God, can I go so, old school on you for a minute? Hold on, brother. Hold on, you, brother. Might, you might be able to answer this one as well. But let's get back to the religion. Let's get to the foundation, right? Garfield, you remember this one? Who is God's wife? Mm -hmm. The reason I. Well, incorrectly stated. People think it's uh like when you go to the so-called Middle East Levant area, they will say it's Asherah. Okay, so so did God have a wife? Of course, no, nah, of as course far not. As the, is the, the Hebrew or Israelite tradition go? Not according to the pure tradition of the Israelite tradition, but that's what I was speaking. That's what I wanted to speak no, on. No, no, no. Right, here's my point, though. So then you can speak. The point is, mm -hmm. when you look at many of these West African traditions, God has a wife. That's right. how they produce children. This guy right. doesn't have a wife and is producing children. That, at its core and foundation, it shows the difference. The Godhead right. has a wife. Right. That's so, equal. I'm sorry, go ahead. Right. So, Hold on, it's, it's real. Oh, you go. I'm sorry. 
We got 323 people watching. What I'm going to do tonight, family, for the Urban Economic Show, I'm going to teach a free class on credit and rebuilding your credit and how to get stuff off your credit. Because not everybody has the money to pay Garfield. So I'm going to respect community and say, listen, I'm going to do a free class tonight, 20 minutes. I'm, I'm going to ask Sister Monica if she could allow me to come on her show and teach tonight. I'm going to ask the sister if I can. All right, so that we can do that tonight, 6 p.m. on the Brother Garfield Live channel. All right, well, go ahead, um, get in. So it's real easy, like when 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 you study the culture of the Israelites, uh, it's real easy to see how quick and how deep we can stray away from the oracles that was given to us by Moses. Uh, when we was in Israel, there was a point in time where we literally lost our law and we and we did not describe ascribe to it at all there were points in our history when we israelites gave the most high a wife now as far as what we look at is how can one have children you would need one to have children if there is only one creator in our bible it says when the most high made man, he made, he made male and female and he made male and female in Yahweh's or the most high own image. Uh, what we understand when, when we study the oracles of our scriptures and we look at the mystery of the Godhead, the most high is personified or he gives personification to the male and to the female race, meaning that Yahweh is all things. So he creates from within Yahweh's self, within his own self. So to just kind of be layman with it, I would I would tell a person, or I really wouldn't tell a person this because they can misconstrue it easily. But the woman is inside Yahweh. The man is inside Yahweh. Yahweh does not need a wife to create those things because the problem you have is when you have a God that's a man and a God that's a woman that's creating things, you still haven't got to the genesis of creation because something had to create that. Something had to create the man, something had to create the woman deity. Whereas when you have one yeah, but creator- hold on, hold on, hold on, but the fundamental difference between West, many of these West African systems is that God at least created a wife for himself. So he could right so now. Nah, so hold on, go on to so, so what you said about creating that God creates the way that man creates, and he had he had his seed through a woman, which is in tune with how humans and nature does it. So you can see why they develop those in their systems. This concept right. you're talking about is totally different. You said the man is the woman is in the man. That's not no. The woman is in the creator. Is in Yah. Okay. Let me let me ask you this, beloved. Um, and, 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 and and by the way, in, when, when you mentioned um, Kayamaga, the king, and uh, Mayan Dayabi, and King Basi, Tonkamanin, these names, these king names have Sunni in origin. They don't have, they're not connected to Yahweh or Hebrews at all. Just to clear that right. I mentioned Kayamaga earlier. That, no, right. no connection to Hebrew. We have those words. It goes back to a Sunni origin. Now, right. let me ask you this. Are you saying when did these Jews come to go to West Africa? How did they get here? What time period? Because I think we need to hear and know what you're saying because we are talking right now and just all over the place. So let me ask right. you, how did they get 
to West Africa? Okay, uh, when you look at sources uh, such as Tertullian, he tells us that around 600 BC, that a mass migration from the Levant area of Semitic people came into West Africa. Can I can I get uh, can I get that source, please, before you go any further? Can I get that particular source where that is in Tertullian? Yeah, let me uh see if. If I source that, yeah, and how is it West African? I'm not trying to play the name game, but how is it West Africa when it was no quote unquote West Africa at the time? That's what I'm curious about. Right, right. So you right. Listen, 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 hold on, listen, 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 right. listen to this one. You're talking about, listen, Garfield, Garfield, he said 600 BC. Yeah, who has those records? 600 BC, who got those? right? Well, see what, what it does, it just gives an area to where they went. No, no, I'm talking uh, about the time period and for even Tertullian to come to that conclusion that 600 BC, some people migrated. Right. Well, yeah, you know, they... Can I get in, Garfield? Hold on one second, I know. But I just want to source on that before we go any further because I yeah, don't let want me, let me, uh, to accept this as its truth. So if you give me a source, I could look it up on the computer while you're here. So that we could address that, because I don't want anything right. <coughs> anybody here. Tertullian did say 600 BC. Tertullian is a, somebody that I respect as far as somebody we look at in Christian history. I want to know what he's an answer to the Jews. Okay, I found something about what he said about the Jews. Um, okay, let's see if I could find it. Let me see. Hey, Garfield. Yes, my brother. Is it possible just to make a point why he looked at that source? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, I simply want to say that everybody listening to the show should just get a map right now, right? And realize that the only people that would have made that trip all the way from the Middle East all the way down there would have been some type of trader. There's no evidence of a full contention of people going across the Sahara all the way to West Africa. That ain't that. You had traders, people trading. So you would have to you, you would have to literally be like um Musa when he made that trip. Remember he made that long trip he, he, all the way, to, all Mecca? way to Mecca. Yeah, he went all the way to Mecca. Yep. So so, so brother so brother Ak, you saying people during during the ravaging I didn't cut you off, brother. I didn't cut you off, brother. I didn't cut you off. I listened to the buffoonery for like a whole hour. I didn't say nothing. Let me get my half a point in, please, sir. I'm simply saying that, of course, people made that trip, but there's no evidence of hundreds of people making a trip like that. But you got to look to Musa, and he made the trip, and they know it. it's detailed. Matter of fact, you can look at the archaeology and tell if you made the trip. So go ahead, man. So, uh, when it, uh, wait, so what on, you got to do, uh, wait, wait, hold on, what you got to do? Hold on, 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 that's what the source said, and it particularly says is the area that we call West Africa today. We know they didn't call West Africa then, but that region is that what it said? 
Right, right. Okay. According, according to the source material. All right, what is the source? Let's get that source out of the way before you say anything else. I'm I'm serious right now because I'm learning. I've never heard this before, and I, I need a source of it. Because it's important for people who are listening at home so they could reach research it too. Right. Um let me see. I ain't finding yet. They I'm gonna have to pull that. I'm gonna have to pull that specific source from uh, Territorian. I'm gonna have to pull it. I can't. I can't find it right now. All right, let me. Right. Ask you. I have a source. Well, let me ask you this: uh, What what source you pulling from? Hard? Yeah, Hold on, brother. Because you haven't pulled the source you, yet. I I got a source. I'm right. Well, all of us got it. Well, all of us got to shut up then, because I ain't hear one social oh, running, brother. I'm about to give it to you, please. Can oh, I get one second? You get the nah, not, we never made the claim. Bro. We never made the claim. Gideon, I'm asking you now. When you read this, did you read the source yourself, or did somebody tell you about it? Nah, I've I've read the source myself. I I I've got I got extensive articles right. on the okay. West African. Uh, okay. right. so may I give Let's a source, be clear. Please. Let's be clear, guys. What is the source really saying? What did it say? Let's give us an example. What did it say? Man, he's going to have that on deck. Well, like it that. speaks. This is what I'm saying. The source speaks of a mass migration of Israelites, or rather, Shemitic peoples from the Levant into the West African area. Uh, when you read the book, uh, it's a book called uh, The Travels of Mungo Park. Mungo Park speaks of how the Arabs Mungo went Mungo through Mungo West Mungo Africa. Mungo right. This is what I'm, so, I'm asking you what does this Tertullian says? Because right now you could be making that up. Right. I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I don't have it right now. Well, let me take my time. And, and, well, I can't. I cannot accept that source. And what I'll do is. Um, you guys go to which is the um this gives the primary of Tertullian. It's called an answer to the Jews. So if you want to read about Tertullian and what he talks about regarding the Jews, hey, it's Alan, here. I'm it. not saying what he's saying is, but I want to know. This is what I'm saying to the family. If you make a claim on my show, anything I say, I can show and prove right now. So could Danny. So could um. And they I'm have to. to if you source. ask him for okay, well, tell on to provide to the source, source that he just spoke on. To, somebody, am I on mute? He said people was no, trading we in we West we Africa up to whatever time. Come on, man, give us the source. I'm trying well, to well, I didn't say they wasn't trading with West Africa. Go ahead, King. Go ahead, King. Go ahead. They wasn't trading with no West Africa. Listen, said that. Oh, King, here you go. Hold on for a minute. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're going to be the last checkmate piece. Come on, dude. You're going to clean it up. You're gonna drop the bomb. Hold on. Let me make my point. I heard you. I'm I never said they wasn't trading. I simply said, give me a source and you name some Semitic people, right? Which made me already know that they were Semitic people. That doesn't mean that they was quote unquote Israelites or, or no matter what they was. It could have been a lot of different things. So you kind of die right there on that. I want that source that you just talked about in that book. So I can hear them say they was Israelites. That's the one. That's the source I want. I like that one. I think he's gonna die that. One. Go ahead, True. Get that source for me again, bro. Name that guy. Okay. Name so the book. I'm gonna give you some names. You may have heard of them. There's a man named Joe. We pronounce him Diop because we ignorant as hell. He was a part of something that we only highlight his Egyptian talk. Source. When you look in general history of Africa, volume number four. 
it tells you what was going on. To your point of trade, um, the, did you know that the Noak were trading with the Nile yeah. Valley complex as well as with the Romans? I mean, the Romans and all those people that was up there. Did we know that? So we do know that the note culture. Now source, can we can we vet on, that no, source no, like you brothers just no, vetted, no, tried to brother, vet territory? Please let me finish. Please let me finish. I'm, I'm just I'm just asking for on, I'm just God, asking for non-partiality. Of course, bro. Let him oh my God! Can I finish what I'm saying? So to your point, huh. I'm, I'm giving you the source in the book now. To, for you to research, you have to take into account this is the the UN and this big ass conference where all these people from around the world are contributing to this work, and they they are from all scientific fields. Being one of them, and so those sources that they come from come from artifacts that they found, come from uh, oral tradition that they found, come from archaeology, which is the artifact, and come from knowing the social history of those regions of what's going on. They take all those into account before coming to their conclusions about these things, in particular the note. The reason I mention the note because even before Ghana, the note in OK though not their real names, that's the reason that they are, and they call them those people, um, are there, and they found these people doing trade. Why? Because they were the masters of the Iron Age. So this is what even people in Kemet wanted. Egypt at the time, or whatever, but this is time period. Give us the time period real quick, This bro. time period for the, for the Nok is, damn. People can look it up. The, the Nok culture was, right. Was they got them back, I believe, as early, maybe. Brother? Huh? You talking about the Iron Culture? Yes, I have the story for that. I put it. I put yes, it. but those, if you got general history of Africa, you can read volume four and volume two. Alan, you ain't know I was gonna go this way with it, right? <laughs> yeah, you can read volume four and volume two. It's gonna tell you all the research, all the research methodology, all the fields of sciences that they've used to come to this conclusion. That's the right. source. Now, but, now truth, this is what I'm truth, saying. A truth. Hold on. So, what's the premise? That, that that the West Africans was Hebrew Israelites. What, what's the premise, though? Well, I'm saying as far as this, this migration, and you want to go back to 600 BC and people moving into West Africa, the records state that the Nok is one of the oldest people there. There's smaller ones, but the Nok is the oldest people, and the Nok wasn't no Israelite. Well, King, this is what I'm saying. Yes, when sir. I say no, sources. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, beloved. When I'm asking for sources, I'm talking about like primary sources. Oh, I'm no, not wait, asking on, on, on books on, that on. people listen, expounded brother, upon. Listen, and, brother, listen, you have to hear what I'm saying ahead. to you. This, they use the primary sources as one of the tools that they got to come to their conclusions. They're scientists, right. so they have to intuit and, and make a analysis, hey, but make a conclusion. What was the primary them. source? The primary source is the archaeological yeah. evidence, bro. So what they found? What oh did they find? God. What I was the primary the source? They found. Well, well y'all was asking listen, me to give y'all was asking me to give word for word you. primary listen, source as well. So, listen, man, I'm giving it to you. They <laughs> call, call now. Oh, I'm, listen, not, I'm not trying to. Listen, I know, I know, I got you. I'm just fucking right. You're a good dude, man. So listen, the hey, architect. Hey, yes, sir. Can you tell the brother that that was a whole thing? The general history. Of this is what I'm trying to explain. It wasn't just. Can you like tell my answer, uh, brother Josh' response about two <laughs> years ago. They won't let me. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. I'm, I'm gonna go back on you. But that's nah, the go source. Ahead, Lord. A, no, no, it's all right. Y'all having a, 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 a little discussion here. But you asked for a source. I gave you the source. Within that source is going to give you the other sources. These are the top people in their field in the whole world. And Diop and other black the people are world, sitting. Diop and other people are sitting 
on this same thing doing this research. Diop is like one of the leads on this. So we associate him with that whole Egyptian thing or whatever. But that UN thing was, he was in every part of it. And we have to read that book if you really want to know, because like I said, it's not just him or other people writing. These are people from archaeology, sociology, people that hated Diop, people that disagree with West Africans having anything, having to fucking bow down. Hey, truth, all this thing, though, bro? Hey, truth, what is this? What is this premise? What is he trying to say, though? I'm guessing, but due to this migration from Israel, it's going to be one of these peoples. And he mentions, he mentions 600 BC. And so we have an error on the time period. And I'm trying to figure out who he's talking about. West Africa would be these people. So let me hold on, truth, real quick. So I'm so he's basically saying that there was a migration of Israelites, a large tribe or something that they built West Africa, yo. I'm not going to say they built West Africa because we don't have any evidence to study hey, West Africa in on, depth freeze. like that. Hold on, freeze, freeze. So 600 BCE is the Ghanaian Empire in effect yet? Yes or no? Hell no. No. So, 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 so at this point, we're trying to figure out, like, so they just skipped over this shit that these Israelites was there and everybody ignored their ass and formed their my, own African culture. Now, I'm just so saying, this, bro, right? Okay. You get my so point, this is though, right. You get my point. So, so that would make them in the area first. They started a community. They built all this, and everybody ignored them and they started their own thing. That, is, that, is that what you're saying? My brother, no, because you had several different kingdoms in that area. I mean, really, the region, the region, the region of Chad, that region was the more politically dominant. At six hundred BCE, and then you got to cross over the now. Well, this is this is what I'm. We don't. My brother, check check it out. It's it's not many sources. Can I can I speak, bro? There are not many for me. He broke up, or that's me. Hello, Bueller. We got to do is we got to get cognitive evidence that speaks of it, and the cognitive evidence that I have is cognitive. What do you mean by that? A group, a culmination, a culmination of evidence. Right, that's what I'm telling you. That's what you need to read the book, brother. It's called cumulative. Right, but that's just what I'm saying. And so, yeah, yeah. specifically say, like yes. I say, Torah Tulian say they were Shemitic. So I take man, that source man. and I put it against the other sources. Say, for instance, when I was speaking of Dinga Sisi, I take that source. Right. But that, but that source, then I take that source, a source. source. Wait, hold on, brother. That one is not a good one because that's not good. I'm sorry. That one, I'll give you the Tertullian because, but I don't see what Tertullian. You still got to show what Tertullian mentioned in Israel. I don't believe Tertullian said it. Talking. Now look at no, this. I'm gonna pull. I'm, I'm gonna pull up for you. Look at the map. Look at the map right now. So this is where Israel is, and this is where the Sahara is. How did they get from here to over West Africa? This is what I want to know. So you're saying that they they was on both. He's trying to use the trades route. So, so Garfield, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Garfield. So you don't wait. Hold on, bro. You don't believe people from bro. I'm just asking. This is my answer. Bro, listen to me, man. Just listen for a second. You are saying at 600 BC. All right. So now let's look at this now for a second. Let's look at the political um state of Israel at that time. First of all, at 600 BC, there's no such place as Israel at that point. Israel is done with from 800 and BC. There's no place called Israel at the time. Remember this. Thank you. Remember. <laughs> Thank you. Remember. Of course, no, you. Right. No, no. Hold on. No. 
the Assyrians came in and, and, and ransacked them and took over. So 720, we got Sargon, Shalmanistar IV. We got all these people that took over. Some of the people left here and they went to what's called, let me blow this map up so I could, this could be a teaching moment for somebody who has common sense. Let's look. So now we're going to go into right here, over with Iraq here, to the right. If you look at the map, to the right, Iraq right here, Iraq and Baghdad. These people were taken from here and taken to this region, right? And right here. I'm not looking at. I'm not looking at the screen, so I don't know what area you're talking about. This is for the people who are, are watching. Let's let's use common sense for a second now, right? And we have primaries to back this. The people left from here and they went to Halar, Haybar, and another spot, which is actually in Iraq, which is a part of the Assyrian Empire, right? So when they went over here. What we find is documents of people with Yahwistic names in the armies of the people of Assyria. So now some of these people, we know where they went. All right. Now, check this out. This is 720 B.C. At 6. Now you got that source. You got a source for that. I'm just asking, bro. I'm just getting clarification, bro. Let me finish first, bro. Let me finish. So what we. Sometimes you got to wipe your butt, bro. Yo, bro, you're forcing my hand, bro. You're not being disciplined. <laughs> you know I can't tolerate the indiscipline evil. You know better. Because I've picked you out several times before. And I think you're doing that because you can't find this course on Tertullian. And I'm going to say you made it up until you bring it and present it. Now, hold hey, on a second Phil. now. Is that hold a on, guy. dealing with? I can interrupt it, man. You see how the brother just went off on me, man. Hold on, hold on a second now. Nah, he ain't so going to me. I'm having a discussion. Hold on, man. <laughs> 720 BC, there's no longer a place called Israel. We know in the records in the Teldan and the um the Misha between 850 and 820, that's the time period we find a place named Israel, a state named Israel. All right. So I'll give you that. At 720 BC, that place no longer existed, named Israel. And remember, Israel and Judah are two different states, only in the Bible. They are combined as one. So I'm going to tell you, Judah is not Israel. Judah is a state by itself. And even the Bible, they're always fighting. They were never united as one. Only in the, in the monarchy, when you have David and Solomon, they're united. There's nothing right. in any, in any other time. But check this out now. So 720 BC, this place is taken over. The people went to Iraq, which is Assyria at the time, over here. Where Iraq, you see the name Iraq. Part of this was Assyria, and part of this was Babylon. So these people now take over the Assyrians. They take over Egypt. So now they ship the people back here, right, to, um, from Israel. This is northern Israel. Now the people in Judah at 701 B.C., Sennacherib destroys Judah. Now how do I know this? Let's look at it. Let's look at the evidence. Second Eighteen verses thirteen. Let's look at the evidence right now on the screen. Let's look. Off you go. Walk slowly through this. Look at this right now. It says, "Now in the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah, did Sennacherib, king of Assyria, come up against all the fenced cities of Judah and took them?" Now this is where all the Israelites go wrong. All right. Look at this now. Um, Sennacherib. And Hezekiah. Let me look at this. The Nacherib and Hezekiah. Look at this right now, family. 
what happened with the Assyrian seed? Let's take a look. And people got to look and they got to learn. Look at the siege and what the siege actually says. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I, I got to make this point back. I got to make this point. The narrative. What's your point? Because I'm in agreement with you so far, King. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Now, this is 701 BC, right? I think 721, they say the Assyrian army captured Israelite. I'll by one year. Ah, big deal. All right. Now, the siege of Jerusalem, we have the Hebrew account. And now look at the Assyrian account. The Assyrian account now says, hold on, I need to find this family. I'm sorry. I have to show this. Yeah, now I'm familiar with this. The Assyrian account says the same thing that he could not get into Jerusalem. He had Hezekiah caged up like a bird. But he, but he did hold not on. enter Jerusalem. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. This is what this is why it's important right here. I'm gonna blow this up so everybody could see what he says. If you notice in the Bible, right? And I, I listen, listen carefully, family. Look at what the Bible says. It says, in the 14th year of King Hezekiah, Sennacher, king of Assyria, come up against all the men cities of Judah and took them, right? In the Sennacherib's account. He said, I conquered all of them and took 208,000 people, great and small, male and female. So he took 200,000 people. The scholars now say the estimate of him taking 200,000 people is 90% of Jews. So he took every city there except Jerusalem. Hold up, my brother. Don't interrupt. This is 701 BC. The Judeans, right? Are now 90% of them are now moved away into the society of the Assyrians. Now, 701 BC, 601 BC, 600 BC, you have a replacement of these people with other people from different cultures, from Assyria, from Syria, and all that stuff coming into this area. This is where me and Nazir Lee would debate um, on. At this point, because Nazir Lee don't know the history, these people that's coming into the area is coming from Arabia. They are coming from um, from Syria, from different areas, from Karshemish, from different areas that the Assyrians control. Because that's how they control people. They move you from one region to a next, to a land that you never lived. So this now you have a mixture. So now you have the Edomites, you have the Ammonites, you have the Moabites who now live in Judah as one, who are now resident, who are now considered Judean. So now I ask you, at 600 B.C., who are you transporting from Israel or Judea if these people have been moved out of the city and different people come in? And one last point. Second Kings, 2 Kings 18. Let me do it real quickly here. Because I know this Bible at the back of my hand. If you if you if you if you look at 2 Kings 18, what it goes on to tell you, I mean, I'm sorry, 17. If you look at verse 24, verse 22, I'm sorry, if I'm correct. Um, hey, Garfield. Until the Lord Garfield. removed Israel out of his house, he said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And the king, verse 24, and the king of Assyria brought men from Babylon and from Kosa and from Abba and from Hannah and from Sephardim and placed them in the cities of Samaria instead of the children of Israel. And they possessed Samaria. So now they took people from their areas that they control and put them in Israel. They ain't the Israelites no more. So the same thing. Right, so where the real Israelites at? 
So hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on a second, brother. The point I'm making is that the people that you're saying that transported 600 BC is not the original indigenous Israelites. Garfield, if if you're saying that at the same time no, I'm saying these people on, move man. west, hold on, yeah. I, bro, because I'm just responding. But just give me ten seconds. Bro. All right, go ahead, on. Listen. Oh man! Yeah, cause I'm breaking off. Pile it on, bro. I'm and then when y'all finish, I'll, I'll die. Okay, great. Uh, I have another I'm sauce one ready. Thanks. Have a good. One. Have a good. One. <laughs> hey, go. Hey, go. Let me get brother Josh on the phone for Ankh, man. Look, I Hold on. We got two points. Man, hey, hey, Garfield, can you hear me, brother? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear, brother. So basically, we know that the Assyrians are in charge. Am I correct? Yes. So are they going to allow people that they're snatching up to pass their borders and they landed their own? Is that going to happen? A large contingent like that. Would they allow them just to go? No. Second point. How in the hell do you get to West Africa at 600 BC? There is no Torah yet. Ain't no Torah together yet. Yeah. So they weren't even literate. So where the hell they get their Torah and how do they follow all the rules and regulations? And then how do they follow the Torah? Uh, I have a source right there, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna bring you back on. Hey, Garfield, may I provide another answer. source? Hold on, man. Just let him answer that question, though. Hold on, then. Go, ahead, go ahead, Gideon. Answer the question and then say your comment. How do they? Now, I, I want to address what you were saying, Garfield, because I mean, like I said, I could I could deal with you brothers one at a time. All right, that's fine, but just address on. Um, All right, what's what's your simple question, on? Um? I said, how do a, a large body of people pass through other countries' borders without them saying something about it and without them recording? Second point, how do you get to West Africa and start to follow a Torah that ain't even put together yet? Whole how, do you, how do they do that? How do you go to West Africa? How do you travel? That what you're asking me? No. How do you, no, no, no. How do you West Africa and bring a Torah when the Torah didn't even exist at that point? My brother, the Torah was in existence for hundreds of years during the time of Sennacherib, bro. What's the source of that? The Bible. What's what's the source against that? This is what okay, okay. This is what I'm saying. Okay, what is the source against it? All right, hold on a second. I'm going to kill that right now. Show me one scripture in the Bible, a complete scripture, a complete chapter, or a verse in the Bible that you can confirm before 200 BC. Come on, let's go. My brother, the Bible, this is what Show I'm saying. The Bible. Show me the Bible and Torah before 500 BC because this is what scholars and the, the consensus is saying. I'm going to repeat that till I die. But since you are not a scholar, I'm gonna go with what the experts do. I'm not doing belief. Oh, so speaking of speaking of experts, man, provide the source. Show Torah before so, BC. That's it. Speaking of experts, man, I provide another source. Is it gonna be for the Torah? Okay, before you do that, bro, let me let me just say this like you know, I don't get into that Torah nonsense. I'm talking about. No, that's not nonsense, dude. That's like he's he acting like they had some kind of book and. How they gonna be Israelite? I apologize to the panel, but I do not see the Bible as a historical source. Sorry. Nah, that's not the point. No, see, you didn't even hear the question. The question was, how did they get to West Africa and practice all the sanctions and all that? They wasn't oh, yeah. put together yet, bro. Yeah, yeah, that that's part I got. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm with you on that 100%. I'm just talking about right. his sources because, so I'm gonna apologize that this is not a Bible source, but this is in fact the same person that he just mentioned 
as a source who is Nehemiah Levitston, correct, Garfield? Yes, sir. Thank this you. Source, this source is provided by one Rob Bourne, who's in the chat because he's a goddamn savage. Okay, it's from the book Islam in West Africa. Let me please just give me a second. I'm going to read this. This is from his per this source now. Arab geographers of the 12th century claimed that some remote and little known peoples in the Western Sudan professed Judaism. Listen closely. This claim has no factual basis. As H. Norris says in a similar context, the world of fancy exists where the world of reality no longer confirms to the limited knowledge of the writer. The accounts about ancient Jewish agricultural colonies on the Niger south of Timbuktu, which appear in the published edition of the Tariq Al-Fatas, has not, in fact, been a part of the original text of this chronicle. That is from your source telling you that that Jewish stuff is fake. You can thank Rob on for that one. So that's your source saying it's fake. That's why you had to bring that last truth because that conversation would have been over with, dude. <laughs> that's Rob Bourne's sadistic ass that gave me that one. But y'all gotta bring it last. Though. <laughs> you can't kill the conversation. <laughs> that's, that's his source. Saying, Hold on. That's his source. I knew you were coming with something like that. My brother, my brother um, Dwayne Joseph asked a very interesting question. He said, How would you know um, that a Bible didn't exist? I'm going to tell you why. You need archaeology. The, the history of the Bible archaeology. Well, okay, so right, I'm glad you said that. What archaeology? Um, right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Gideon. Cause you didn't respond yet. Go ahead. What what what, what archaeology? Um, says wasn't no Bible. No 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 no. My brother, Gideon. No, you no, that's 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 too much of a dag. All right, I'll pull that one back. I'll pull that one back. Let me ask you this, um, everybody knows there wasn't no complete Torah yet, bro. But you. You the only one delusional. But tell me, direct, direct me to that, oh, direct me to that. Man, give me the source, Garfield. The, the All right. No, you give me the source. All right. Like Moses broke the right. Think about what you're saying, bro. Russell Gamerican, real quick. I'm gonna pull, pull this up real quick. Yeah, the, how we know? How we know there's no Torah? Let me just pull up the source and read it myself. I'm gonna pull it up and put it. Up. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guy. I like you, though. Bro. I'm gonna put it up on the screen. Because we yeah, got I, I love all you brothers, man. I'm just trying to get us right. That's all. You're not right because you're believing in fairy tales. And then you're doing it. In right. We're going to come for you now. Now you right. Y'all believe in isotopes and subclades and all that. Torah before 500 BC. Can you prove that a Torah existed before um, 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 yeah. BC? Prove it. Of course. Of course. Okay. I'm waiting on you. Of course. You go to Exodus 20. That was way before 500 BC. Okay, show me Exodus 20. Show me the primary. You got a Bible? Show me the primary. The Bible is the primary source. Show me a primary. Where's the primary Bible? Where's the primary source? It, it doesn't. It doesn't. There's not one in existence. All right. So, so, so if it doesn't exist, how do you know it existed at that time period? Okay. The same way you Negroes. No, 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 believe no, 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 in isotopes no, 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 no. and all that stuff, no, and you can't prove it. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth first of all, because you're very. Hey, bro. Watch your mouth. But when I say nigga, I'm saying king, bro. Get out. But I withdraw. Can't be respectful. Get out. I asked you. I asked you because you said Garfield. We go by primary. Now let's be respectful. Now show me a primary of Exodus 20. It's simple. Do you have there it? Is, yes, sir. There no. is not. There oh, is not. 
So how do you come to the conclusion that it was written at that time period? Because when you look at all of the evidence, what the Exodus took. No, 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 I'm not going to let you go. What evidence? The evidence brought forth by the Bible. The what evidence brought. For example, let me finish. Let the, ever, the evidence, the circumstantial evidence that we have in Egypt. I mean, it's countless, countless of sources that speak to in Exodus. Hmm. Mm. You are you familiar with the uh, the tale of two cities from that's Egypt? From, that's from Egypt. So you're saying they copied from Egypt? That's what you're admitting? No, I'm, no, I'm saying are you familiar with it because it tells the story of two kings. So are you saying they One, copied from Egypt? When did they copy it? Oh, I got a question. Well, no. I got a call on the phone. Go ahead, caller. Get, get in, get in, get in. Get in. Just get in. We get 300 people and we kill 10,000. We, I'm getting in. Get in. Okay, listen to the question. Get in. I have a question for you. You mentioned, um, you said we believe in the isotopes, right? Um, right. Things like that, right? Stop, please. You said, how does your stuff <laughs> My brother, I don't have not now isotope in my phone, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I asked you about that. I asked you, do you know how your, how your cell phone operates? I have no clue. I have faith when I pick it up and I hit the numbers, it's going to work. It's, it's all faith-based, my brother. You just going to stick with the faith? It's all faith-based. Do you know how to make a phone? Do you know how it works? Right. So you have you have faith in you have faith in the white man science. So we believe we believe in isotopes and all that other BS, right? Us Negroes believe in isotopes and all the other BS, right? And you you sat here and you just proclaimed that you have not near one isotope in your phone. What is in your battery? How is your battery do you know what lithium is? How do, how do these things work? Please explain to us. Right. No, I, I, I can't explain. I can't explain, but I'm not a scientist, bro. And that's what I'm trying to get you brothers to understand that you oh, brothers ain't oh, scientists oh, neither. Gideon, Gideon, he's on the phone. Can you just can you just respond to it? So there's no way if I gave you ten minutes, you couldn't find out how the battery in your phone operates. I gave you ten minutes, bro. Hello. Yeah, you was breaking up. I couldn't hear you. I, I guess I was in a bad spot. But go ahead, my brother. If, you, if I gave you 10 minutes, do you think you had the cognitive ability to find out how the battery in your cell phone operates? How your phone sends radio signals from here to there? You don't think in 10 minutes you can find out how the technology in your phone works, sir? Are you that in that? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you now. I... Hello? Funny how every time I get on the phone and start asking scientific and mathematical questions, these cats' phones start having a shit. No, I'm right, I'm right here, my brother. I'm right here. Can, can you hear me? <laughs> I'm going to ask the question one more time. Can, can you hear me? One more time. I can hear you fine, bro. Okay. I gave you 10 minutes of time. 10 minutes, okay? 
that 60 seconds can drive, all right? Do you think you have the cognitive ability to find out how your cellular device operates? Oh, of course. Of course. Okay, so why is it so hard for you to take the same 10 minutes to study the thing that you are disputing right now? Like isotopes. Because it's going to take more than 10 minutes, my brother. You're reading that. See, with a phone, let me finish. Let me finish. With a phone, with a phone, with a phone is true science because I can demonstrate. My brothers, you're going to let me finish. You asked the question. Don't answer it for me. Thank you. A phone, this is provable science. If you take a microchip and you solder it, whatever, whatever, how it happens, you can prove that again and again. But with DNA, specifically in the realm of DNA testing to see where you come from, that's all speculative science because you cannot prove it. You, you have not verified it. You're going off of the, your faith is in what they're saying to you. Now I can come to you and I can tell you that I've seen testimonies from people where they had, D where they had DNA tests and it stated several different origins. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, stop, Big Bully, stop. Give me an example. What's that person's name? I want to talk to them. My brother, you can find that. You can just probably simply Google that. No, I'm not Googling. You said you know somebody. Who is this person that you know? Because I'm a proof okay. that you like to make them claim and you don't have nothing I to track them. You are lying up here, bro. That's what you're doing. You're making it up. Bro, you know I just said there are I say there are testimonies, you are bro. It up, brother. You are making it up as you go. With, come on, man. <laughs> Let's stop this game. The point, the point of the matter is you believe in the Bible. Go ahead and believe, but stop going around in public saying that your belief is the right belief and you are Israelite and fooling black people that they're Israelite. You can't prove no way, no how that Exodus 20 existed before 500 BC, but you're going to tell Okay, me. so look, check this out, Garfield. You go to live science, and this is just something I simply oh, Google, Ken. You just Google it? Okay, let me go to live science real quick. Go ahead. Go yeah. So check it out. This is this is this is the the title of it. Mm -hmm. It says I took nine different commercial DNA tests and got six different results. Okay. Now I, it's it's a slew of those. Okay. Because so like I said, I've heard what testimonies. I'm not. Hold on, I've read that article. What is the article saying? Okay. One. This is the sub. This is the sub. This is the subtitle. It says three companies, three errors, and six different results. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, that's keep talking. Yeah, uh-huh. Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. What, what are the, what, what are the statistical, what is the statistical data of the differences between these three, between, between these uh, six results? Okay, my brother, what you're doing is you're displaying a slight case of cognitive dissidence. No, no, no. What, what, you brothers, you brothers ask me what source do i have that the the torah was in existence 600 bc and i go to the bible but i show you brothers clearly there's an article a person got this error so what error mean what error what error mean king what error mean? Well, after the 
E R R O R. What does error mean? I've taken seven. I'm about to take an eighth one right now. <laughs> they are different, but not in the sense of. Um... <laughs> so wait, how? I would like to know how they different. How they different, Garfield? <laughs> So, so when you was in grade school and your teacher told you you had an error, how did you take that? Like, oh, that's not an error, but it just is. It, I mean, how, I mean, I don't understand, bro. Like, right. Okay, so so DNA man, where where does your DNA state you come from? Watch watch how I break watch how I break this down real fast. Where does your DNA say you come from? Okay, now we can't hear. Where does your DNA say you come from? Where does my DNA say I come from? My DNA says I come from my mother and my father, dude. I'm done with this dude because now when I ask him a question, now he got to get dumb and simplified with, with the answers. You come from your mother and father, but you pay umpteenth amount of dollars for a DNA test. But that's your first answer. All right, I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm good because I want to get to some other questions. You got to tell me the basics of how your cell phone works before we talk about DNA family. So I have I I have to learn all of that before I learn DNA. That's what you're saying. Okay. Now let me show you where your faith is at. What have you scientifically? What scientific experiment that you did on DNA? Because everything you're getting is from someone else. So your faith is in them. So you still have faith, my brother. Unless you was in the lab while they were splitting your genes or something. I rely on science. Right. You have faith in science. That's, no That's not a problem. You have faith in science. The same technology Specifically the European science. The same technology that is used to determine DNA. You listen to me closely. The same processors that are used in the lab, the same technology used to find DNA is used to make your cellular... That's, that's a lie, my brother. That's a lie. That's a lie. Your, your, your cell phone is an applicable science that can be proven, my brother. It's millions of cell phones. I can pick up a cell phone. They Okay, this is what I'm saying. 
They say your cell phone is supposed to work when you dial it. So when you dial a number and it goes out, my faith has been verified. But DNA is something totally different. You cannot prove that. You cannot go to where they say you come from and say, they told me I come from here and they give you the same evidence. Say, yeah, because what they did, they took your blood and they go to showing you what they did. That's not going to happen. Hola, hola, Inguli. Let me it's ask two you different that. things, my man. Gideon, Gideon, let me ask you a question, right? Go are, ahead. I, how old are you, Gideon? I'm 41. All right, you're 41, right? So now you start thinking about colon cancer. You got to get tested to test um, like the next five years, right? Now, when you go to your doctor, right, and they take your the history of your blood or annual physical, do you know what they do in the labs? Do you have? No. Do you know what they? Okay, all right, I respect that. He said, no. I can, I can hear you. No, I, I didn't hear the. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear what you said. I was breaking up. When you go to your doctor for your annual physical, and they take your blood. Do you know what they do with your blood? <laughs> Follow the blood people to the lab and watch them test your blood and read it through the microscope with them. Do you know what they do with the blood? I have no clue. All right. So now, so why would you draw that conclusion for DNA as far as them taking away your stuff and all that stuff? Why would you say that when you yourself are a physical, you're an actual example of blind faith when it comes to science? Or you're an actual example of how science works? Right. Those are different fields of science, bro. Like, no, my when you bro. go... DNA, hold on. Me, can, I, can I explain why, Garfield, bro? Please, bro. Hold on, Gideon. Like, I, I interrupt you. You go ham on me. But I speak, you interrupt me, but it's it's cool. I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna help you out. Like the smartest guy. Just right help now. me out by not saying nothing when I'm talking, but go Get ahead. Get in. Do you have children, brother? Right, yes. Are you still with the mother or you're not with the mother? No. You're not with the mother. All right. So when the mother was pregnant, did you ever go to the doctor with her? No. All right. When she went to the doctor, right? They test the baby. They took blood from her while she was pregnant because they wanted to see what the baby was predisposed to, meaning that they have the baby's DNA, right? And they pulled it from the blood that they take from the mother, right? And then they right. screen her for anything like autis autism or anything right. that baby might have. Right. Fully applicable. So they could address it. Right. right? before the baby is born while they're in the womb, all right? So they could right. have the baby. So say like they said, oh, you might be susceptible to be blind. They try to address it while the baby's in the mother's womb. Now, do you know that baby's DNA is still available today? Do you know that they have that baby's DNA still, depending on the state where you live in America? Bro, don't talk about dna because your own child's dna is out there and you are just 41 so after 1964 they have everybody's dna i had to, so, I had to sign a special i had to sign special waivers to get my placenta from the hospital they made me go and, and i'm talking about they make you jump through hoops just to get your own goddamn placenta back from the hospital but you don't but you don't believe that they're doing tests on the stem cells from your child. You don't believe they're taking the stem cells from your child's blood. Okay, they're, they're just, this is just this is just makeup, all right? I had faith 
I remember, I remember I bought one of those from uh, Radio Shack a long time ago. I never could get into it because I'm not really big on science, man. All right, so let me explain, Garfield. Can I get at least on, at least 20 seconds? At least 20 seconds, Garfield, because you brothers really point. This is what y'all do. Y'all, y'all are make a point. This is this is what y'all do. Yeah, I, I really don't understand science too much, you know. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not even gonna try, oh, because all you doing is reading books, my brother. Unless you got a lab coat and some beakers up in there. Well, that's where your faith is at. I read the Bible. I read the Bible. You read science books. Let me share my screen for a second. You used to read Egyptian books to, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, we good. Hold on, hold on. Here it is right here. Hold on, hold on. Get, hold on, Ingboli. Ingboli. Ingboli, I'm going to hang up on you, okay? I just, want a I just want a chance to respond, Garfield, bro. That's all I want, bro. <laughs> I love Ingboli, man. All right, look at this yeah, real quick. Simeon, Simeon, the atheist killer who disrespects me all the time and call me all type of things and, and try to dis talk about me disparagingly on everybody's chat and sometimes disrespects me in his chat. I'm going to allow you to be in my chat because I'm going to try to be the bigger man. All right? You ask Garfield, what is the source of that? Here it is. National Newborn Screening Status Report. Right here. It tells you the states and what they test you for. And, and what they do at the top, they give you the sign, the symbols, you know, indicates that the screening for this condition is universally required by law or rule and fully implemented. Meaning that you don't even have to know. You don't have to know that it's being done. They don't have to tell you. So these are the, these are the disorders. Fatty acid disorders organic acid disorders amino acid disorders and you have different different things hearing for endocrine hemoglobin other all these different testing they do your babies and you don't even know, you don't even know. so Garfield, can i get at least 20 seconds bro 20 seconds bro. all right so this this is what you this is right this is what you brothers are failing to di differentiate that right there is provable because when that man took the DNA from the baby, from the fetus, he had evidence that stated, okay, when I see this, 10 years down the line, this is going to happen because I've seen it happen before. That's provable. Now, when you want to take that same DNA and say, nigga come from Timbuktu, and I'm using that as a pun, not specifically, but when you want to take that same DNA and say somebody comes from a certain place in the world that is not provable okay uh, when you brother when you brother say Garfield, can i tell him how can i tell him how yeah let's, let's please tell me how you please tell me where you read you that at, huh? right wait can i tell you how now, you tell me you don't understand science but we
what you can right now, we can go to China and test them for their DNA. Am I not right or wrong? Yep, you're right. Okay. Test anybody for their DNA. Okay, so if we and notice people in that area, right, right, and test the DNA, and we, we can figure out when their civilization started, then we can say at least back to that time those people was there. Am I not right or wrong? Well, so I mean, they have a history. DNA, yeah. So, okay, so if we find that DNA marker, we say, well, you came from that area where the majority of those people call less. Now, you can take ancient graves and say, well, wait a minute. These Chinese wasn't the original people here because these DNA markers are older and they're in this area. You get my point now? So you can actually get a time period of when, you know, so we know the Native American population, we know that the original ones ain't the ones you can see in the day based off the DNA markers. And then you find the bones and find some older DNA markers. And so we know there's a, there's a, 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 a session of, you got these darker people that come in, that are in the Americas for a while. We know they get supplanted by these other people that are still native. We know that, bro. That's all. Okay, so check this out. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Let me in. Hold on. Let me break that. In. Let me get in. Can you agree to that, though? Can let you agree to what I just said first? Like I said, man, you when you went to saying uh, DNA and and all that, man, like nah, I didn't understand that. All right, let's do this. Get in. Let's do this. If uh. How is that my fault? Let's, let's, let's use Native American for a second, right? Would you agree that they did file, they did find Luzia here, Luzia and um, other right. here, right? Would you, right. you agree that they did extract DNA from them? No, not Luzia. That's not what we said. Not Luzia. But and, and she had African in her. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Luzia. And, um, Luzia, Luzia, I don't think they have DNA for Luzia. I don't think they have DNA for them. They do got DNA. I don't think they do. They they have DNA for the surrounding. No, no, uh, no. I think you're going. You're going. You say you don't know in science. Let's be. Let's take it. Take no, it. No, I mean I'm familiar with the story yeah. though. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, they didn't distract right. none from her. Right, but nearby grave sites, right, let's, they did. Let's, let's use Luzia for an example, or anyone so who they use found. Nick. Use Nick because they got. Yeah, let's use Nick. Right. And she had so that look like African and Australian. But keep going, though, Yes, you got the African and the Australian Nia, right? So now, um, would you agree that if she's the oldest bones here, that would give us a reflection of what the older cultures of the natives look like? Okay, so now, now we're dealing with fate. So do I have fate that she's the oldest one there? I can't say, my brother. I'm not asking about no, no, fate. Asking you, no, you say she's the oldest one there. That's not provable, my brother. Say, as of 2019, you have to say that. Right. Garfield, Garfield, exactly. Garfield, do you know I can give you a boot, a leather boot that was manufactured, and they'll tell you it's 200,000 years old? You do know that. Get in. No, you can't. You can't. I'm going to ask you a simple question, brother. Would you agree if we find the oldest set of bones in Americas? That that would give us a reflection of what the population was twenty thousand years ago, fifteen thousand years ago. That's my first question. Okay. Now, when you assume, but you, hey, Kevin Dawson, what up, bro? Yo, you don't want to come in the chat? Yo, let me send Kevin the link, man. Kevin, you need to be on the Dagger Squad too, man. I don't know what's up with you, man. So that that's the first hurdle we got to establish. How do you know that's the oldest bones in the area? All right. 
Now, the oldest bones that you we see what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, brother. First of all, you got to find bones. That's the first thing. That's a hurdle. So now right. you're, you're being, you're being. All right, I'm, I can't tell you what to ask. I'm not even going to dictate what you ask. You could ask anything. What I'm saying to you is right. the oldest bones that they have found as of 2019, right? And they're able to extract DNA from them. Would that help the population of today to determine if they are connected to this region or not? Would you agree to that? I'm quite sure, yeah. You can find some type of connectivity. Okay. So 15,000 years ago, let's say the oldest bones is 15,000 years ago. 13,000 years ago, they got a bunch between 4,000 and 8,000 years that they found, right? Would the people, like my brother in the chat, Aboriginal TV, and I'm using brother very loosely right now, because he's definitely not my brother, but if he, this brother Aboriginal TV in the audience, right, if he took a DNA, would it be smart for me to draw a conclusion? Hello? He should be connected to these old bones, old DNA that we have recovered. Would that be a good thing to say? Would that be a good idea? Yeah, I'm back. I just had a bad connection, man. My fault. It's the isotope, man. <laughs> yeah, man. And my faith, my faith ain't strong enough, man. All right. All right. So now I'm asking, would a brother like Aboriginal TV, who's an audience, who, who probably can't even spell Aboriginal, probably somebody spelled it for him, um, if he took a DNA test, Shouldn't he have some sort of connection with the haplogroup group that they find for these people in America, the old people? Well, I mean, according to science, I guess, yeah. No, 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 I don't want you to guess. I want to ask you this honestly. This is an honest question. Not, it's not, oh, I got you or nothing. Right, no doubt, no doubt. So you're saying if a black man came to me and said he is Aboriginal to America, America. what, would, what no. would I ask him? Shouldn't he, I have, ask him if he, shouldn't he have some connection to those bones? That's if, like I say, that's that's if you put your faith in it. I, I do not believe not about we're Aboriginal to the Hey, 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 let me tell you something, bro. If, you're, if your child's mother, you found out that her sister came to you, and say, you know that baby is not really yours. What right. the first thing that you would do? I'm, I'm gonna go take a DNA test. So why you have faith in DNA? You ain't. <laughs> you know, I can't talk to Gideon no more. Gideon, let's change the conversation. Let's go back. I want you to prove to us that you have a primary. No, this, this is, this is, this is what we were going. This is where the conversation started. Let me ask you this. No, when no, were the let me no no this because this going to what we what what we need to talk about. Let me ask you this: What is the first? Hey hey, I'm about to come. I'm about to cut the show off. I want to ask you. Let's go back to the Bible because this is your book, your faith. Right. Let's go back to Israelites in West Africa. Let's let's go to that. Exodus twenty. Can you prove that the Bible existed before five hundred BC? That's all I want to know. Yeah, through the scriptures. Well, I, I prove I prove it through the Bible. All right, so prove it to the Bible. Go ahead. Let me hear you prove it to the Bible. Go ahead. It speaks to the fact of it being there. But look, let's let's do this, Garfield. Let's do this. Hold on, somebody calling me. By the way, jumped off the science thing. You are honor. You're an honorary member of the Dagger Squad. Just to let you know. I mean, I'm all about my people, you did. So, you know, once I see the white man going over your head, I'm not. You hear me? Uh, no longer 
highlights, I want to make you an honorary member, all right, before you become one. Um, Garfield is a fraud. <laughs> in the 80s. Garfield is a fraud. You see? Look, look at that. Of course you're can a fraud, I, Can I Garfield? ask you brothers a question? Because can I, can I ask you a brothers a question so we can get a stamp on the time frame? When would you say we're the... I don't call, I don't call us Jews. What is your record... When did you say the Israelites first came into Africa or the Jews? When do you say the, the Jews first came into Africa? Okay, let me show up. I don't know, bro. You tell us. Let me show up, primary. No, I need. Hold on. Let's, let's you... I'm going to show you a primary right now from the book called um, Black Jews in Africa. Um, Black Jews in West Africa. In Africa. I'm going to show you. As a matter of fact, I got the book right here. Hold on. Let me show you right here. I'm going to show you right now. As a matter of fact, I got it on my. Hold on, let me let me let me bring up bring up my notes here quickly. My, my notes, and I'm here my screen. I'm gonna show you right now. Right, and let me show you right now. And by the way, shout out to Jesha Ryan, man, that Hebrew dude. He dropped something on me one day about the Talmud that was kind of cool. I, I I gotta respect people that try to bring information no matter who they are. All right, here we go. I'm gonna show you this right here. All right, let me share my screen. My daggers on deck, man. I hope they sharp, my man. When do you say they came into Africa? I, I just I, I want to hear you, brother, say it first, because I'm I'm then I'm just gonna you know. Okay, this is Edith Bruder, Black Jews of Africa: History, Religion, Identity. This was written in 2008. Um, on the Algerian-Moroccan border, according to a local chronicle, discovered at the beginning of the 20th century by the French. A.G.P. Martin, the very earliest Jewish inhabitants of Taut and Gurara settled in the first century A.D. coming from Cyrenica and were followed by a second wave of settlers who arrived with Arab traders from Mosul. The making of Fagara in Tuat, based on a model that previously existed in Mesopotamia, confirmed that this know-how seems to have originated from Persia and to date back to very ancient antiquity. They were mentioned as far back as the 5th century BC in Herodotus. Another tradition from the region of Togart in the northeast of Tau reveals that the Jewish population is so ancient that they are considered the earliest white inhabitants of the area. In the most recent ancient period, whose tradition was conserved by memory, the country was inhabited by Jews who employed Negro workers and who owned kasors and palm groves. One day, a man of Beni Meri named Al-Hajj Sliman Al-Merini Al-Jebali came from the Maghreb. It was around the 7th century. Several years after his arrival, he issued an edict stipulating that within three days, all of the Jews had to become Muslims or leave the country. All right, so the bottom line is, the ancient Jews of Taut, if you don't know where Taut is, that's not North Africa. That's more to Northwest Africa going into where they traded with Mali. So they call the Taut Jews one of the most important sections of Jews that came into that region. So I'm just going by what the information says. And the, and the source is, by the way, although it's in this book, the source is the Geniza manuscript. Okay? Right. Now, actually, what you read, Garfield, was everything I was saying. I said they migrated between the 7th and 5th centuries B.C., you're saying that they migrated as well in that source. So it seemed like what you was just reading contradicted everything you were saying. No, it's saying the first century, brother. No, it's the fifth. It's saying it, it said it You mentioned you mentioned you mentioned something about the fifth century. What did I say? What did I say? 
You said it was also you said it was also a wave in the fifth century. Now I would have to see if you're talking about AD or BC. Talking about some stuff that was in Persia that was documented as a certain product. I wasn't talking about the people migrating, bro. You have to listen. And by the way, I understand people who believe in the Bible have hearing problems. Nothing wrong with right. Okay. So you're saying, okay, so the answer to my question was they've been in Africa since the first century AD. Yeah, but these Jews were considered the first white inhabitants. Is that you? <laughs> so yeah. now, okay, okay, okay. All right, now check this out. Check this out. Check this out, King. Check this out. Check this out. So so show me the source where, so show me the source where these Jews turned white in a matter of years. Okay, no, it's not a matter of years because everything you look at is by color. I'm telling you, she got this from in the book. I have the book in my hand right here. Hold on, let me tell you what to say. Right, Hold on. Right. Now, I believe everything she said. I, I believe that. But this is what I'm asking you now. The very earliest Jewish inhabitants of Saud and Gurara settled in the first century AD, coming from where? Tyrannica, which is in northern Africa, that region, right? And were right. by a second wave of settlers who arrived with Arab traders from Mosul. The making of Fogara. Fogara is underground water pipe. This is what they're talking about. Garfield, you're killing yourself, bro. You're killing yourself. You know this, right? My brother. Another tradition from the region of Togger, where they went in the northeast of Kau, reveals that the Jewish population is so ancient that they are considered the earliest white inhabitants of. Right. Right. So that's what I'm asking you, King. When did they turn white? Okay. You. Remember when I read Second Kings eighteen thirteen to you, and I tell you that they <laughs> people out from Syria and from Assyria and from all over, and the Edomites, the Ammonites, the Moabites started living in Judah and became Judeans. Right. So now, so so now you're saying the Egypt. So now you're saying the Egyptians are white. Hold on. That's what you're saying. I never. You think the Egyptians are white? You know what? I never even said Egyptians a while ago. And I think that's what you're saying. By proxy, that's what you're saying, bro. Purposely being ignorant. All right. No, I'm not. I when I get a chance to speak, I'm explaining why I said that. Sorry. Always, always Einstein. Come on, man. Go ahead, my brother. I don't mean that into the Bible. Come on, come on. No, I, I, I want to respond to what you're saying for that yeah, other let, person. Let come let on. Go, get, get so this is this is what you're doing, Garfield. Like I said, you're actually daggering yourself up with this. Because you're establishing, this is what you're doing. You're establishing so-called Jews, or rather Israelites. You're establishing Israelites in the area of West Africa as early as the first century AD. But what you're saying is those were white people. What I'm saying is the source evidence does not speak to that. Because if you're saying they're white, According to my source evidence, that would also mean the Egyptians are white. So you think the Egyptians are white? Oh, so okay. Because I said the Jews are white. I mean, listen, man. Hey, bro. They will have to be. Thanks for coming on, man. All right. Peace and love. Thanks, flying and Uncle Truth. The floor is yours, man. I'm done talking for the day. Whew. Well, hey, folks. How we doing? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't even know where to begin, brother. I don't do the Bible stuff, so maybe Aunt can jump in on that. That's that's y'all lane. I'm just trying to find out where they are in West Africa. We're not clear on that because I provided the source, 
that says something contradictory as well as the source that he used that invalidates his statement. So we're at a bit of a, you know, roadblock here as far as the information because the information that he provided as far as Levitston does not um, back what his claim or argument was. Um, so I don't know, Garfield, but this thing pops up again. What is the obsession with making Jews in West Africa? I'm not clear still. Because remember, they have to say when they came over there to be, it's Rudolf Winsor's teaching. And Wait, I need some feedback. Somebody gotta go on mute or something. Gideon is a so indisciplined. So, so the, the reason that they have to be in West Africa so they can show how they got here. And by the way, Jody Breeze, are you a Hebrew? Because I don't think there's no way. Anybody in the audience think I said that? Did I ever say Egyptians was white? What is there to clean up? Jody Breeze? Obviously, you didn't hear. This is ridiculous, man. Anyway, listen, family, I got to get out of here. I got to go pick up my, my, my daughter from the doctor. Um, Go ahead, um, true story. No, no, I was just curious. Is that what the, the, the big fighters so now these people have to be all over West Africa so they can show? And then they were in West Africa and built these empires and the whole bit, and then they got enslaved? Because you just basically pointed out that, that the rulers of Ghana were Israelites. Do you realize that that's what's happening when you mention that the son of the, of the second leader of ancient Ghana had an Israelite name or whatever you tried to say? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So how, I, I just don't understand how... <sighs> there are people, there are Jewish people that are in Africa. There are Jewish people that make their way to West Africa. That's a fact. But when we look at who those Jews are, are they then saying that those are those Jews right there, those Jewish traders that are trading with West Africa? Is that what they're saying? Hey, hey, um, um, truth story. Let me ask you a question. Have you found Jews in the Caribbean and the Americas during and after the slave trade? In your Absolutely. Okay, now let me ask you this now. Did any of those people that were Jews that we know, did they come on slave ships as slaves? As slaves, no. All right. So this is the key now. We find Jewish people, even if we read um, Secret Relationship Between Blacks and Jews. How is it that you're, you're a Hebrew Israelite and haven't read that book? That book proves what the Jews have done. And those Jews are the ones that help to finance. So when you see names like what, like Da Costa, Sean Paul, mm -hmm. Enriquez, all these different names that we find in the Caribbean, and we see children growing up and going to school with them and they light-skinned with curly hair, we say, oh, snap, who are these people? They're from the Sephardics. Sephardis could have been dark skinned like myself, and it could be as light as Sean Paul. But the issue is, those people were never slaves. They now, this is the book that, that, that I wrote that I showed you the other day, um, Souls of Judaism. Family, you need to get this book. It talks about the conversion of black people into Judaism. That's what it talks about. And we need to understand they did it in Brazil. They did it. Then they, those people left from Brazil. Some of them came to New York. Some went to Holland, and then from Holland they went other places. 
Come on, man. We, we, we got to stop this foolishness, man. So if we don't have the information, if you can't produce Exodus 20, brother, as a primary, I don't know why you even believe in that book right now. Somebody wrote that book. All right. So, so to your point, um, here's the thing. Do you happen to know, it's okay if you don't, do you happen to know where um, one uh, Blyden grew up? I think it was in the Caribbean. Right. So Blyden grew up in St. Thomas. Do you know the area he grew up in St. Thomas? It, it was, was a, called was a Synagogue block. Hill. Right. A block with a syn yeah, I remember. Synagogue Hill in St. Thomas is where Blyden grew up. To show you your point of where the Jews in the Caribbean. And the name, the family that you want to look for when you want to deal with the Caribbean, one of the bigger ones is the Toro family. So Garfield, you know, in New York, you know, Toro College? T-O-U-R-O -O family. T-O-U-R-O. So, you know, Toro College, where all of, like, a lot of the uh, Spanish people go to? Mm -hmm. That's the same people, those Toro people. T-O-U-R-O -O is the name. Those are the same people who were in Rhode Island um, making the rum and sending the rum to make the West African kings alcoholics. You know, I'm, I'm here, right, with this book in my hand, right, The Black Jews of Africa. And I'm here reading something, and they, they, this, this just came to me a while ago, and I'm just scrolling through the book. Um, over 2,000 years ago, the Jews were an ethnic group, but even then, not a perfect one. The ancient Israelites were not a racial unit, but a sacral association called an amphictomy by some scholars. They were a people bound together by a common language and common territory, similar historical experience and common consciousness. I think that's a very good um, and this is from the book, The Myth of the Jewish Race by mm -hmm. Raphael and Jennifer Patai, forcefully argue that there is no genetic, physical, or biological Jewish specificity. Ephraim Isaac insistently asserts that Jewish history is filled with interracial and intercultural mixing and that the popular vision of a single Judaism does not reflect any historical period. So what I'm saying by reading this, and this is page, what is this, page six in the introduction, mm -hmm. To the black Jews of Africa by Edith Bruder is that these people were converts. Even the white people that went in and was trading, they're converts. But some of them are connected to the Babylonian school systems, the Talmudic school. You gotta, you guys gotta study that, man. That's gonna unlock everything because that's where all the Jews were transported to. They were transported to Babylon. So when they found different cities and, and settlements, they found over 28 settlements of people with Yahwistic names. I would call them Israelites. These people kept their traditions. The people that were taken out by, um, by Nebuchadnezzar, those people kept their traditions for over almost 2,000 years in Babylon, starting schools. up until I'm sorry, up until the 1300s when the Mongolites came in and beat them up and they had to disperse. Family, we got to get to the proper history of these people, man. We, 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 so, so Garfield, man. Let's, let's bring it into Africa and show um, conversion, like you mentioned, and possible dispersion through trade. So we're going to look at conversion, like you mentioned, and then dispersion through trade. So I want you to Google or show the people Berber Jews and then read that to them. So we're talking about conversion and then dispersion. And how they disperse, disperse 
So to trade, one of the ways was to trade. Right, but if you show conversion and people have an idea of, of geography and where the Berbers sit, and those are some of the first peoples that these people are going to come in contact with. And, you know, the Berbers were nomadic in that region. And so there's people come along to help them take advantage that they would traverse the Sahara to go get the gold, the silver, I mean, the gold and, and the Africans and whatever else. Um, the Berber becomes a middleman because of this. So they're easy to convert to these things. This is why there's Berber, Muslims, Christians, and Jews. But if you go to the, the Wikipedia page just to show the people as a beginning, it'll tell you the story. And you're going to see, Garth, it goes all the way back to since the 6th century B.C. But if you show them, read it to them so they can see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, they, and they're going to see this. I, mean, I can read it, but can I show my screen? Six century BC, what? What are you saying? Well, hold on. Let me show my screen. Share screen. Is my screen showing? Yeah, you're good. Sharing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when people go to Wikipedia, Berber Jews, and we're talking about conversion to dispersion, these people are not initially Jews. So how does it happen? So the Berber Jews are the Jewish communities in the Atlas Mountains in Morocco and previously in Algeria. Um, which is Jews have settled in North Africa since 6th century BC, see? And the Jewish community existed in the Roman province of Africa, which is modern Tunisia. Ephrikia was the name chosen, blah, blah, blah. The acceptance by the Berbers of Judaism as a religion and its embrace by a number of tribes may have occurred over time. French historian Eugene Albertini dates the Judaization of certain Berbers tribes and their expansion from Tripolitania to the Saharan oasis to the end of the first century. You see, these people are being converted to Judaism and they are the traitors. So they are the black Jews that you may see in there, but they were converted by the Jeez. Jewish traders who came Jeez. to teach them and to be involved in the, in the, in the, uh, the you know, the trade across the Sahara. By the way, we do have records from the Geniza manuscripts, the Afghan manuscripts, where they show how the um the, the people from Babylon came into Morocco and they assigned people for trading towards West Africa. We right. can show that. And right. if we can show that, what is there to argue with? Because listen, family, bro, bro, I have a book that I downloaded and for some reason it won't download on my computer. It talks about how these people won't trade with you until you became part of them. Because people don't understand what the converters did in a, um, Danny. Because look, look at this, Danny. You're a Jew. You come to me. I want to do business with you, right? Mm -hmm. so when I want to do business with you, I'm going to tell you, listen, straight up, man. Is that you going to be a part of my religion or not? I'm not doing business with you because I'm making money. And I want to make more money with you, Danny. So you got mm -hmm. to prove yourself. Let's, let's put on our hood hat for a second. So you want to trust me. So you're like, listen, man, this is how I rock. I don't smoke. I don't drink. So if we're going to sell this liquor, bro, you can't drink or smoke. With you, that's be hard. But I'm just saying, that is a rule hmm? with Garfield's, Garfieldisms. If we, we gonna, have a we gonna sell this liquor and this weed, bro, you can't smoke or drink, period. That's my rule. With the Hebrews, with the Jews, he said, these are my rules in this book, the Torah. These are the laws you got to live by. Right. So, so when the Portuguese come to when the Portuguese come to Congo, and we see that these people convert to Roman Catholicism, why do you think one of the motives was doing it for trade? 
but of what? For the gun. You see? So if you want to do business with me and get all this type of stuff that we have, you need to convert to my religion. And so Congo falls forward. He's talking about the Portuguese going to the kingdom of Congo in the 1400s. Mm -hmm. Very important. Listen to what he's saying. Go ahead, beloved. And so the kingdom of Congo, one of the main motivators for them converting to Catholicism because the kingdom of Congo has been Catholic since the 1500s is due to the trade that you speak of. So there was this inkling or this notion that, okay, we accept this Jesus or whatever. We can get our hands on these guns and these other resources that they will have which would make Congo a more powerful kingdom at that point. So that's the motivation. So it, even we see this also with Islam. You have West Africans converting to Islam because the Muslims are beginning to take over the trade routes at this point. And so during toward the end of the Ghana empire, you see the Muslims really, really got a strong trade route network. And this is where you see the conversion to Islam of the later Ghana kings. And then you know about Mali and Songhai already. For what? Hey. One of your incentives is now I'll set this religion and I can take advantage of the trade. Hey, look at what you got on the screen, though. You, mm -hmm. you skipped out the most important part. What? Ibn, no, 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 don't move. You got uh -huh. it. Historians believe, based on the writings of Ibn Khaldun and other evidences, that some or all of the ancient Judaized, meaning converted, Berber tribes later adopted what? Christianity, depending on which empire was over them, and afterwards Islam, and it's not clear if they are a part of the ancestry of contemporary Berber-speaking Jews. You see, that is the most important thing. You know why? Because it shows that these, these niggas was wishy-washy. They were right, so this, but, but Garfield, that's a great point. And this ties in what Ankh likes to talk about with the trade. All of this comes and merges on together when we study the Berbers. These people were fluid. Look, people can type in their browsers right now. Let me do it. So we got, we got Judaism, stop, right? Stop, Look. Let me get Ankh here before I go. I got to run. I don't run. Yeah. So oh, people can see. Something last for us quick. I'm sorry, Ankh. Go ahead. Oh, I think he dropped off. All right. So look though, we got we got Judaism taking place. People can type Berber cross. Why are there Berber crosses? There's your Christianity right there when they didn't convert to Christianity. And we already know that the Berbers were Muslims because they go and when they go with the Moors and they go up to um, do what they do in Europe, we know the Berber tribes are amongst them. So we know that they convert to Islam. So why would they convert to Judaism, to Christianity, Islam? To take advantage of the trade because that's how the Berber could exist. They had nothing. They were wanderers in the desert sitting between. Yeah. They had nothing. Not to interrupt your bill, but could I say something for a moment just on what you speak? Um, yeah, so true story. So if if the um the Berbers they were also warned by Askia Muhammad. He don't want to see no Berbers trading because he's gonna take away their products in all mm -hmm. because they were the ones that controlled the deserts, the Sahel that Asiatic black men like to talk about. They were the ones that knew the routes and would travel for days on the routes and boom. And that's one of the reasons they had to be converted too, because who are you gonna trust with your product? If you're gonna trade something and it's a product. You're going to make sure that the people that you're trading with can be trustworthy. So what they did was we know Wagadu, the other town. Let me see if it's in this article is Walata and Walata, I believe, is the one where you're going to find more of the Jewish traders. I don't have I got the general history, but I'm not opening it up right now. 
Um, is this it? Do I got it open? Yeah, this is volume two though. But in 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 uh Walata is the other town. Walata, remember this one, Garfield? Sijomasa is where you're gonna find some of those Jewish trader located. Um, along that what? Trans-Saharan trade route. This is why this is important because you learn the cities and then if people are interested, you learn and you do the research in these cities and you can find what we're talking about as far as those traders and those Jewish traders you're gonna find in many of the towns with this Trans-Saharan tr um, trade. All right, sounds like a plan. All right, my brother, peace All right. A matter of fact, um, I don't know if you could put, I'm gonna do the, um, the Nat Turner show over. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. I don't know if you want to put a package together. Hey, I'm gonna see if I can put something together, man. Yeah. All right. Um, hold on a second. Look what this guy said. Um, in third century, there was political and military trusts out of South Arabia led by Himarite kings Assad, Yusuf, Duanaya, now are said to be Jews, but Mancha was Rahman, principal attributes of Allah. Let me let me do one last thing before we go. I gotta show this. Because we like to talk about the Himarite kings. Let me go to Shlomo San, who is on my page. His book is somewhere right here. I didn't even get to bring up um, Russell Merkin and talk about the Bible. All right, let me see if I could find Shlomo San's book and show where he got this um, whole thing about the... Where is his book at? Come on, Shlomo San. Where the hell is your book at? Shlomo San, Shlomo San. Where the hell is his book at? All right, you know what? I'll do it tomorrow. But I'll tell you this, though. Them Himerite kings, and they testified. They were converts, and they pushed it. And those Jews, do us killed over 20, 21,000 Christians. So a lot of Jews don't affiliate themselves with those converts because of what Duas did. And the Ethiopians came back and lynched them. They lynched the hell out of him. So I know that history very well, the Himerite history. All right, so anyway, family, peace and love. Tune in. Let's see the same energy tonight when Sister Monica is on. Six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Energy. See, it's, it's all y'all like is division. Y'all like to talk about ah, what you do for the community. Let's see tonight. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna put that Gullah Geechee um thing up tonight too. Let me. See. I, I should have put it up this morning, but I forgot all about it. All right. All right. So I need to get with Sister Monica. I'm gonna say this live on there. I mentioned that I'm going to get a TV show put together doing those history walks. One of them, a couple of them, I did while I was on your show. I've um, had this idea for a while, and I'm trying to get funding to do it to see if potentially this type of show could be put onto a Revolt TV is what I'm shooting for, one of them networks. But I want to talk to her about getting the funding because I think I could get a lot of grants to do it. Yeah, and you know what, man? Anybody out there deal with PR, man? I think it's time we take it to a whole other level. With my book, I mean, my goal is to sell 5,000 books, which would be good. That's my goal, to sell 5,000 books. It don't make sense you put out a book to sell 100 copies. That don't make no sense. So, so you, um, did you did you happen to know before you go? Like, did you speak to Polite because he wrote a hundred books? So maybe you could find out how he did it. I actually did. Hold on, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna call him after I get off the show. I forgot. I gotta ask him something too. Thanks for reminding me too, man. Kingdom yeah. speech. Hold on, you, Kingdom speech. Who is this? Kingdom speech. Who is this? While you're waiting, could you show um, could you show us one of the one of the hundred books of polite that you own? Um, <laughs> I, I've never bought. I didn't even know polite had books. To be honest, I always. Hear oh, he has over a hundred. 
How do you not know a human who has over 100 books and you don't have any of them and they are in the conscious community, Garfield? Could you please explain? Uh, <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> he does not get me family. <laughs> Later, bro. And by the way, I found that Tertullian thing. Don't say that, bro. Don't come on here with that fake-ass color shit. And, you, and Gideon, you can't even be in my chat until you show a primary of what Tertullian did. Stop trying to fool the people out there, man. Peace and love, family. I'm out.